0: Ahoy there! It's me, your old pal Cowboy Kevin. Thanks for checking out this best of pay-per-view of the UK variety compilation once again, brought to us by our amazing buddy Ant AJ Media uk for all of your media production needs here in jolly old UK. He does video editing, he does animations, he does audio editing, and he's helping out us massively here at the Added Share podcast, producing these fabulous best of compilations. Thank you once again to Ant the Editor for this fantabulous best of. It's a venture back to our favorite side series of recent years and years gone by. the U- UK pay-per-views, are myself and Adam, we've always had fun with these, all the way from Mayhem in Manchester, up to more recent offerings, and if you've not seen it already, don't get sour about it being a best of, because there's a new UK pay-per-view special just up now as well, Adam and I dug in deep with Manchester's own Rebellion 2002. An absolute hoot as always. One of the most fun UK pay-per-view episodes of all time. And judging by this compilation, that's saying something. Just that you know, this show is 100% fan and listener supported. And as always, if you want to back the Added Chair podcast on Patreon, you'll get access to over 100 pieces of audio and video content for your eyes and your ears, as well as keep this show 100% fan and listener supported. No sponsors here. And it's because of our amazing backers over at Patreon.com forward slash a podcast but for now let's head on down to the I guess to the UK I'm already here but yeah it's time for a best of UK pay-per-view compilation
1: all right brothers and sisters you guys are listening to the attitude era podcast one of the best shows you will ever be able to check out This is your boy, Ahmed Johnson, from the WWF, telling you, check it out before I knock you out. I'm out of here.
0: Hello everyone, you're listening to the Attitude Era podcast. And it's a bonus episode, outside of the main timeline. We're going to be doing a few of these. Uh, first of all, we'd be remiss not to mention Adam, the gentleman whose soulful sounds you just heard introducing
2: this episode. It was only Ahmed Johnson. Good mates of Ahmed, yeah, who were hanging out the other day. And our, our Ahmed. Yeah, do you fancy recording a little promo for us? He's like, guys, you don't even have to ask. I tell, you, I
0: tell you what, I was down Pearl River. I took a plunge. I went down to
2: Pearl River.
0: <laughs> um... We're going to try and get more, um, well, he's not really attitude, Harry. (laughs)
2: He's just some guy, really. We're
0: we're going to try and get more guys, but thanks a lot, Ahmed Johnson. Anywho, as I'm saying, bonus episode uh, taking place here. We did a bonus episode before, and the audio got completely messed up and corrupted. Much yes. in the same way, I Miro, probably... Miro,
3: Miro, who doesn't know how to wrestle or box. <laughs> <laughs> just Ta- Told that he was an,
2: was an amateur boxer and a professional wrestler. He's not. <laughs> Basically, Mark Miro is Miro is just
0: a man. From what we've been told, it's not salvageable. It was the Brawl for All episode.
2: Yeah, it was the Brawl for All, but, and it's a shame that it's gone, but at least the guys don't have to listen to us being miserable, because that's what we pretty much were for the entirety of that episode.
0: And to out was like, hey, just re-record it. Seriously, like... For all, for all, we're not watching that again. Two and a half hours of it, like done with that. Uh, Also, I suppose I should note the man sitting to my uh, right. uh, I'm Kevin Mahan, by the way, in case
2: you you don't know.
0: Uh, Man sitting to my right, he's going to join me on this uh, special bonus edition. It's Mr. Adam Biblo.
2: Uh, Good morning to you, sir. Hello there. Uh, No Billy this time. No Billy, no. We've uh spared him <laughs> i was gonna say sacked him but yeah spared is a, a better way to put it billy doesn't have to put up with what we had to watch which is kevin uh mayhem in manchester mayhem in manchester of course from april 98 was it just after wrestlemania
0: literally a few days like four days after wrestlemania this 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 came to be and i went and i did a little bit of research to try to figure out how this the show came to be, because it's a very weird one it wasn't a pay-per-view uh, but it was released on video. Yeah. Uh, and what had happened was uh, B Sky B, uh, you know, who owns Sky Sports and all that, mm. and uh, they own Rupert Murdoch and all that. <laughs> uh, what had happened was they, they had just apparently inked the, the new deal for, for with WWF, which meant that you're going to get Raw every week on Sky Sports. This is like ni- early '98. Yeah. You're going to get Raw every week, and you're going to get all 12 pay per views. Uh, They're all going to be broadcast live uh, for free. So basically it was like, you're going to get all the WWF now. Sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. And part of the deal apparently going back was that they were going to do a big pay-per-view in England. They had done one really, uh, not, not too far back, which was called One Night Only. So yeah, the, the idea was that this was going to be a big, you know, nice British-based pay-per-view, you know, get get the new fan base kind of going, amped up for the Attitude Era. Basically, the, the deal fell through and the pay-per-view was, wasn't going to happen, so basically what they had was the Manchester Evening News Arena, which had been advertised for months in advance, and it was sold out, but no pay-per-view deal. So the entire crew went over, 30 wrestlers went over, For one show. Wow
2: so just a show just well. one not just a tour just regular show just
0: one show so Mayhem in Manchester eventually was then uh, it was recorded in an odd manner and released on VHS
2: which is what we're going to uh, review now well the thing is I remember from like things like Rebellion and Insurrection all the English pay-per-views like you know they're never nothing big ever happens no titles change hand there's no storyline developments but they're always fun like they have nice matches at least because and-
0: people were on us quite a lot to review them I, I, when we started this I was like oh there's no way we're going to do those because nothing happens at them but it was like Oh, no, Rebellion, Insurrection. I your good memories of those. I mean, I suppose,
2: uh, you know, nothing ever big really did happen on them, though, did it? No, nothing big happened, but it was still fun to watch. And they usually were decent matches. Exactly, Exactly, yeah. They were were good matches, and it was entertaining. And, you know, the crowd was always good, because it was in England. However... This ain't rebellion or insurrection, this is something completely different and I'm not even sure this is officially made by WWF. <laughs> this looks like a bootleg. This is Mayhem in Manchester.
4: Where's my title shot?
2: We get a lame ass opening video as oh, well. The music, I mean immediately, straight off the bat you can tell it's a lower class of pay-per-view. You don't get any Freddie <laughs> Blassie, you no. don't get any sort of big orchestral music, you get this Fing- circus music essentially. Vince <laughs> Fing- Man doesn't even repeat his voice. And Michael Cole, Michael Cole and circus music, uh, Mickey- I'm not excited
0: about this. Mickey- C runs down the history of WWF having pay-per-views in uh,
2: shows all all two of them before this (laughs) yeah
0: but it's like first of all he has absolutely no passion in his voice whatsoever (laughs) like he's like he's like he's reading off a cue card like he's just been given and like the level the lack of detail in this is is astounding Michael Cole takes us all back to uh, remember that historic night in uh, you know summer 1991 when SummerSlam wasn't in Wembley fucking idiots (laughs) <laughs> Wembley Stadium, 1992. There's like one date which the British wrestling fans hold to heart. It's that.
2: And they fucked it up. They got it
0: wrong. How could you get it wrong? Well, they'll be getting many things wrong tonight, as we'll find out. We were informed by Michael Cole that on that night, they were cheering for all the matches. Not Bret Hart, though, because he's not really you know, on, on a board at the moment. <laughs> they're just, they're like, they make out like it was this great spectacle show that everyone wanted to see. <laughs> a really grim stock footage of, of, of being shown around like the, the, the town like
2: oh yeah just seriously like last minute film it in five minutes kind of footage we need something to put on the start of the video because that's literally all this is shots including miserable looking families and raincoats like a car park sign oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's like the opening of the, the UK version of The Office <laughs> yes. you can see around Slough <laughs> <laughs>
0: we get a recap of One Night Only which is the big Birmingham show they had done a few years before and they're like One Night Only was an amazing night in the history of the WWF and it just shows one move and it's a, a botched Hurricane Rana. <laughs> yeah,
2: drops him right on his head. Yeah, it? its
0: own hearts just messing up Hurricane Rana. It's like <laughs> who'll forget that night? And then they do this thing. They, oh, what's to come? What's yeah. to come? What you going? The, or the video is an hour long, folks. It's cut to shit, and they go. It's a highlights package. It's a highlights package. We should
2: say right now, it is a highlights package essentially.
0: In, in, in times they show a lot lengthy sequences. Other times yeah, they cut. it it's still to crack. heavily edited. But but in the in the opening video that Michael Cole is narrating, he he actually. They show us footage of the matches that are taking place
2: on that night. Well, not just footage. They show us an ending of one of the matches. They give away the finish. They show the New Age Outlaws winning by disqualification. So, uh, yeah, you find out
0: as soon as we found out early on. uh, That match coming up later on. New Age Outlaws and LOD. End of the DQ. Believe it or not, yeah. Anyway, we start off Mayhem Manchester. We get that logo. That logo that they have that to That hideous have. logo. It's like Resident Evil or something yeah, like Yeah, knocked that. up
2: in Microsoft Paint, I think.
0: And we get the, uh, our commentating team for the night. Two guys who are doing a miraculously poor job of pretending to be there. It's Mickey C and K-Squared. Uh, K-Kelly. The K-Factor. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly.
2: Seriously, what's he doing on it?
0: <laughs> if Kevin Kelly and Kelly Kelly got married, would their children be called Kevin Kevin? No, it'd be Kevin Kelly Kelly, I think.
5: Hey big show You remember me don't you I'm the big shot
0: Funny story about Brackus Before we get into him I just found out uh, today Doing a little bit of research Apparently Legend has it That in the Brawl for All tournament Brackus thought that it was a work So he got all
6: Confused <laughs> 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 He went in there Idiot <laughs> you imagine him
0: going to the corner He's up there bro <laughs> <laughs> Dude he's hitting me with potatoes left and right
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright now coming up next is a match With some um, Bizarreness written around it Back of the VHS cover, said clearly that this was meant to be a strap match. Right? Did it? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay, you say so. The DOA, the Disciples
2: of the Apocalypse, who come out with no bikes, by the way. Oh, come on. Like, they're going to have bikes. They can fucking barely light the arena. It's Where their, are they going to get bikes from? From anywhere. <laughs> it's nah. there. That's all they... Without, literally, without bikes... They are nothing. Mate, it's DOA. Do you think they're going to spare the money? This is obviously like the most low budget show they've ever put <laughs> on. They're going to spare in the money to actually uh,
0: bikes. Those custom made Tatten backs the DOA uh, like to use. And they're taking on the Godwins. This is obviously before the Godwins had uh, become the uh, Southern Justice tag team we're used to now. They were kind of wallowing in obscurity, still holding on to that mid 90s gimmick that didn't really work. Back of the VHS box says Strap Match. Right. Information online, official match card that was. You know, for people who were gonna, you know, be going to it, though was yeah. posting papers and stuff. It said it was going to be, and I quote, a country whipping match. A
2: country whipping match.
0: Yeah, whip in with no G. Oh, sorry, whip in, whip right. in,
2: country whipping. Now, what is
0: odd about this is that it's just a tag team match for a start off. First of all, no one is connected with with any sort of strap. No, uh, there's no inkling of that. And thank God, because whoever called that audible was smart, because you're gonna put Ron and Don Harris, and you know, give him fucking. Cords hanging off, and they're just gonna get. Someone's (laughs) gonna get hurt. (laughs) The match starts, and the two are all like tied up in the corner. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) Call the match off. (laughs) But yeah, at one point in the match one of them does take out what seems to be like a very small it looks like an insole you would have on a shoe like (laughs) and he kind of bops me but the thing is they do it behind the referee's back all the time so I thought it was just like a foreign object that they had taken out
2: or one of their actual belts Okay. but no this match was meant to be a country that's meant to be part of the gimmick of the match then that little shitty that little floppy thing that they had fuck's sake this is
0: really rubbish isn't
2: it I mean seriously
0: but I mean we mentioned the harsh editing before but here it just gets completely ridiculous you've got things like one of the DOA does a sunset flip and then it goes one two and then cut. the, it cuts <laughs> you're asking to get a and then there's like other people in the ring they just stood up again all of a
2: sudden <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even cut to the crowd it just literally cuts and everyone stood up again it's it's quite it's, it's inexcusable it's to be honest it's absolutely abysmal I think the, the
0: way they actually edited this is like do you ever have anyone who used to record VHS's like proper dodge yeah you know, the two VHS is, players it? there was
2: no real editing going on there's like two VHS's just alright pause it pause it okay record the match ends when Henry O. Godwin uses the slop drop the reverse DDT
0: yeah so, I mean who calls the finisher the slop drop a man whose initials spell out hog henry o godwin fuck do you know the other one henry o godwin yeah and then phineas i godwin that spells pig pig and hog it's
2: real smart carry on and carry on we will (laughs) this is an effort isn't it (laughs) billy i hope you're saying i hope you're sat at home right now comfortable in the fact that you didn't have to watch this garbage with us i'll get you back for this billy keeble
0: Bradshaw, Mero, they have an edited
2: match goes on for about thirty seconds, I literally think. about
0: thirty seconds, yeah. and uh, Mero tries to pick up Fat Bradshaw, tries to pick up coleslaw for the, he tries to pick up coleslaw for the for the TKO, but he turns around and he hits the clothesline from hell. The match is over, but the buffet has only begun. Come on. Um, so yeah, Bradshaw wins, which is kind of odd because Mero was still he hadn't been demasculated yet uh, you yeah know. he was still meant to be a serious contender yeah and Bradshaw wasn't really around at all Just beats maybe him.
2: he put up a good fight we wouldn't know because we only saw 30 seconds of the fucking match Michael Cole shut up and then as Shamrock stands up to celebrate he stands up and does his big scream and the camera is very quick to zoom in on his right hand <laughs> just just his hand <laughs> in <being> shot <laughs> absolutely shoddy seriously it's like kind of if someone scores a
0: goal and someone is like videoing it, like they're videoing like their son's soccer game, yeah. and he scores, going like, "Oh my god, he won!" <laughs> you know, zoom in and out, like you, Do you know. That's what it is. The guy I is, think The, so. the guys
2: operating the cameras didn't know the results. They're like, "Oh shit, Shamrock won!" No, it's only Ken Shamrock's mum who's
0: got <laughs> <laughs> it. till she tells everyone in in church about Ken's big win at Mayhem in Manchester, or as is also known, Lunacy in Lincoln, or as it's also known. Abs in Aberdeen or as it's also known Incident in Islington or as it's also known for the Irish amongst you Madness in Mullingar or as it's also known Naughty Norwich or as it's also known Midcard in Manchester
4: Where's my title
0: shot? Uh, they go and attempt the Doomsday device on Road Dog, and straight away I'm like yeah he's gonna take that bump and uh, you'll never guess what happens there's only bloody interference in a disqualification finish
7: Oh, just like
0: the almanac said at <laughs> the stir. Oh no, now the future is all bad, and Adam's mom has got weird moves and is married to me, and I have a big casino. Back to the future, in it? Yeah. yeah. Hill Valley's ruined. It's time for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Thank God. Uh, Steve Austin can save this, right? Surely. Steve Austin, who's just won the WWF Championship, making his first defence. Big deal. Austin, yay Defending against Triple H Well, not Triple H Not Triple H The title card comes up Austin comes out Through a lot of dry ice I might add It's like, it's like Top of the pops. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, Austin comes out Through all his dry ice And then uh, his opponent Is Triple HHH Triple Triple H Triple Triple H H to the power of 9 9H nine is ready for his big match
2: Of course, we had Quadruple J earlier in the night As well <laughs> Triple Triple H! How did that make it onto the fucking video?
0: Hunter Hearst, Harold Horatio Hindenburg, Herdy <laughs> Heisenberg, Holy Helmsley! You know what, he's, You know what I, I have to say, I fucking hate Triple Triple H, uh, he's, he's a no good politicker. He only had sex with Vince McMahon's three triplet daughters. To, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he buried Y29J! Fuck
2: off! <laughs> he buried him! But se- seriously, how? how did they get triple triple H on the fucking triple, release triple <laughs> on our twitter we posted a picture from it you won't believe it it's absolutely ridiculous but the thing is
0: right we nearly missed it because when the show is so bad and you're you're jaded at this point yeah. and it's shown so plainly with no kind of context you just you, your brain is off kind of go. eh I bet yeah, most I, I people... Totally
2: agree, yeah. I mean, you may have noticed that. I went and made toast uh, last night during this and then went up to get a drink and then went up to go and close the doors just because I was looking for any excuse not to watch this. Mm. Took the bins out, you know. Didn't want to watch it, but thankfully I was sat there to discover the triple the triple triple, H triple H thing H. With you.
0: As Austin's walking to the back, Michael Cole says, he'll have a pint of ale tonight. No, he won't. And Austin, apparently, from the fan reports I read, uh, from two separate people I heard this, Austin apparently got on the house mic and says, let's all go across the road and get a beer. And apparently, like, 40 or 50 people actually left the building. Oh, my god! I went across the ring and they were like, where's Austin? <laughs> he said he was coming. I came back and missed the main event. <laughs> In fairness. Never go for a hypothetical beer with Steve Austin
5: is all I'm saying, lads. I don't
2: know, I'd rather be going for a hypothetical beer with Steve Austin than watch the next match, if I'm totally honest.
5: Hey, Big Show, you remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot.
0: We get a recap of Raw, and once again, Paul Bearer being thrown down a uh, open or <laughs> I'll
2: never get tired of that.
0: I know, I've seen it again. Like, it's amazing. He goes in like a, like a snooker ball into a corner yeah, pocket. <laughs> Did they, like... How do they? I really don't know how. I they reckon did. they buttered up the sides <laughs> of the manhole. They covered it in grease or something, and then. Well, no, I assume they actually went around and measured the circumference of all the manholes to make sure he could actually. <laughs> and then fit. measure
2: the circumference of four. Yeah, pounds. yeah,
0: that'd be a fun job to do. He <laughs> thought he was getting a new suit. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, it, he goes head first down the manhole. Yeah, head it's first. Th- like, how big a pillow can you possibly fit down there? I was annoyed he went down head and first.
2: And it's, st- it's still a sewer as well. But it's a clean drop. You got, you did, you did, they don't have to force him they don't, yeah, I, I thought they be like book. stamping on him to get him down there or something
0: yeah I don't know it's 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 honestly a wrestling secrets revealed. need to uh, get I, on I think they missed
2: a trick putting him down head first I would have loved to have seen Paul Bearer's just little head poking out of the hole uh, as he got pushed up. Yeah, Jim Ross
0: getting in this awful disgusting thing he says Paul Bearer was buried alive in raw
2: sewage <laughs> oh, fucking hell and here he is a few days later
0: cleans up well <laughs> listening <laughs> that's a
2: disgusting sentence
0: we get uh, Austin and Kenny like shots of them kind of like nudging each other on the monitor yeah kind of best buddy hey look what we did yeah, <laughs> Kane now all of a sudden is just like a, a total dude basically oh, we get clips now
2: <laughs> this is brilliant this is
0: absolutely outstanding and I I hope to god I'm going to try and find it or find a report of it at least full footage or full recap of what happened here. it's got to be out though. Vince McMahon at Oxford University <laughs> <laughs> at the Literary and Debating Society giving a giving a speech <laughs>
8: Thursday evening, Mr. McMahon, owner of the WWF, spoke to the Oxford Union about America's greatest and most loved sports entertainment institution.
9: So it is with the greatest pleasure that I welcome the
10: evil chairman and owner of, <laughs> of the <Federation, laughs> Mr. Vince McMahon.
8: Thank you, I would expect a Reception, such as that for a prime minister, <laughs> or some particular titan of technology, but surely for Vince McMahon, you can do better.
0: <laughs> they show a little kid of at the start, where he's basically just like, "I'm Vince McMahon. <laughs> Come on, give it up." Absolutely insane. And then after
2: that, you hear like, you know, um, I can't remember who it is it's narrating it. Is Michael Cole or something says, so like, and then Mr. McMahon proceeded to talk to the Oxford students. And it shows like a little 10 second clip of, of him,
0: him speaking over nothing. like S- Silent. Just yeah. literally
2: McMahon mouthing and just, you can't hear any of it. What's the point in showing us a clip of this lecture if we're not going to hear any of it? He's just there
0: leaning out. So who are you in Oxford? Yeah. Do you watch Raw? <laughs> <laughs> Idle chatter. <laughs> oh, actually, I should mention as well, in relation to the Oxford University thing, the lady who introduces Vince from Oxford, she goes, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the evil chairman. <laughs>
2: And if camera pans are on to Vince, and he just sat there smiling.
0: It's like, you know, the, the old school wrestling mentality. The heel always gets to believe he's right. The, yeah. the heel can't think he's evil. You know, that's he. That's whatever. So, are you ready for possibly the longest segment in the history of the podcast? Here it comes. Let's get through it. The corporate folk come out, all 9,000 of them. Pat Patterson cuts a promo. Mr.
1: McMahon! special for this evening. The lineup has been changed tonight simply just to please all of you. What? Change lineup? As you know, The Rock, the World Wrestling Federation champion. Patterson loves The Rock. The Rock tonight will meet his toughest opponent yet. No, he was supposed to wrestle Hunter Hearst Hemsley tonight. It's not going to be Hunter Hearst Hemsley because Hunter Hearst Hemsley is going to have his ass full tonight. Hunter Hearst Hemsley is going to go on -on one-on-one with Jeff Jarrett. And The Rock, The Rock will go on -on one-on-one Against a man who, just a few weeks ago, almost became the World Wrestling Federation champion. The Rock will go one-on-one with
0: X-Pac. Announcing
2: The Rock taking on X-Pac tonight instead of the advertised Triple H. The the way he announces it, he he comes out and he goes, Mr. McMahon has asked me to tell you some." Thing that is very special.
0: <laughs> Patterson also announces that Triple H will take on Jeff Jarrett instead. Yeah. Now, the whole time during this promo, by the way, Vince McMahon is drinking tea. Yeah,
2: it's delightful to the corner of this little cup and sauce. Little, <laughs> little tea cup. And of course, Pat Patterson, when he's announcing the new stipulation that <laughs> Triple H should be in a different match, he announces him as Hunter Hearst Hemsley. Hemsley, and we're like, oh, he just slipped up there. Slipped the tongue there. Four times, Hunter Hearst Hemsley. <laughs> now bear in mind, the last time Triple H was in England, he got booked as Triple Triple H. That's yeah, true. Now he's Hunter Hearst Hemsley. He can't catch a break over here.
0: Out of the nine H's, none of them were Hemsley. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Hemsley. Then we get Briscoe. Here we go.
2: Talking about Mr.
0: McMahon. Mr. Mang.
10: Surprisements for the betterment of you watching here in the Great London Arena. Surprises
0: for all you watching at home on Sky Box Office. Mr MacMaying has some surprisements in store tonight. Surprisements. <laughs> but yeah, Briscoe goes on to talk about the surprisements. Surprisements. <laughs> like Harrison and Briscoe they don't need to cut promos they just stand there looking silly You know, don't give him the mic what are you oh, doing man, but it's so entertaining oh at it? the start yeah but well, man this thing goes on and it's on it's a good
2: 15 minutes this is
0: Shane McMahon starts talking you know, Shane McMahon he's, he's, he's been on the old Wikipedia he's done his research yeah he knows all the lingo he knows all the I was down having pints pints that's, <laughs> that's what you and I be having you know <laughs> pints and he was down the pub having pints and he heard the talk that Vinnie Jones was some sort of Hard man, and then he insinuated that Vinnie Jones was George Michael's boyfriend. So. Hard man.
2: Oh, seriously. Well, first hard
0: man. First of all, we can forgive I think the late nineties for their adamant use of the phrase "hard man" without realizing what a silly, what how silly it is. Okay. Because you know. But
2: this deplorable big fifteen-minute promo, you know, oh to get it hard oh, like an
0: erection, he's gay. It's yeah, it's uh, it, it, immature. I, I don't like people coming over to this country and using people's
2: uh, <laughs> using people's nomenclature against them. And trying to be a little bit more pop culture referential with George Michael getting thrown into the mix as well. And
0: we also got a locked stock. and you, you, He said the referee tonight will be locked,
2: stocked, and have two smoking barrels. It's I, it,
0: The movie was coming out, I think.
2: Yeah. Um, but so. finally the microphone gets handed to McMahon and he starts off what he's saying just by going, You English! <laughs> I
0: get the feeling he's we not a fan. We kicked your ass in World War II, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he proper, for a man who is organized, uh, you know, in kayfabe, right? He's the, he's the chairman. He's organized this whole trip, the big pay-per-view, and he's clearly upset to be here. He's upset at this business venture. Yeah.
8: fact, history will prove that the British are the most barbaric vile, swarmy sloths to ever walk the face of the earth. That's
10: what I wanted, JR, a history lesson. This is great. He learned all this at Oxford me.
8: However, I can understand how you would want to hang on to your ancient history when you used to be somebody. <laughs> I can understand how you want to hang on to your little customs of tea time. But I hate to be the one to break the news to you but the British Empire crumbled long ago. Oh wait, with the exception, with the exception of course of that treasure, the Falkland Islands, which you fought so hard to keep. The Falkland Islands! You see, there's no doubt in my mind ...that each and every one of you here at this arena, and every one of you at home, watching on home box office, wishes you were not British. Because deep down in your little black hearts, every single one of you wishes you were
0: American. Makes no sense. He's done it by mistake. He's there running
2: down the English. Oh, he drags it out. He makes a joke about the Falklands as well. Oh, yeah.
0: He has a proper go at the Empire. And all this while I'm sitting there thinking, this doesn't stand. Where in the name of God is the hero of the UK? Where is (laughs) Bracus? The European sensation. Out to defend the virtues of the European people. (laughs) Cole is in the ring and he brings out uh, your hero. um, Yep. Our uh, British saint. The hardest man on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Vinnie Jones comes out, he was dressed up as a vampire slash Russian gangster. He looks like he's going to join the corporate ministry
2: at some point, doesn't he's got,
0: he? He's got, like, a black leather trench coat. Black turtleneck with a chain with around a chain it.
2: chain on it. That's, uh, he he looks, looks like a right prick. He looks hard. Oh, he's, he's a very hard man. Very
0: hard very man. Very big,
2: hard man.
8: And first off, short, simple, what do you think
10: of WWF owner Mr. McMahon and his son Shane? I'm gonna, I'm gonna come look for him after, when I get out of this ring, and I'm gonna knock him out.
8: Ah! Vinny, you are known as the hardest of the hard men in football. Are you prepared to mix it up, if provoked tonight, by any WWF
10: superstar? Us British mix it with anybody!
2: Vinny has a way with words. An appalling way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Also, the thing is, when he comes out, you know, McMahon spent a good amount of time earlier insulting him and you know, dragging yeah, making his ankle out like, up, oh, making out like, oh yeah, Vinny Jones, he's another, he's gay, you know, stoking the England volcano. Starts. Yeah. Second Jones comes out.
0: <laughs> everyone hates him anyway. Yeah. So I assume that he was on some football team that people in the crowd didn't like. He started
2: out as a football player and then yeah. became an actor and like you know, just sort of left football behind. He was always associated with football, yeah. but you know, he actually left his football playing days behind him. But I honestly think one of the biggest things here, and this is just speaking from my point of view, chances are if you're a wrestling fan, you might not be a football fan because half the wrestling fans I knew when I was yeah. a kid, they're kids that didn't like sports. That's Re- true. Wrestling was their sport. If you know Nowadays,
0: what I mean. you're more likely to find a foot, you know, football. Oh yeah, you get more crossovers right? nowadays. Yeah. But, but back, back then, then it was more segregated. I that's think. That's
2: true. That's true. So I just think these people they didn't give a shit about Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. <laughs> it's strange. It's rather right the bat he's kind of like I don't like
0: none of these Americans coming over here, and I was like, yeah him coming over here for the show which we're si-
2: <laughs> which we paid to see yeah
0: like, clearly you do mind them coming over that's why you all come you know and then he
2: goes us British will mix it with anybody
0: assumedly referring to the rich mix of cultures and creeds England has known for since the
2: 50s whilst something. strongly promoting the nice football hooligan mentality that England has it's great because in the last 20 minutes of the entire thing we've managed to have some hate towards Pakistani people yeah. and now we've managed to promote the uh, soccer hooliganism as well so he says us British will mix in with anybody then Cole looks really worried, literally
0: walks over, whispers right it's in his amazing. ear, and then he just turns and goes, It's going to be emotional! It's going to be emotional!
2: <laughs> Did they really have to prompt him to it's say like, that?
0: who came Is like, Russo probably backstage? going, God damn it, he didn't say it's going to be make, emotional! Sh- make sure he hits the, the mark. He's <laughs> on the headset, you make sure he's-
2: <laughs> <laughs> One last thing I noticed about that, Vinnie Jones gets out of the ring. Runs away. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> he j- runs backstage. It's a it's a long walk. Yeah, I'm gonna get the hell out of
0: here. He took so many pauses, he'd probably have to run back. Otherwise, he'd be running over time-wise. <laughs> like
2: Michael
6: Cole, shut up.
0: Matt starts off. Mero hoists his jocks up like he did before, and Christian just pulls his pants down. <laughs>
2: I love it because he's just flailing his arms around and running around the ring with his pants down his I, I will
0: say that is the one offensive manoeuvre Mark gets in, in the match is him against his own trousers he manages to, <laughs> to lift up his own trousers and his he, he trousers get pulled down and he's a silly leather man
2: Honestly, though, it's so in a pair this, of red panties. Th- this is like the same kind of satisfaction that's I That's in the
0: first two minutes of the match. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's how we start this, off. this is what
2: I'm saying. This is the same level of satisfaction I felt with Shamrock versus Jeff Jarrett, you know? When you actually realize, wait, I'm going to finally get to see what I want to see all this time. He has his pants pulled down. He's running around like a Disney villain that's just been defeated. He looks like such a twat. It's amazing. Mero goes to the top rope to hit Marvelocity. Gets
0: knocked down. Gets hit in the willy. He gets about five shots to the dick in this match, I think. He—they're he, literally killing this boy. I mean, there's nothing else. That, I mean, what they to do is Vince Man gonna read his diary and come out like, <laughs> "Dear diary, today was great. You're a loser, Mero." <laughs> like they're really like putting it to him. Good. Sable takes ten. Jacqueline. And she gives she gives Jacko these punches. And I tried a while trying to figure them out. Was it a gentle rap and a knock on the door, kind of? Oh, is that person in there? I'm not too sure to want to disturb them if they're asleep. But what it was, her punches were like she was pricking the film on a ready meal. It's uh, <laughs> little
2: little little motion, I thought there. More like a typewriter. Just you know, this...
0: <laughs> sable sable bombs
2: marrow. After kicking him in the balls, kicks him in the balls. Sable Sable bombs him. He's truly dead. He's finished now. That's gotta be it. I feel sorry for him. I actually
0: feel sorry for him. Whoa, really? Seriously.
2: Come on, like... Well, I know it's a lot, but I I honestly just found this amazing. I thought it was hilarious. I
0: know, but I mean, there becomes a point, like, it's like you could build up to one of those. It's like
2: they're having the booking (laughs)
0: meeting and they had four possible embarrassing ends to the match, right? Mero gets jocked or Mero gets TKO'd or Mero gets hit in the willy or whatever. They thought... Fuck it, let's just build the match around all the embarrassing finishes. Good, give, give the
2: crowd what they want. People want to see Miro get shamed. I don't think they went far enough. I think um, they should have pissed on him. Sable,
0: Sable, Sable TKO's uh, Jackie wins the match. After the match, Jacqueline gets hoisted up on the shoulders. Oh, she gets up on the shoulders of, of, of the referee. For um, some
2: reason, the referee's down, so she like climbs on his back and starts attacking Tim him. Tim White stands up. I think
0: to you to Doom, we're going to come and or whatever. <laughs> and then... Their top gets ripped off, and this is, I think, the first time I, I can recall. I think it happened once or twice, maybe not intensely on purpose, but this was full-on frontal nudity yeah. right
2: there in the paint for a good, like, 10 seconds. Yeah, and Jacqueline, you know, the natural instinct uh, when you get your top ripped off is to rather than cover up straight away, it's to it's flail to your to stick your arms out as wide as possible and shove your chest forward. You yeah, know? yeah uh, and Jim Ross is like,
0: that wasn't supposed to happen.
2: You can tell. He was yeah, in, sure. It? Look at them, Jim Ross.
0: They are tits. Mr.co.uk Mr. there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Where's my title shot?
2: The problem I have with this match and this is a problem that I've brought on myself and it's with every Jeff Jarrett match now is that whenever I'm watching a Jeff Jarrett match I'm sat there waiting for the gay sleeper hold to come along Glarge! I'm waiting for him to you know slap it on and go gay. I know it's funny people are always tweeting us going you know I
0: always thought that Jeff Jarrett says whoa I got him when he puts I... in a sleeper hold you're wrong he says gay. I
2: have something <laughs> I have a big revelation about this Kevin Okay. well he finally gets a sleeper hold on but he doesn't say anything he just does it silently and I was like oh after all that he doesn't say anything Two minutes later into the match, one hour, 28 minutes, and 10 seconds into the match, he does the glage sleeper hold again. And this time, he goes... Oh, he ain't going nowhere! He, ain't going nowhere. he actually does speak. Oh, wait, wait, no. Okay. Now, this is contrary to what
0: everyone else... Because people are saying, whoa, I got him.
2: Yeah. Well, this is a variation of the glage... This is the, uh, he ain't going nowhere sleeper hold. Is this the grunt of the night? This is not the grunt of the night. Okay. The grunt of the night is still to come. Okay. But, yeah, just because... <laughs> I was thinking like, well, these people are crazy, you know. There's no way that Jeff Jarrett's saying something when he does a glottal gaze leave a hold, but I think there might be a little bit more to that theory than the, I thought. Do you originally. think every match is just a sentence, like a sentence in a book? Thing. I reckon, <laughs> yeah. He, he's just doing bit by bit. He's doing loads of different phrases. If you add them all up, there's probably a message there, like the Da Vinci Code or something. So uh, it's probably a love letter to another man's wife.
0: <laughs> oh. And then we get one of my, actually my favorite segment of the night, D.O. Brand goes on an adventure.
1: <laughs> right here, i in the heart of all Europe. all right. There's Buckingham Palace. I told the Queen we need to straighten that damn circle thing out and make a damn straight road, but anyway, hey, I wonder if she's in. Oh, it's good to be back home. I haven't been here in a long time. You can almost see my office light still on. I left my key. Me if I just strip Queenie! See, our windows open up there. Queenie! Over what? There you go, mate. What the hell is this? Hey, Mark Emery took me out of the other car. Tell me to come and pick you up. Mark Emery gave you this car? He gave me this car. You brought this, this out of you your driveway? You brought this out of your driveway, man. Where's my, where's my stretch limo? Where's my Guinness? Mark Emery took the limo. Tell me to come This, <laughs> <laughs> this
2: oh. is your favourite segment of I was the show.
0: dealer he we went all around, saw all London sides stood outside the
2: Buckingham Palace pointed at it pre- pretended
0: to live in all the buildings yeah. yo yeah that's my Buckingham Palace that's where me and Mark Henry live you don't know Dilo, do you you don't you live in New Jersey. He's not Chris Jericho, let's be honest. He, he he hasn't got
2: he hasn't quite got the charisma and the wherewithal to pull the The best off.
0: thing is he's walking around like trying to be all cool, walking down, you know, shaking his head down the streets of London, and he's like, yo, know, there's a bee feeder there, and he goes, he takes a selfie of himself and he just goes, ha
2: ha. ha. <laughs> he he laughs to himself after taking a selfie. The one part of this I did like is when just some shitty little red car pulls up and some British guy just gets up and he's like, Mark Henry sent me over. <laughs> 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 Mark sent you in this yeah he's like where's my stretch limo you're not getting one yeah. <laughs> and he also ends the
0: promo by saying that he's had a few words with the upper ups in, uh, in the UK and the Big Ben is now called the Big D d Brown Big D
2: Big D, that's the best he could come up with. And I have to say, I the was, Big D, uh, we
0: were in London recently, and the tourist board are missed the mark greatly. All says Big Ben, it's all wrong. Yeah, they, I, I think they lied to him. I think you're going to get a lowdown in your future tourism board. Anyway, moving on, D-Lo Brand. <laughs> Again, is this meant to build up heat and make you hate Lo? It's like because now he comes out for a tag match, him and yeah. Mark Henry's like, boo that guy who took a selfie and the guy who ordered a shit car. <laughs> boo.
5: Hey, big show. You remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot.
0: We got a ref bump, and Jim Ross says, The Rock just got a big break. It's only a
6: game, so It's up a real good fight I'm gonna be snickering you tonight I'm famed for my aim, so
0: You better believe I'm right
6: I'm gonna be snickering
7: you, snickering you tonight
0: just big big break, innit? It's the show Jim Davidson used to do. Do we have to keep bringing up Big Break on the podcast? Yeah, I'm worried that some people out there don't get the Big Break references.
2: Well, I think even the people that do get the Big Break references, you know, it's Big Break, Kevin. Is it the kind of thing you want to be bringing up on a weekly basis on the podcast?
0: Every week, 5 p.m. on a Saturday.
2: <laughs> so, anyway, Triple H Snookers Rock with the WF Bells. Fuck off. <laughs>
0: get out. Get out of here. <laughs> Tony Chimmel, Shane McMahon, Pat Patterson, Gerald Briscoe, Vince McMahon, Big Boss Man, Vinnie Jones, Kane Austin, Kane, Austin mankind, mankind Taker. Taker. Eleven men. Eleven men. Oh, and Earl Hebner comes out in the end. Twelve. Twelve.
2: It's a fucking Royal Rumble. This, this is, is a- some fatal four way this is shaping <laughs> up to be. I can't even think of the world. <laughs> Troublesome word be. twelve way. <laughs> how many fuckers are back there? It's like a
0: clown girl all these guys come in.
2: <laughs> and they're, they're building up this big thing where Vinny Jones and Bossman are in the ring together, you know, the two enforcers on opposite yeah, sides. Yeah, the two hard men. The two bi- really hard men. Who's going to be the hardest? Well, it's Vinnie Jones because what he does is he goes over and he pushes the big Bossman. <gasps> Bossman falls out of the ring. Knocked out cold.
0: <laughs> Bossman literally collapses like a sandcastle been hit by
2: a wave. He literally <laughs> Now, I, I, I know four or five seconds doesn't sound like long, but when you're lying down for four or five seconds after being pushed over, it kind of makes you look like a bit of a chump. It looks like Bossman took a
0: dive, to be honest. He could be in cahoots. I think for me, this is the selling point of the pay per view. It's the reason I watched it anyway. Finney Jones has shut off down the Bossman, therefore rendering him uh, helpless and yeah. in, in, inconsequential. Briscoe brings out the red card.
2: because we're in England yeah.
0: oh that's genius now many of you think that he may be playing into the whole British soccer thing you know, blah, blah, blah. he's not what he actually is was he was referencing Nigerian superstar wrestler Power Uti who would <laughs> You're take going,
2: going down <laughs> but seriously this has like been what 20 minutes now just do okay. the match get to the match I, get, I get it taking out a, a red card that's
0: hysterical you know
2: but Vinny Jones leaves <laughs> he, he just amazing. goes
0: you bastard my kryptonite you've got me there you know the English football association means I have to abide <laughs> by any and all red cards it's like he's a genie or something he has rules you know I just imagine Patterson and Briscoe are down some seedy back alley in Soho and they're like they've got a you know, big wad of cash like you got the stuff and it's like a red card <laughs> like, <laughs> in like a velvet bag <laughs> you know Billy Jones won't know I am. <laughs> <laughs> Holds it up and Billy Jones is like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on, it. So the red card does add Jones. Jones is, is gone for the night, it seems. So Kane and Mankind come out and they start off straight away, start beating the bejesus Trying to make up for lost
2: time with all that bullshit beforehand, I think. It's Taker comes brawl. out, chokes Sam's
0: Mankind straight away, Austin comes out, you know, they just get all the big the big whoops and wallers. Vince McMahon on commentary is quite a sight to behold. Yeah, he's,
2: he's gone straight back into the old yeah, Vince McMahon mode, hasn't at the, he?
0: at the start, right, Undertaker's coming out and Vince McMahon is like, I hope he takes Austin's soul tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he takes it right to hell. <laughs> and then five seconds later, he's like, "What of an over- big back, body drop, one, two, no, he got him. Seriously,
2: yeah. he slipped straight back into it, didn't
0: he? What it, a professional it, man. Right into his own, I think he's trying to ask Jim Ross, like, he's like, Adam, you know what, I can be the, 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 the play-by-play guy <laughs> again. <laughs> Adam, looking forward to talking about No Mercy. No. <laughs> no, I am not Have you not got a lot to say about this one? I have got a lot to say about this one Doesn't mean I'm looking forward to saying those things Alrighty, well sit back, relax Grab yourself a glass of eggnog We're about to listen
6: <laughs> It's not Christmas special <laughs> He's trying
0: Chestnuts roasting on an open fire <laughs> Poorly booked, no mercy Alright, alright It's no mercy Michael Cole, shut up so, we get quite the procession here because you've got all of these guys in the corporate ministry, and you know, you've got the likes of Viscera coming out now wearing a bin bag.
2: I thought he looked like a cartoon bomb, you know, like a big black one with a fuse coming out the top. <laughs> <laughs> he looks ludicrous.
0: Oh man, it's not the last time we'll see Viscera tonight, but he does look. The, the Moo Moo. Whoever it's, it's said disgraceful, to him. It's graceful, isn't it? Because, I mean, he used to, you know, these, at start, he was wearing like just the, the vest and the big pants and yeah, the waistcoat. Like grand, whatever. But the Moo Moo.
2: Yeah. Who seriously? Who saw him seriously. and thought Moo Moo? And when you say Moo Moo, it's not fabric either, it's like plastic. It is basically bin bag material, yeah. isn't it? He looks horrific. I
0: imagine he smells
2: horrific <laughs>
4: as well. Where's my title shot?
0: So Shane starts off by addressing the brood. Mm. Um, you know, the brood <laughs> who was uh, before There was the undertaker. <laughs>
2: We're gonna take on this. Shane McMahon is no must.
0: <laughs> so there's no mercy for the brood tonight anyway. Apparently According not. To, uh, as they're going to be taking on uh, over 40 stones of the corporate ministry. According to JR, yeah. yeah.
2: 40 stones. Jim Bless Ross him. Working at the metrics. Just doesn't know, does he?
0: And then he refers to Kane, who says there'll be no mercy for him either tonight.
2: See where this is going. Yeah. Cuz
0: there'll be no mercy when Kane takes on Midian. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Is that the the biggest heavy hitter? The corporate. Apparently, that's the best they can throw up against Kane. The one thing that the corporate ministry was never sure of was guys. Yep. And uh, it's like because think about it, they don't have the posse and they don't have boss man either as no. well. So again, we're running victim of this weird depleted roster. Some of the matchups tonight are just bizarre, amazingly bizarre. Median is referred to as being an all-seeing entity. Sure. Let's see if he can see his future and see where he's headed. <laughs> he just seems like he looks into the future and just says creative has nothing for you <laughs> <laughs> or he looks into the future and just him with no pants on going wait there's something wrong here I was...
2: oh fuck I forgot about that gimmick like
0: naked <laughs> they <did."> yeah yeah
2: <laughs> say no more I
0: don't want Billy finding out that was a little glimpse into the future there but anyway Shane then talks about um He's reinstating the European title, the title which he, of course, defended successfully at WrestleMania, and then because Shane was, you know, not an active wrestler, it, it hadn't been kind of officially stated, but it just been assumed that it was kind of deactivated. It just vanished. Yeah. Shane pops open the blazer. I always love that, the McMahon's, and they open the blazer and like, ah, <laughs>
2: the belt and the belt
0: underneath. So Shane says he's reinstating his European title tonight, and he's defending it against X-Pac. And guess what? Guess what he's got for X-Pac? Go on. Nice Christmas gift for X-Pac. All ripped up there, a nice bow on it. Open up,
2: what is it? Oh, it's No Mercy. More No Mercy. No Mercy for there's you, X-Pac. so little mercy this evening, isn't there?
0: Do you ever... It's like Alan Partridge when, you know, he's got everyone's shop-soiled uh, Terry's chocolate oranges. <laughs> everyone has got one, regardless of who you are. Shane
2: found somewhere that was selling No Mercy really cheap, and he got some for <laughs> everyone then, basically. But there's No Mercy for Steve Austin as well. But the only difference is... Steve Austin's No Mercy is in shop soil. Shane bought that for him, actually. It was real money. I'll tell you the reason why there's going to be No Mercy for Steve Austin. Because as Shane McMahon himself said, the main event tonight, the triple threat match, is now going to be a no-hold-bars match. No-hold-bars?! All the hold-bars are gone. Oh my God. <laughs> what? so bad this is terrible Shane
0: McMahon actually starts stuttering over his words yeah which is just I, I didn't think it was possible for Shane McMahon to have a bad promo really cringeworthy I feel so bad for him watching this Shane McMahon has got all he's laid out the whole card and you better change your strategy <laughs>
2: yeah so well we, at least that's over with now we can get to our first match of the night can't well, we well
0: before that we've got the title card for the uh, the main event Austin Triple H versus a black tent slash wigwam ha <laughs> ha <laughs> Undertaker looks fucking stupid. Just this black triangle in the corner of the card. Co-opening us up here, nice hot opener, you know. Some of the uh, bright young talent, the the young studs of the World Wrestling Federation. It's only Tiger Ali. God damn it! Versus Gilbert. Fucking hell! Who fucked this? She, how is this the opening match? Tiger Ali
6: Singh!
0: The last time he wrestled was Capital Carnage. Did they leave him behind? I think they're just picking him up now. And he's hitchhiked from the London Arena to Manchester over the last <laughs> six months.
2: Oh my good lord. And to sweeten the deal, as Tiger Ali Singh is on his way to the ring, you can hear. One of my favourite things Jim Ross has ever said. He goes, Tiger Ali Singh is set to take on Goldberg. Or should I say Gilbert? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about all the subtlety of the joke is gone. I love, I love when like a parody is
0: so good you accidentally mix it up with the real <laughs> you thing. You accidentally outright state what your parody. Like when Joey Styles accidentally called the Blue Meanie Scott Hall. that was <laughs> right.
5: Hey Big Show, you remember me, don't you? I'm the Big Shot.
2: And while he's on his way to the ring now, we have our grunt of the night already. Oh my goodness. Goldbergs. I nearly did it myself then. (laughs) I nearly called him Goldberg. Mate, I'm seeing double here. Four Goldbergs. You know, I mean... It's Gilberg yelling on the ramp. Just non-stop. (laughs) I know that's not a real grunt, but this is the best I got tonight, seriously. Even the pay-per-view is not very good for grunts. So anyway, Viscera, 36 stone as well.
0: Apparently.
6: 36 stone! That's, that's
0: quite a big man. That's two Johnny
6: Vegases. <laughs>
2: That's a lot of fucking wrestler. <laughs> he looks like, you know, in Looney Tunes when they have like a giant anvil or a big one-ton weight just dropped on someone. That's essentially what, vi- what Viscera is to the is. They say team. that black is slimming, you know, because obviously Viscera is wearing well. all black.
0: Imagine if he came out dressed in white, he'd fucking, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Micker grabs the mic and cuts a bit of a promo. Talks about the Game of Kings. No touch ball, or no hands ball, uh, football, or soccer as it's also known. Uh, and he drops a British bulldog reference. Yeah. As McFoley is talking, yeah, pretty standard you get you always get this promo at the UK pay-per-views, the kind of a hey, you know, we're in the UK, England so Bangers and Chips, you know it's Rainy just... weather, cup <laughs> of tea, governor. Rainy, rainy weather <laughs> Let's all have a crumpet. Immigration. Oh that's that's uh, the, the, the start, isn't it? Uh Jerry Lawler at one point on Commentary goes,
2: Oh behave! Oh god, I forgot about Austin Powers Jesus That was Christ. a very
0: shagadelic promo. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mick Foley at one point says that he was not he was told he's not allowed to say wanker. And yeah. somewhere off in Brooklyn, Taz just kind of wakens from slumber and goes, like,
2: What is that, like a goof? <laughs> uh even Mick isn't great tonight. He's a little off. Yeah, I mean his I, mic skills are just iffy i mean i thought as you thought as well because I mean they said at the top
0: of the hour we're getting badass billy gunn versus mick foley yeah so we're thinking okay here it's- comes badass
2: then he just puts the promo the m- microphone down Please. and walks away yeah he just came out just to do that little promo just wanted to tell you what he thought about england basically do you think they're killing time
0: do you think who knows <laughs> all right i feel bad about what how i've described this here in my notes, but uh, the WWF chat with some cretins. <laughs>
2: they, they do though, seriously. <laughs> cretins is the word. Shane
4: McMahon is the number one. He's totally ruthless and he don't care about anyone but himself. And he's good and he's going to make it. He's going to make it to a new era. He's young. He's got good ideas.
5: I think Shane McMahon is just false. I mean, he he's just he just gets everybody else to do his fighting for him.
2: I think Vince should get back in the old boots again. Way he's treating Vince and the rest of his family is just disgusting.
5: Vince should just
4: kick his. Ass. In the Triple Threat, I'd love for Hunter to win. He's the number one. Triple H World I,
2: I don't want to be harsh to the, uh, the WWF UK 90s fans, but Jesus Christ. Unwashed masses. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm coming back from that going. Killing time, lads. <laughs> Michael
6: Cole, shut yeah!
0: up! We talked there, obviously, the Midian being a smaller guy, making Kane look bigger and, mm. you know, more imposing and all that. But fuck me. Just Kane makes Midian look so Bush League by comparison. Classic, yeah. I was trying to put my finger on it for some time, though. What is Midian's ring attire? And I do what it is. It's like my dad's Sunday lounge wear. <laughs> Like an old Bob Dylan T-shirt and a pair of loose <laughs> pants. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just literally imagining your dad dressed as Midian. Well, like that, that's
2: <laughs> drawings on his head. Yeah, and
0: everything. With the exception <laughs> of the drawing, but it just looks like Median's going to get
2: all the Sunday it, papers. It is far too casual, isn't it?
0: For might breakfast.
2: have his breakfast at eleven. Does he know? even wear sneakers as well? <laughs> like, he's, he's so casual. He looks. He looks. He looks far too comfy to be an all-seeing entity. Is all I'm saying. Uh, Jim Ross, as well, during while well, Midian's getting his ass whipped, just says Median is in a big, big. Problem situation here, folks. Come on, Jeff. Everyone sucks tonight, come really. On. Like, no one is safe from the fucking jet lag, it would seem. Guess what happens, Adam? The
0: corporate ministry. Oh, God. Now, what's great is the acolytes come out and they're all like storming into the ring, like, oh, shit's gonna pick up. And then we get a light jog from Viscera. <laughs> kind of. I What I thought was the best thing is that the acolytes should have got on him like a space hopper and just. <laughs> You know, bounce across. That's but, what Viscera is. He's a mode of transport. Lads, who's a genius in the back? Who's the agent or producer who goes, you know what, he's had a 10, 15-minute match. Why don't you run out of the
2: ring, Viscera? you will have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> What'll happen is that... He'll, he'll explode. He'll, Black goo will go everywhere. He'll have a heart attack at ringside, land on the floor, belly up, and then the acolytes can bounce off of him like a trampoline to get like into the ring. Like Exactly, of. yeah.
0: But uh, Viscera squashes Kane. And again, we've got the entire corporate ministry here again. Yeah. The third time. And
2: they're not even like, it's not even like they're trying to cheat to win. They're just like coming out and knowingly disqualifying themselves. They're just interfering and beating him up. They're not even trying to be clever or anything.
0: This is the kind of thing that they should have been doing on that SmackDown episode when they kind of, you know, could have, you know, to put in a compartmentalized over. put them over. If they did one beatdown like this at the yeah. end of that SmackDown, they would have been fine. But now we're getting like a million irrelevant beatdowns. Too late now. And in a very strange moment, Xbox appears and seven guys run from the ring.
2: Now, the he scares whole, them
0: all off. I mean, I love Xbox. I mean, oh, I, yeah, I used great. to, I I mean, up until a couple of years ago, Xbox was on my, like, most hated wrestlers list. Really? I really, I just, I was caught up in the Xbox Heat, I suppose you could mm. say. But I mean, he's a guy, like, there's a number of guys now we've kind of gained an appreciation oh, for yeah. over the podcast, and Xbox is definitely one of them. But his whole gimmick is being an underdog. Yeah, and, he's a scrawny little guy. He's not, he's not a guy who's going to send Viscera, the, the Akai, you know, yeah. all these guys was- going, oh, shit, look out, guys was he rate a, you know, a hundred pounds soaking wet with a brick in his pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Shane's got the old microphone. Again.
2: And, um, time for a Shane McMahon promo and uh Two down. Well, You, you say two, two down. down. You lost that match. The corporate ministry lost that match by disqualification because you're too fucking stupid to try I think and.
0: what qualifies as a win in yeah. Shane's mind... What, being scared off by x Park. He's just got a crossword, right? He's doing the crossword puzzle, and he's just, like, written all... scribbled all over. He's like, yes, we won! <laughs> and you better change your strategy. Yeah! <laughs> I, I got to punctuate every shame it my have been. I've noticed, now. yeah. I've- yeah! <laughs> so out of character for the man... Poor, I mean, Kane leaves, and he goes past as he's leaving. He goes past a man in the front row who is seemingly dressed as China. What's going on? What the hell's going on?
2: <laughs> What's happening here? Where's my
0: title shot? Sable cuts a promo. For all the men who came to see me, the women who want. I wrote to down. Me. She sounds like a disingenuous Butlins host. <laughs> So Sable is defending the title against Tori. God damn it. It's the rematch of the century. Ugh. But uh, yeah, no, Sable explains on the microphone that she is sick. Because you know it's so crap here in England, basically that you've made her sick. Harsh mm. glare, the British spotlight. It's
2: so true? It's that true?
0: This just goes against Michael Cole's theory that the more pop, the more famous she became, the more beloved she became. Because she's quite famous now, and everyone seems to think she's a fucking. Everyone injured. fucking hates her. Yeah. So um, Sable says that she's got a, a, an illness. She's not going to wrestle. Nicole Bass will wrestle. In her- what? Yeah. Dad? Nicole Bass versus Tory I can't handle this anymore, Kevin. This pay-per-view is so bad. Don't worry, we've got a silver lining though, Because after Sable doesn't even stay around right at ringside, Sable cuts her promo and then leaves. For four years! <laughs> Woo! Get out of here, Ghost. Get out of here, Ghost! And he's left! She's gone! At last! You want to talk about a moment?
2: Oh, my God. Oh, man. guys.
0: That's it. She's gone. As as it's I'm, over. As far as I'm concerned, this pay-per-view will never get the stamp of the worst show we reviewed, solely because it isn't <laughs> finally allowed us. Yeah. Finally, enable us. Someone send a raven to Billy Cable. Let him know the good <laughs> news.
2: Oh, it's over. She's done. She's gone. A dark curse has been lifted from the WWF this day.
0: And you know, like most people, you know, when they leave, you know, after you're know, working somewhere nice, you know, they maybe leave you know, a bouquet or you know. Like, basket or a hamper you know or, or a nice card send a card right? around everyone to do a sign on it yeah. Sable leads the greatest parting gift of all a sexual harassment lawsuit which she files against the WWF
2: we, I'm grateful for everything you did for my career do you think
0: she was right about doing the uh, doing a sexual harassment lawsuit well I heard it was a load of bullshit wasn't it it was it got yeah. thrown out
2: well that's all we need to know uh, no, then. yeah
0: she went on to do amazing things like pose and pay- playboy again and appear in Relic Hunter Ooh! I forgot about the existence of Relic Hunter until this second. Sable would return to WWF in 2003, 2004, mm. in a very, very odd moment where she basically became even more of like a reprehensible kind of a, uh, you know, sex object character. And she was involved in several long, unedited scenes of her just groping Vince McMahon and making out with her. Very, very, very strange. Sable would then go on to marry, of course, Bork Lesnar who in a very touching moment in his autobiography Death Clutch tells the tale of how he broke into her house to demand that she go out
2: with him after she tra- filed a restraining order against him fucking hell what a complicated life how long were they together? like up who? until when uh, Sable and Brock they're still together they're, they're still together
0: no now. that and just so, so, so you know
2: that romantic you know game of
0: chance that opening gambit, it worked oh my god they're still together as in breaking into her house and breaking the terms of a peace bond won her heart over
2: that's amazing because I've always joked about when Brock Lesnar beat uh, I think it was Frank Mir and then after yeah. he goes I'm gonna go home and fuck my wife yeah he was talking about Sable he was talking ta- about Sable that poor guy that's who he's going home to is yeah. Sable Jesus Christ we're talking about
0: Sable she's
2: At both ends of the spectrum, Mark Merrow and
0: Brock (laughs) Lesnar. What a what complicated she's. She she doesn't have a type, it would seem. It it seems not. X-Pac and Shane McMahon colliding again for the European Championship. Starting off here, nice promo package. Awesome promo. Let's take a listen. It's an awesome promo package.
9: Stop, we Greenwich.
8: We're untouchable. You know what I'm
9: saying? <laughs> we were
5: the king of the town, and Mac Daddy was no one to be messed with. <laughs> <laughs> hang on a
0: minute, there.
9: <laughs>
6: Wait
0: uh,
2: a sec. Hang on. Wait a minute. <laughs> you've uh, you've only gone and used the same fucking promo. You know, I haven't made the mistake here. No, though. no, no, no it's, it's, it's not your editing. WWF. They've literally they copy and pasted the WrestleMania promo and then bolted on a really low quality <laughs> bit of the end. Like, and now they are gonna fight at no mercy. <laughs> it's, and it's really important because it looks at the end. It's like, who will win at WrestleMania? Dun dun dun
0: At WrestleMania, they had them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crap. And like even everything from like just the the filter that they use, even is just like slightly different. It's yeah. so it just they tacked. haven't matched it at all. It's I've I've seen extensions. In, in my hometown back home in Ireland That have been made by fucking farmers For their houses That are more fucking well put together And seamless <laughs> than this Good lord this is a tree house of a promo right here
5: <laughs> Hey big show You remember me don't you I'm the big shot Another promo Three down one to go And Triple H says
0: You're ours Austin No <laughs> <Arr. laughs> No mercy that is what. There's no mercy. I'm so, um, just
2: exhausted by this. <laughs>
0: it's so shite. Jet lag, mate. <laughs> we cut back to uh, ringside. Jerry Lawler and uh, Jim Ross running the events. Uh, Jerry touches a child in the art. Uh...
2: Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Come on. Now I know that. I know that wasn't an accident. You worded that specifically. He touched a child. He did. He did touch a child. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. No, th- that is touch tactile physical contact. He. That is a fact. Jerry Lawler touched a child live on pay per view. That is that is true. But you are wording. Oh man! That, out of context, that is so... You are wording it in a way to make it sound ruder than it is. Insane. There's, explain yourself
0: alright behind Jerry while they're doing the thing there's a kid and he's making faces and he's being all you know he's, he's having a go and then Jerry turns around and he's like what is going on here and he touches him
6: you, you're going to, please just
9: explain
0: it his hand, he
2: gets his hand and he just places it on the it, child he pretends to poke the kid's eyes with his two fingers he just goes like that and pretends to get him That's that is how Jerry touches him a little twinkle in his eye just explain it further next time something like that happens <laughs> i think he touches them later on again he, he is a repeat offender for t- <laughs> 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 <fucking hell.
0: laughs> a very strange moment despite the fact that it's no hold bars triple H goes to use a chair and hebner's like no and you can't do him. that now just to point out they went out of the way to say it's a no hold bar match right and jim ross is like oh this isn't fair now this triple threat matches a no hold bars match Triple threat matches are already no whole bunch. Yeah, you can't match. win by disqualification. Because if one person hits him with a chair, what happens? What Who about wins? What the third guy? Yeah. yeah. There are always no DQ. It's,
2: it's ridiculous. It, well, but good. then Austin just picks up the chair and it's Triple H. Earl Hebner playing favourites. That's what it is.
0: Earl Hebner obviously is going to get a couple of shirts from Austin on the on this <laughs> sly. He's going to head down to the Covent Garden market and start hawking <laughs> uh, them off later on. Undertaker goes for Triple H Oh my goodness Dissension in the ranks But again as we said Not They haven't established it's Too early Why are you doing this already If we maybe had a month Of Triple H Undertaker Kind of like Double teaming people are just kind of Shown to be working On some sort of level Because mm. dissension Doesn't really work If the guys aren't really No you have to have yeah. Be a team Before you can start Falling apart don't worry, lads, the night has been saved. At ringside, Paul Bear does a karate pose. What is
2: going on? Why are you doing that?
0: Oh, yes! <laughs> I'm just using this as an excuse to play uh, the uh, Chiking Kingdom music. because Irrelevant.
2: There's no need to put that in. Did this. you see the
0: pose on Paul Bear? He's doing all karate chops.
2: Yes, 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 it's all over for Daniel, sir. He's
0: kind of going to karate chop a fucking wedding cake and eat it. Like, <laughs> all I'm saying is, you know, if Bear is doing that in the main event, you know that no, there's a level of fuck it.
2: Yeah, clearly anything goes here. No one cares anymore. Just do what you want, guys. Paul Bear just like goes in, cool it, guys. We already
0: got their money. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kevin Nash kind of oh. freaking in here. Andrej and Austin go out of his Triple H watches. Triple H nips in, gets the pedigree on Austin. It seems, but Austin reverses it, and then Triple H gets. Chokeslam. Chokeslam. Well, (laughs) well, it's the big show. That was the
2: call of the century from Jim Ross, right there.
0: Okay, now it's time to start keeping track because someone mentioned to me on this on Twitter that this the name of this pay-per-view could have been Night of Stunners. Okay. Stunner on the Undertaker. Ding. Stunner on Triple H. Ding. Shane McMahon appears and the corporate ministry do as well, and then the brood, Kane and Xbox come out, and Mankind comes out. Then we get a stunner on China. Ding. A stunner on Triple H. Ding. A stunner to Shane. Ding. A Bronco Buster to Shane, Triple H and China. Then Meryl Hebner has a beer. with Austin. <laughs> and then Shane and Triple H get a simultaneous stunner. Double stunner. Ding ding! So how many is that in total then?
2: I wasn't even keeping count. Fuck it. Alright, let's count. Them <laughs> literally up. lost count halfway through. Hang on, give us a sec, guys. Zero, 1, 2, 3, four, five, five six, seven. Six. Oh, seven if you can. The double, double stunner was two. Do we, count, do we count the double stunner? The double stunner is two. Alright, so combined. we get seven stunners. Seven stunners. And Earl Hebner gets a nice beer. Have you been using the network at all? Did you use the free trial? Oh trial? yeah, I'm actually get the free trial working over here. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Watch some Ruthless Aggression stuff. Yeah. Soon turned it off. Yeah, yeah.
0: I've been using it to catch up on Batista. Obviously. Um, oh boy, yeah. My, brushing
2: up on your, your Batista.
0: My new favorite wrestler. Deal with it, like. <laughs> yeah, and all the all the great uh, Batista moments there. Looking back, all the countless Batista matches. Uh, I I did come up with uh, something to make Batista slightly more marketable because people don't really like him
2: at the moment, do they? Is is this your idea for a Batista cartoon? Perhaps. Yeah, I thought yeah. a
0: Disney spin-off cartoon with Batista, uh, duct tape. Oh, Ooh, du- 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 you're supposed to
2: be my friend brilliant! Oh, oh, really you could go on with that really Yeah I'm not saying you have to photoshop uh, Scrooge McDuck With Batista's <laughs> wrinkly head on top of it But if you want to That was can.
0: essentially the negotiation process for Dave's return This opened up uh, Scrooge McDuck small <laughs> Dive like, <"Argh."> in <laughs> That's why his face looks all weird now Because it's distorted from hitting all the metal On the, on the coins <laughs> We're two and a half minutes in and we've referenced DuckTales an awful lot here <laughs> That's what's nice about these bonus episodes Because I mean I'll tell you for one thing After all the, uh, the scandal of having to Watch that WCW 2000 pay-per-view yeah. which was hard going and you know everything up to date on, mo- on the current product is quite you know heart wrenching at times as well and yeah. quite quite testing fuck me if this was not a breath of fresh air to sit down and review a bit of rebellion 1999
2: yeah a non timeline one where uh, anything and goes so to speak
0: <laughs> alrighty strap yourselves in get ready for some UK only action it's rebellion
2: 1999
0: Mr. Helmsley Triple H Mr. Rock, the great one, an athletic
8: competition for the World Wrestling Federation Championship, a war inside cold hard steel for the title, two gentlemen settling a tiff,
6: two men gonna kick some bum,
1: one goal, one aim, one road, one focus, The Rock is gonna do to you exactly what he does best, and that's like the smack down on your candy ass, the time
10: for talking is over.
0: Holy fucking God. Fuck's sake. Oh man, now this was, come on, this was amazing. Amazing. Oh, okay. The last show that we reviewed opened up with like, a guy going like, yeah, Smooth, i do that for you. And, and then ninjas. like, ninjas and yeah, all okay, that okay, okay, This opened up with Mr. Hounsley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking adored this. you really? I thought it was fucking awful. A war in steel. Kick some bum. For fuck's sake. Governor
2: Triple H. Fish and chips. (laughs) Can we not just put on a show in England? Do we have to always drag it down with this this smut, basically? Michael Cole, shut up! And then we get them. Yeah, we we watched this together and there was a moment where we both just turned and looked at each other, like, you know, independently. And we both noticed at the same time... (laughs) The air horns are back. The horns. Oh the my horns. God, they're worse than ever. Because you got air horns and whistles as well now. Like <laughs> football whistles in the crowd. It's this sea of... I mean, see, it's not just saying a crowd blowing a whistle. I'd be
0: like, you're an asshole. Like. Shut up. Shut, shut up. up. Will you shut up? Will you shut up? <laughs> shut up. I imagine it was Earl Hebner and a bunch of fucking dickheads out the front selling this and like <laughs> Bret Hart t-shirts like all faded like get your whistles and your authentic WWF merchandise right here it, it became quite a stressful affair because again one of the last Jeff appearances he's on his yeah. way out listing out for that Glag AC hold, and the crowd is going yeah non-stop with their like, horns. Quiet, so, please. I'm, Silence I'm... for the Glagay sleeper. are trying to pay attention.
2: <laughs> but it happened again, where every time he bounced off the ropes, he had the little moment of <gasps> like, "It's gonna happen." And then at ten minutes eighteen seconds, he goes for the Glagay sleeper. Oh yeah, and he slaps it on dealer, and he goes. Oh,
10: he and the sleeper by Yeah, he
2: ain't going nowhere now.
0: It's amazing. He finally—it's—it's it's an indication that it's obviously one of the last glagaise. Yeah. Because
2: now the full sentence has come out, like. Oh, and then straight away afterwards, he slaps on another glagaise sleeper hold, and I can't quite identify what he says here, but there is a noise. It's sort of a, a right? do yab kind of noise. I so. went
0: hop yo. <laughs> like if Jeff Jarrett successfully takes off a triple jump. In, oh ha hop yo. In double J sixty four. Where's
4: my title
0: shot? Kitty distracts the referee. Double J vacuums deal. And we get one of my favourite calls of all time Double J just hit Nilo with the damn vacuum cleaner (laughs) Double J wins and then challenges China Fucking awesome
2: match Yeah fucking brilliant start to the pay-per-view uh,
0: this is the best UK pay-per-view match we've reviewed so far
2: definitely yeah an opening match and Tiger Ali Singh is not in sight so I'm very happy already you
0: were hoping for like the, the next appearance for Tiger Ali Singh to get even more racist like because I mean, <laughs> the last two ones just getting worse and worse you're expecting them to come out with a camel like, oh, God. you know, praise Saddam Hussein like, <laughs> great leader Adolf Hitler <laughs> all you English should have died in World War 2 Like, wouldn't surprise me <laughs> but sadly no Tiger Ali Singh tonight there's one other question as we head into this match. No one,
4: no one gives a damn about you or your match tonight, Jarrett. These people have come here to see me, the British Bulldog. You I know, mean, you really do resemble a Bulldog, more like the ass end. You know what? These people have come here to see me in action tonight. Not against that long longer freak, X-Pac, but against the World Wrestling Federation champion, Triple H. And I want my title shot, and I want it tonight. And I'm gonna go see Vincent Mann right now and demand
0: it. Oh no! All of a sudden, a wild bulldog appears. Uh oh. Everyone wants to see me. Where's my title shot? Oh uh, <laughs> god. Where's my title shot? Uh. Where's my title shot? Where is my title shot?
2: You know, like when you're at a friend's party or whatever and there's some kids around, and you know, mm. there's that one fucking annoying kid that's just running around desperate for attention all night, and you're trying to have a good time and get on with it. But he just keeps coming back up with like, I don't know, his nerf gun or something and constantly shooting, he's like, ha, play with me, play with me and you're like, No, no, I'm in the middle of something. That's the British Bulldog.
0: Go away. Oh my god, is it is it is it, is it just me or is it like kind of sad to see them like, yep, yeah, they're actually going with this, they're going with Davy Boy the Heel in fucking England. In England, yeah. Oh my god, like I'd rather he just got left at like you know, back in America. Um, but sadly not because his title shot is not there so he assumes it is in this country instead bulldog is, like, this is really rude like he's like show up China where's my title <laughs> shot <laughs> what a jerk seriously well that is a thread that is going to be running throughout the entire paper Bulldog mania rebellion 99 night of bulldogs Yeah. aka being 2k14 with Billy basically <laughs> is a night of bulldogs
5: hey big show you remember me don't you I'm the big shot
0: Moment of the pay-per-view backstage, we got Mickey C. Davy, 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 Dan. 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 Dan! 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 No, he's not seeing me. No. Davy! 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 Is this wise, Davy? Davy, is this wise? Davy goes into Vince McMahon. Davy, wanna do this? Where's my title shot? Where's about?
4: my title shot? People come in next to see me on the debut to wrestle triple okay. legs. Okay. Where's my title shot? You had your title shot. What do you call that a title shot? Look, the Rock was the referee. What well, you had your title. You put the Rock as the referee, not me.
8: Davey, calm down. Look, no, calm go Just calm down. D- hey! No, hey! d- I'm not gonna calm
6: down.
10: Stephanie! Hey, hey! well, hey! hey! Stephanie! Oh, what happened? Stephanie! Hey! Oh. Oh. Give, give me, me a another! A give me another! Stephanie's in. My God! Oh, get some help there. He hit her with the trash can. I can't believe that. My God. What has come over the bulldog here? You know the bulldog's obsession with the WWF title has made him literally a madman here, Jr. Good God Almighty! I mean, the, the, she was just standing there. What is up with Davy Boy?
0: Where's my title oh, shot? Fuck off! You had your title shot. Call that a title shot? I want another title shot. Title shot. <laughs> Give me my title shot. Title shot by Bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> is a new fragrance friends. by Davy Boy Smith. <laughs> so, uh, Davy Boy, um, I don't know if you've. Piece together here, but Jesus, um, he, oh, he wants you want a title shot. Oh,
2: that's his motivation—the worst way. He's jonesing for a title shot. <laughs> See, I know he's not here, but I just get the feeling that some Russo-esque character is backstage going, I swear to God, you're going to sell the title shot. You, you want, really it, so want it so
0: bad. <laughs> That's all he can talk about. Steph gets hit with a bin in the in the ruckus that, uh, yeah. that comes out. Uh, we had a report from one of the one of the, the podcast fans where the Gagay community had actually been to the show live and they mm. said apparently when this bit happened, everyone in the arena had a proper big laugh. Really? Steph being apparently knocked out oh. by the bin being thrown. Uh, And yeah, it's it's a serious band of brothers moment. It's like Vince like, give me a damn
1: medic, get me a medic.
0: Mortars going up from the back, everyone crying.
9: Stephanie, how much morphine did you give her,
0: Vince? (laughs) I gave her three. You should know better.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, quite emotional. I tell you what, though, I know. You might think this doesn't count because it's not in a match, but it's at this point we get our Grunt of the Night.
0: Oh, oh so the Grunt of Night was not the, the reprise glad game.
2: No, 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 I just thought we'd mention that, but the Grunt of the Night is Davey Boy throwing the bin, <laughs> because we I'll say now we get this fucking the whole segment replayed about four times throughout That's the pay-per-view. True. And every time we see Davey Boy throwing the trash can
7: going,
4: No, come just come on.
2: Hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Such emotion.
0: from Such emotion. Gone. He wants that title shot. Going to the announcers, Davey Boy is literally a madman. So we're <laughs> we're left now wondering what is going to happen to Stephanie McMahon, which has put a bit of a downer on the night's proceedings. As they're like, well, we'll have more about Stephanie. Is she going to have to go to hospital? Find out after the next match. Yeah, they
2: take it very seriously.
0: Yes, yeah, so Steph is there with the medics and they're all tending to her. I really wanted the Bulldog to come up again. Where's, where's my toilet? Like shot? Throws over, you know, the, the stretcher, <laughs> like, piled right there. Where's my title
8: <laughs> shot? Like. Bulldog, with, with all due respect, I think you owe Mr. McMahon and the entire McMahon family an apology.
4: I don't owe Vince an apology at all. He owes me an apology. But tonight, I'm going to get my title shot at Rebellion. And as, as far as Stephanie goes, is concerned, that was a complete accident. The thing with the Bulldog refusing to apologise he's yeah, a fucking callous man look it's, at what you've uh,
0: done I refer to this as Bulldog's fucking Brookside problem <laughs> it's like Bulldog are you going to apologise I'm not going to apologise I, I never apologise wasn't my fault I'm not apologise where's my title shot <laughs> he's basically a Pokemon and his name is where's my title That's shot he and it comes out where's my title shot and then you give him the fucking, you know, bitter, injured, not as good as he used to be stone. And he turns into fucking Davy Boy with four arms. Where's
6: my title shot? Where? Where's my title
0: shot? <laughs> I think Curtis Hughes, after he left Jericho's employee, Jericho came to the curb for being, you know, rubbish, essentially. Mm. We had a funny segment where he and Harold Prinkle were playing cards with the Acolytes. Started the Acolytes kind of APA gimmick now. Oh, awesome. And during a poker game, he lost all of his money his sunglasses, his sparkly shirt, his gloves. <laughs> he's there, like, fucking no pants on, and he bets Howard Finkel. He loses Howard Finkel. Jesus. But the Acolytes win Howard Finkel in a game of cards. Like, so oh. then later on the night, they, they go out for their match, and, like, Howard Finkel's just there, he's got to like, go the armbands. Oh, like no. He's their property. Like,
2: oh, poor thing. C- C-
0: C3PO, like, in Return of <laughs> well. I offer you a gift. Howard Finkel, he'll God serve God damn it! <laughs> the state of Curtis Hughes
2: though he looks fucking atrocious
0: I've been trying for like the last two episodes to figure out what it is about Curtis Hughes I find so fucking like stupid and shit why there's a certain kind of generic nature to him Mm. and I figured out what it is I feel like I should beat up 15 of them on Streets of Rage
2: oh my god you're so right he's a proper henchman isn't Isn't he he? yeah you beat up 15 of
0: Curtis Hughes with the silver vest and then there'd be like a the big one yeah with like the purple vest (laughs) 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 he's got a whip this time yeah and his voice is a deeper octave <laughs> because he's bigger like michael cole shut up jr says he's talking again a lot about bulldog the uh, the theme running throughout the night and he says bulldog has vicious wild ad glazed over expressions Ooh, glazed over mate he
2: he simply does not have that face yeah like that's an oxymoron as well surely yeah wide-eyed
0: couldn't you know but glazed over but like bulldog has got two faces He's got where's my title shot. <laughs> and then he's got the other one which is I've had too much Toby Carvery there mate like. You no know, where's my title shot. Uh, and the, the, the second one that I've had too much Toby Carvery that is the one they use for his uh you know the the match photo. <laughs> so you got four bulldog and confused bulldog. <laughs> None of those are glazed over a wild eyed or show any sort of emotion.
4: Where's my title shot? Come on away from Bristol. I've got here at half seven this morning to see the great one, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, The Rock. I like the big show because he's with the Undertaker.
8: My main concern is obviously one of
0: public safety. Uh, so far, the crowd's been very well-natured.
5: Yeah, oh, hey, baby. I came here
9: to see the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, The Rock.
0: This happens at every UK pay-per-view, doesn't it? We have to have shots of the UK fans. The 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 damp humid, rained on UK fans the- it's
2: always very grey and miserable oh, always got
0: raincoats on Why is it that people from the UK they're always queuing up for things aren't they they're always <laughs> in the queue yeah you're right uh, my main concern is one of <laughs> safety <laughs> Ernest Master there, uh, this fucking
2: safety demonstration why would they include that clip it's like all these fans like you know yeah I love the rock and I like the big show because he is with the Undertaker my main concern is with health and safety here today just want to make sure the event goes smoothly as possible the
0: Teamstown driver
2: is certainly a salacious
0: manoeuvre but I would like to see the recipient wearing a hard helmet at all times. <laughs> we interview some young lad of six ah here now come on lads you can't go putting a six year old on the microphone you know earlier with the, the, the scantily clad hose and then they put a mic from this kid he's like what the like, fuck I mean come on man like, he's like this thing like he should be an ad for fucking ready break or something this poor yeah. young lad like he couldn't be older than one <laughs> It was during China's entrance. You know, China comes down to my time. Mm. My time's the thing we've chatted about a bit before. You're not a fan? Not a fan. Not a fan. Now, you know, my time has got, you know, the uh, the synth in it. You know, the back, you know there's obviously that... <laughs>
7: the, the,
0: kind of, the robotic turkey element of it. But, you know, there's the long chords in the back of the ones that goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the thing from Catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing it's it's my time (laughs) you know um, say what you see there it's my time (laughs) someone asked on the forum the other day will you be doing more 90s tv show references does this answer your question (laughs) yeah
5: (laughs) hey big show you remember me don't you I'm the big shot
0: and then all of a sudden, oh, no, a wild bulldog appears. Where's my title shot? The British Bulldog. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He, level, he levels China. Yeah, he's a little rough with her. Well, obviously, Bulldog had some run-ins with China, you know, China being with Triple H. Bulldog was very upset, obviously, that Triple H did not give him the title shot the right after Unforgiven because they helped each other in the Six Pack Challenge. So he did a thing where he had China over his shoulders for the for the for the running power slam. He's like, "You've got five seconds to save a Game Boy. One, two, does the move. I live." Oh, <laughs> Fuck's sake like, Game Boy. <laughs> the Bulldog falls off so far, so quickly, in terms of, like, his position as a main eventer, and the guy who's, like, off to try and win the belt, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, immediately, like, it falls off the deep end. But you know what? They fucking gave him so much to work with. Yeah, he had his chance. Main event feud, working with Triple H, The Rock, Austin. He's, he's involved in the mix, yeah. and he just, like, doesn't click. Maybe he's... if
2: they gave him that title shot, things would have been different.
0: Oh, coming up next big shiny Paul White taking on uh oh oh no (laughs) the uh, hot streak of like good or acceptable matches is about to come to a grinding halt never we talked about this before Big Show and Kane
2: the never ending struggle as much as I mean, if you listen this far into the podcast, you'll know that I'm a big Mark for Kane. But the second I saw Kane coming out, I was like, Oh dear, oh, oh dear, no. oh dear, oh dear. It's really horrible. It's like seeing yeah. an actor you love in a really shit movie. Yeah, it seriously <laughs> is. That's
0: exactly what it feels like. Oh my god, these two are destined to fight each other over and over again. Isn't it? This is fucking Highlander, or some shit. This no, Robbie Robert Downey Jr. Do not act in Due Date. That film is not good enough. For <laughs> for <you. laughs> big Show. He goes to pin Kane, and like he just lets him up, and he goes. PAIN! What? PAIN! Pride! I hope you like pain. (laughs) So we get a terrifically, a tremendously scary running DDT from Kane next. Oh yeah, that's really sloppy. Like,
2: no. Bad bad effort, guys. Bad touch. (laughs) Stranger danger. (laughs) Fuck me, man. Yeah, and then when Kane's laid out, Big Show puts him in the Boston Crab. Oh Wait. shit, you forgot I, I, about that. I have dubbed the, the Boston Lobster
0: because it looks fucking hideous. I uh, dubbed it the Boston Crab Cake. <laughs> 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 Where are you going with that fucking thing? That's not your move, Big Show. Piss off. <laughs> Come on now. You you said you were a size five. Like you know, I mean This is a blatant <laughs> lie from this one here. Michael Cole, shut up. Backstage, Mickey C is with Triple H he calls England a crap hole ooh
2: fucking weak promo
0: and while we're at it what's up with everyone's damn teeth in this country
2: <laughs> oh mate
0: he proper has a go at the British at uh, the British public I don't care yeah bet you don't like him huh? you
2: can tell he doesn't believe it coming over to your country having a go <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I was going to try and make a comeback there about how oh yeah you'll get your comeuppance when we do one of those Irish pay-per-views <laughs> that ain't gonna happen <laughs> no no Mayhem and Mullingar <laughs> has not been booked yes
0: alrighty coming up next the man who's looking for a total shot Uh. the British Bulldog taking on that X to the P to the A to the C X-Pac X-Pac at this point uh, back on Raw in the States had a lucrative uh, sponsorship deal. He was coming out every week with his entrance with this fucking giant can. I mean, it's serious. Like, a massive can of this fucking lime green coloured energy drink. Right. So, Xo come coming out like, Xbox, putting one about a bottle that blah, line. He's like, Kh-ts. he's like, Kh-ts. it's good. Like, you know. <laughs> and he's just, he's just sipping it like because he's coming out to the ring. Then he's like, kind of waving his arms in the air like he just doesn't care. But then he still, like, he'll do like the three X's and then like another little sip like. A little bit of a and
2: then look straight into the camera. Ah. <sighs>
0: Nice kind of sprunt there. It's fucking lame, man. Yeah, you don't want
2: to see someone like Xbox
0: sell out like that. I don't see Xbox fucking drinking glow in the
2: dark piss. I want to see Steve Austin do that. Yeah.
6: Let me tell you something about this energy drink right here. This will keep you up for 12 hours. This will put some
0: lead in your pencil. God damn. (laughs) Hey, Adam. I heard of a website where the women hunt you. (laughs) CougarLaugh.com. Numacity.
4: Where's my title shot?
0: Rarely do WWF ever kind of react to a, you know, if something big happens backstage, like say when Austin left or Punk leaves or something like that, a big fucking, oh shit, someone important is gone. Yeah. They no sell it always. Oh, no biggie. We'll just carry on it's as like usual. The show will be on. You nothing, you'll you never notice that, like, yeah. you know, imagine if, I like, say, Kevin Dunn left tomorrow or something, like or when Shane left for, for example, or something yeah. like that. They no sell it. But this was one of the few moments where it was kind of like a chink in the armor, kind of going, yeah. really? amnesia yeah days we're, of our fucking lives much that's how low we're gonna stoop now is it oh my god Steph has
2: got amnesia <laughs> once again that person on the forum that asked if we're making more 90s UK TV references you got goddamn <laughs> right <laughs>
0: alrighty standard bout to start things off nice to have a made event with no crowd brawling it seems because they're yeah. in the confines of the cage and the line which is uh, repeated several times from the commentators, you have to make the cage a tag team partner in this kind of match, Adam. Yeah, you do. Tag team partner. And then literally five <laughs> seconds later, Jim Ross goes, you know, Michael, you got to make the cage a tag team. And
2: I know. I said that already. So awkward. I love it when Michael Hayes as well. The crowd is like electric for this match. They're loving it. And they, they can't believe the, the show that's being put on here. And Michael Hayes just goes, listen to this crowd. Listen to me! <laughs> what?
5: Listen to my voice! <laughs> hey Big Show! You remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot!
0: The bulldog is left in the ring with the rock toe, and then we get Vinnie Mac coming out to a fucking massive ovation. Yeah. Vinnie Mac's got the chain, goes up, locks the door, and then uh, ah, the key. Biddy Mac has got some, uh, put a little salt and pepper on that language. Potty mouth, Vince. Unbelievable. Fuck
6: you. Fuck you. You see these hands? You see these hands. Oh, these extreme
0: concepts.
2: It's <laughs> fucking awesome. As if this uh, this main event wasn't fun enough as it was. You hear Vince McMahon say "fuck you" to the British ball You know what
0: this just reminds me of? It's like uh, you know the Gong Show back in the day in America. Like there was like some like a really infamous episode where it just like went so fucking crazy. Just banging the Gong over and over, and like one of the hosts took her top off, like Jesus, because it just like it just got out of her hand. And this is just like. Vince is like, fuck, fuck you! You, like, you can imagine <laughs> Vince like watching this fucking all this crazy action go go ape shit, and yeah. he's there in fucking gorilla position waving back and forth. And me r- too, me out, too. Ah! <laughs> Vince McMahon comes out. You English. <laughs> Here we go again.
8: Every
10: genius
8: has a plan. Oh, he's got a plan, Jr. He's a genius. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the genius is general montgomery it doesn't matter if the genius is napoleon it doesn't matter if the genius is vince McMahon.
10: what a statesman i think it matters if the genius isn't an, isn't an, is an what are they telling every genius has a
8: plan a backup plan and a plan after that which brings us of course to insurrection here tonight You see, The Rock was hoping that somehow he could just hang on to the WWF Championship long enough to make it here to England tonight. Just hang on, Because The Rock knows that if in fact he loses the title here in jolly old England, not too many people are really gonna know about it. That's what he's counting on. Cause let's face it, nothing consequential or newsworthy ever comes from London,
2: England. He looks so fucking awesome. He does. That's like, mm, that's pure actually uh, yeah, of Vince McMahon. it's but.
0: just Vince. There's no one else. And the camera's low. And he looks giant. Yeah. And wearing that grey suit with the giant shoulder pads in it.
2: He calls Linda his meddlesome wife.
0: Yeah, Colin Shenanigans on Backlash. He's pretty much like, that main event was too overbooked for my liking. <laughs> Goddammit, <laughs> Triple H didn't lose clean, you know. <laughs> Cole Shenanigans on a basically say that he's got his plan B because he is a genius. Yeah. And geniuses have quote a plan, a plan B, and then another plan. <laughs> Not plan C though. Plan basically tell is the triple threat match, which is Shane it's taking on Triple H the shittest plan I've ever <laughs> like, he's bandied around the term master plan so much that when he says good plan, you're like yeah, oh, this is this obviously is gonna be pretty dire. Awful. <laughs> He claims that nothing consequential ever happens in London. Fucking spoilers, man. Seriously,
2: men. come on. Come you're ruining on.
0: It. I, there's a better way to phrase that. Yeah. There was like a moment where the crowd basically went, hey, wait a minute. We're trying to
2: suspend our disbelief here.
0: <laughs> hey, he's, he's telling us what's going to happen later. Tonight he says there's going to be no interference and he also says tonight there will be no stone cold. Yeah. Boom. Now
2: I knew a kid that went to this show um back in the day and we I remember talking to him on the playground you know the night afterwards uh, sorry the day afterwards and we were talking about it and you know Austin had just come back at Backlash the month before. We didn't realize at the time that it was a one-night appearance. We you couldn't of, tell. We sort of like, well, no, we, we were kids. Like it, it was just, it was stone cold. And the, you got to admit, they made him look awesome at backlash, killing true. people. And as a kid, we thought that like, oh shit, well he's gonna be back now then surely. And he went to fucking insurrection. He came yeah, back. It was six days <laughs> it was, afterwards. The yeah, exactly. And the next day he was like, oh, how was it? Was Austin there? Like, no.
0: Austin was probably in a bed in Texas surrounded by burgers and fucking...
2: Austin wasn't there. Shane McMahon was wrestling. Oh, no!
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Vince
2: also goes on to say that the new champion will be a McMahon family member.
0: Ah. member, A member. Well, membership in the McMahon family is obviously of uh, (laughs) utmost importance. I like that, of course, Vince always played the little shifty wild card there at the end. Yeah. Teasing the between... You know Shane Triple H, and that that, that that's a nice touch. I think uh, standard stuff from Vince, but Vince's yeah. standard stuff is usually pretty good. So it was
2: good, but I mean. I think we've been spoiled by the likes of his promo at Capital Carnage where he came out of the little teacup and, like, when you know when he really fucking rags on about England, that's the stuff I really When you
0: used to be somebody Exactly, like, yeah. You know. Maybe he was just a bit pissed that he came back and they watched the Prime Minister of Pakistani extraction. <laughs> was, yeah, there was what no What the fuck fucking... is this Tony Blair shit? <laughs> <laughs> Two
2: years difference. We don't get a single mention of any of that shit tonight, thank well, yeah, God. Actually, they've cleaned God. their act up an awful lot. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, well, not an awful lot. <laughs> a bit. Then. A bit in that one instance yeah <laughs> King starts doing Cockney rhyming slang oh off. all
2: fucking night fucking hell unbelievable doesn't he say that Road Dogg is a Leo Sayer yeah and every time he does Cockney rhyming slang JR just repeats it exasperated oh Road Dogg's a Leo Sayer a Leo Sayer a Leo Sayer a Leo Sayer
0: a Leo Sayer that means he's
2: an all dayer Getting back to the match now, folks. It's constant. They're,
0: they're really distracted tonight.
2: Yeah, really distracted. Do you
0: think someone from Sky Box Office is just there with a big book of English shit? <laughs> he's like, say this, Elton John. He's someone. Say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Pretty slow, meticulous beatdown by Brad. Yeah. Who even goes for the torture racket? So at one yeah, point. that's a cool little move to pull out of nowhere. Shades of Big Red, Eric. Rowan. <laughs> Big Red. Big Red. You Shitty name. A yeah. bit too close to Bugger Red for my liking. <laughs> Big Red. That is his name. Say it. It is his name. <laughs> Michael Cole. Shut up. Backstage, the subtlest of all innuendos. I couldn't even tell there was something sexual happening. Backstage, Terry eats a fucking banana. <laughs> Ludicrous. Like, just do what you want. Just come backstage to have her having sex. That's what yeah. you want
2: to do. When we say she eats a banana, it's not like she stood there just like, mm, you know, eating a banana. She's like, you know, fucking rubbing it around her lips and, you know, flirting her eyes around all over the place. It's, it's f- Michael throw Cole up. Up. Michael goes,
0: like, mm, Terry, what are you doing? She's like, Michael, I think nutrition is very important. And she eats eating- <laughs> it. Well, well, yeah, what? Sure. Eat- what are you eating, penises? <laughs> are you shitting me? Like, that's. What is that? <laughs> fucking hell it's so weird. Awful, awful. Don't just awful. so you know it's all well, ahead of this next one folks. Yeah. I watched this on the network. I got my uh free trial working for that yeah. one month. Vince owes me one, you know. I got my free trial working. This was rated PG. This was rated... Really? <laughs> now, I'm not one to kind of go, well, they've clearly just looked over a whole load of pay-per-views and went, ah, it's probably rated like that. <laughs> but if you're rating this show PG after that and what's coming up next...
2: You clearly haven't watched it. You've clearly not watched... You've not even like, read about it. You've not so even... Sake. You've not looked at the match card. Not even a glance. it out. Who
0: looked at Kat versus Terry in an arm wrestling challenge and thought, this will be an athletic contest. <laughs> P.G. P.G. Well, I mean, arms aren't sexual. I mean, come on.
4: Where's my title <laughs> shot?
0: Cuts to poignant Kurt Angle in a cab.
2: This was gold. say so, play the audio from this
5: segment Oh
0: here. yeah,
2: definitely.
5: This is your Olympic hero in London, England, uh, to see if they have any of my three eyes. How are you? Kurt Angle, Olympic hero. Nice to meet you. I have a lot of appearances here in uh, London, uh, including a, a meeting with Kelly Brook. Nice jacket, Kurt Angle, Olympic hero. I'll be there for anyone that needs me, and I know there's a lot of people out there that need me, especially here in London, England.
1: Angle, 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 It's true, Andrew. it's true. I'll be there this. It's half seven in the morning, all over from Birmingham, all up Birmingham, and Ilford posse crew. It's true, it's true. Hey! You're
0: The greatest superstar in the WWF His three eyes get me through life Attach intensity, integrity
1: And intelligence The fans seem to love me Which they should They're definitely following the three eyes tonight
0: Yeah, Kurt Angle Going around having a chat with the people in England Walking up to strangers going Hi, I'm Kurt Angle, Olympic hero Not reason that most people on the street Probably didn't know
2: who he was But again, continuing our theme of the night He's a face in England. Oh, yeah. Everyone
0: loves Kurt Angle. Everyone's Engel. going on about how great he is. Yeah. All these fucking Kurt Angle marks.
2: Like. And there's no sort of like, you know, irony of like, you know, you'd expect him to do the sort of thing of like, you know, be a dick and like, you know, not shake a fan's hand or yeah, something. Yeah. But he's just great with everyone. Everyone they loves they take him a and-
0: picture, everyone loves them. And usually when there's like, Wendy's like, you know, a heel and they're showing fans shoot reactions to him. They usually throw in like a heel fan, you know, they're like, Shay McMahon's number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's totally ruthless. <laughs> he don't care about no And he's rate right set on run the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> you know. But there was no other side of the coin. In but no, everyone's promo, here, yeah. like,
2: I love Kurt Angle. Seriously. He's, he's, he's brilliant Kurt. He's so good.
0: Even though he insults us. I suppose if you're a UK fan, he's like, he just makes fun of all those NAF US sports teams, doesn't he? Uh, yeah but you can still tell he's been a dickhead I mean he never makes fun of the Manchester United is all I'm saying
2: we're, we're sitting pretty over here, eh? mate. yeah uh,
0: Kurt Angle hasn't even set his eyes on the beautiful game you know so <laughs> we're, we're, we're crisp over here in England
5: Benoit took a cheap shot by Jericho to beat the greatest technical wrestler in the world Well, Michael we all know what they say about paybacks and Chris Jericho has got one coming in the worst way Kurt Angle, prating around London, the medals, the trophies, the accolades, the three eyes. Life is about timing. Kurt Angle is in the wrong place at the wrong time. Because he will truly find out what being pissed off is all about.
0: Oh my God, look at his fucking eyes. (laughs) so scary. Have you seen when Bear Grylls gets stung by a bee? (laughs) If you don't know, Bear Grylls is the survivalist. He, he tries in his show once to stab open a beehive and get him some sweet, sweet honey. But it's full of bees. Who'd have thought it's full of bees? And the bees don't like being stabbed, so they all go nuts and they sting him. And then he realises he's allergic to bees. His face
2: just blows up. Did he know beforehand that he was allergic? Judging by th- this one line which makes me think not, nope, where he goes like, I've wrestled bears and alligators and the one animal that finally gets me was a bee <laughs>
0: <laughs> and if you want to know what he looks like it looks like Benoit's eye right here it's grotesque it's gross, like yeah it's, that's a shoot eye right there coming up next, it's another heel versus heel encounter where Why? I don't Kurt Angle, who in that promo package was meant to be a face, right? And now your children, children they're pale weak, unhealthy and uneducated he calls your children weak. For fuck's sake, you can make your mind up. It's all over the place. And let I say, we saved your ass in World War II. Like, you know? <laughs> You'd know, all be speaking German if it wasn't for me. And he compels the crowd to speak the real language, American. Brilliant.
2: I loved this. Amazing promo.
0: Absolutely amazing. Because think about this. Post-2001 or 2002 it became quite popular in mainstream media, particularly comedy stuff uh, in in the UK anyway, to kind of, to mock, you know, American values and stuff like that. America was a superpower. Yeah, and America was, you know, people didn't like the war and they came out like, oh, America is self-interested and stuff like that. But back in 2000, we all thought America was awesome. Yeah, yeah. We love
2: Bill Clinton, you know. So for him to be like, you know, it's not really cutting edge, but to make like a biting comment like it's that. It's funny, it's
0: kind of like, it's beforehand, because, you know, I mean, we would make fun of things like, you know, Freedom Fries
2: and stuff like that yeah. a lot. It's, uh, yeah, Crangle... that sense of irony in 2000, right? It's, yeah, ahead of the curve.
0: Oh of. my God, Kerngel proved 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> Who'd have thought it was lizards?
2: Right after that promo, though, uh, Jay just goes, Well, I think Angle should take up verbal celibacy. <laughs> in other words, shut up. Thanks for spelling it out. For really, a second that second part there was not necessary. In
0: addition <laughs> to not having sex, Kurt Angle should refrain from talking. We we've, we've talked about this kind of before. Uh, we, we've talked we're going to talk about it in future episodes I think because it comes out again in King of the Ring, particularly Fully Loaded. But there's no real way to, to spin it. This match is hard to watch. Chris Benoit looks like an actual monster <laughs> yeah like he, I'm watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer at the moment <laughs> I'm talking season 4
2: when the money started coming in <laughs> he looks
0: like a fucking demon
2: it's scary I'm, it's, it's not fair like the fact that we have to keep covering all these Benoit matches and it just keeps making it worse and worse like on the scary levels of
0: yeah things. it's like <laughs> here comes Chris Benoit he's got a fractured cheek and possibly a broken nose his <laughs>
2: eye is entirely red and he literally has like two face we want to cover this as sensitively as possible but really it's making it fucking hard he looks <laughs> like a fucking monster
0: <laughs> like a, f- a literal monster not a figurative monster he's
2: actually a monster
0: oh he lo- he's, he's got this busted up face from the bell shot from Y2J yeah from Backlash but god yeah because
2: it's fresh at this point isn't it? his
0: face is just scrambled you think he's been on a he's been on an airplane so obviously the change of pressure makes it difficult for fresh wounds to heal yeah so he's got that really awful when the eye is just a different color
2: yeah the sort of purple eye
0: and he just he looks you know he's obviously tired as well he looks like he's going to keel over here he looks oh Uh. god it's it's awful But who's going to come and save the day? Coming out to a nuclear pop. It's only Elroy Jetson himself. It's Crash Holly, the hardcore champion. Looking to
2: fight an Englishman. Nice to see you, Crash. What are you doing? To see you nice. what, 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 What the fuck? Like, again, with Farouk popping on commentary for 10 seconds earlier. And, I mean, also, of all the matches they could have picked to have a bit of comedy commentary... Not Angle versus Benoit. Like, Genuinely, we can get an amazing technical wrestling. I love technical wrestling, Michael. <laughs> it doesn't fit in here at all. As much as I love you, Crash, you just don't wow, belong Wow, German
0: suplex with a bridge. It's absolutely.
2: <laughs> You're making out like they even talk about the match once. So no, they don't. JR gets so pissed off. You can tell he's getting really fucking wound up with Crash constantly drawing away. I mean, I was obviously tentative of being excited because, you know, Benoit's hurt. And again, we're
0: not expecting guys to push the, the you know, Kick it into high gear tonight on these yeah. on these matches, but I was still excited for Kurt Angle versus Benoit. Kurt Angle and Benoit obviously being two of the most amazing technical wrestlers on the roster. Yeah. So you know. Crash says he's for looking to find an Englishman. They spend most of the time in commentary talking about Crash's quest to find someone from England. Gee, I guess who could that who could that be? Oh, well, is, well, there, well, uh, is there any
2: is English guys on the roster? I don't know, or...
0: like some sort of bulldog like, you know but, but maybe someone. Someone British maybe. Yeah, maybe who, someone that can come out. He says he's been all over England looking to find an Englishman and he couldn't find one. And Jerry goes, Have you checked Westminster, Abbey? I checked there too. What? You imagine crash Holly Westminster abbeys going around like, "Will you fight me? Will you fight Will me? Will you fight me? No, Will I, you fight me. I, please, no, lad. Slow technical action to start. Benoit is he's, he's working hard, I suppose. Is yeah, like, pretty pause, much, you know. Uh, but we get nice, like, see a nice mean streak from Kurt, him going and raking Benoit's black, swollen eyes.
2: <laughs> I was really expecting like flesh to actually fall off his face. His eye point. just to fall out. Like, oh. It's all
0: decayed, and de- Benoit screams when he
2: he's, yeah. gets hurt. He's like. Boo! A lot of screaming and grunting in this match. In it's fact, a one. we get the first half of our grunt of the night in this match. Oh, two grunts tonight. Two grunts tonight. Yeah. So Angle runs straight into Benoit, and I can't tell who it is. One of them goes <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's very short, <laughs> but it's a nice phlegmy kind of grunt. Oh, yeah, like, like it's like really that. visceral and grotesque. It's Brilliant. probably Benoit full of sick or something.
0: Cheese oh, black bile. Like <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> go into the corral. black paint is gonna come over like, <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Quick, freeze!
9: I got your drink.
6: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ!
0: Do you want to top up there? Oh, cheers, thank you.
2: Mm. <laughs> I can't get that image. Out of <laughs>
5: okay, okay. Oh my God! Hey, Big Show, you remember me, don't you? I'm the Big Shot. <laughs>
10: Hey, wait, wait, there's, there's Davy Boy Smith! France, where are you going? Stay ready? with us! The British Bulldog! France, what and are you doing? And he's bringing a referee with him! Wait, I think France got an Englishman! France, this There's an Englishman for you! That'll take your challenge! Yeah.
0: Where's my title shot? Oh. oh no! A wild bulldog appeared. Hang on a second, King. The Brit, the British bulldog. He's an Englishman. He's English. He is an Englishman. <laughs> he remains English. <laughs> but yeah, he's come out to face Crash Holly, who's like tries to run away. Yeah. Because like, oh no! Injured bulldog who's been off TV for a few months. He'll kill me. Bulldog literally came back for just like a little cup of coffee. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, we long since passed him leaving on the timeline. Yeah. So, so. you, you
2: promise me this is the last we'll see. Oh, yeah. Promise? Yeah. You mean it? I Pinky swear. Okay. Okay. That's when
0: nice. I say like I always point at last appearances on main pay-per-view episodes because there are people who only listen to the main pay-per-views and don't listen to Bobo episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is like, you know, his I'm not going to have to see Davey again. No, you're not. Okay. Don't worry. Okay, that's fine. Unless we do some sort of best of Bulldog retros- nope. but Nope. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I will leave the podcast. Remember that time where he faced Lex Luger? Yeah. <laughs> JR calls Davey Boy a legend when he comes out and the crowd is popping huge. I, for a moment, the only moment in the show really where I kind of went, holy fuck, and I thought I was actually going to see a moment. I thought, Bulldog's been injured for ages. He had a disastrous run the end of 99 and most of 2000. Yeah. He's been off a few months. Maybe this is just a nice kind of There you go. You're on your way. One last moment. One last moment and write out the contract. I thought this might be it. And he comes out and he gets that pop. And JR is like, he is a legend. And he has done all this great stuff, you know, in England. And he starts, you know, they always fucking got Wembley. And they started stirring up those emotions. Of course. I'm not even British and it gets me. (laughs) You know? And uh, it it fails massively, I think. Because he grabs Crash, punches him. And then he spends around five minutes wandering around outside the ring and the crowd dies and then the horns just start.
2: Yeah, it's it could have been good because it could
0: have been good if he be, came in, power slammed him and finished it. But To he be didn't.
2: fair, the the little bits of wrestling he did here is by far the best I've ever seen. Like he's, Attitude no. Yeah, but actually, Eric Davy, this is the best he's done ever. And I think that's mostly down to Crash being able to, you know, bump around and make him look decent. Yeah, like, but- oddly
0: enough, Crad- Crash does go on offense as well for a good bit. Yeah, of it. what like, the fuck? Which is like, yay? Yeah, I but- mean, Crash is not the guy to beat
2: down the legend. Seriously, if over. there should ever have been a squash, like a complete squash, it should have been this. And
0: it's like two minutes, you can hear Bulldog calling like, there's three spots, I could do this match, and re- I remember it off better than you. <laughs> calling spots in a two minute match. Yeah, running power sub. You think? <laughs> British Bulldog wins the hardcore title. Meh, nah, he would lose it very shortly thereafter. It was just kind of a nice moment. Oh, I got it! Oh, this is absolute gold. I adored this. One of my favourite segments ever, actually. Highlight of the night for me, yeah. Edge and Christian with a fan.
8: Guys, what do you guys do? No superstars charge fans for autographs and pictures. I mean, what's going on around that's here? That's
0: right. Well, Michael, there's never been superstars like Gatch and Christian here in the World Wrestling Federation before,
5: so that answers your question.
3: Besides, Michael, just take a look at these people in London.
5: <laughs> I don't think they know any better.
3: God, this is the easiest money we've ever made. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> that's 50-50. It's
5: all good. It's all good. They're
0: charging for autographs. <laughs> He's like, he signs it. He's like, they'll be five pounds, little man. <laughs> and then like someone wants a picture. And they do the thing, like, you know, they make Michael Cole take the picture, and they pose in front of him. So you can't even see the kid. And then ask for ten pounds. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Could Such you, much assholes. Could you imagine what Kevin Nash would have made of this? <laughs>
2: you see These that? guys have got the right idea.
0: Yeah, you see uh, Kevin Nash's promo video where he's like, uh, from the new generation, where <laughs> he's, he's, he's like... He's putting a little clip of the audio at the end of it.
9: <laughs> hey, Diesel! Hey, Big hey, Daddy, cool! <laughs> Thanks, Caesar. No. I don't want it
1: that
10: way. The World Wrestling Federation. Our athletes still care about their fans.
0: Yeah, he's like, uh... Yeah, this one's personal. I don't need no money for it. It's like signing a child's autograph. But like, Every WWF superstar thinks the face of an angel is reflected in every fan <laughs> name. <laughs> he, would, he would be spinning in his grave, Kevin Nash, if you could see what his beloved industry had come to to profiteering, no less. Mate, Diesel would be appalled. Jerry calls Michael Cole Michael cool after
6: this.
0: Can I have your attention, please? Clarinet solo. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that Ninja Christian segment. Gold. Brilliant.
2: Absolute pure gold.
0: They did a similar thing at WCW with Steiner where he like flexed over. Yes, I remember that. He like
2: held the title up in front of the little boy's face or something, yeah. I
0: I love that. It's just... Classic heel-heel. If, like. if
2: you want to get someone to really seem like a heel, have them be a dickhead to the fans. We, yeah. we are the fans. Exactly. Be a prick to us and we'll hate you. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's
0: perfect. It's but something they'll never do now, though. Yeah, because... I know.
2: It's fucking PG products and be a star and all that, but like, it's the easiest way to get heat, surely.
0: Cle- oh, it is, yeah, you're It's right. basic stuff. Yeah, only Triple H and T- Stephanie are allowed like to berate the yeah, fans. Yeah, that's we very doing? true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know when someone's doing something like, you know, and it's pissing you off, and you're sat there like, Ah, come on, come on, cheer up, like, come on, stop being so grumpy. I was sat there like, guys, just call the match, call the match. And after a little while, I just found myself going like, you know, just I, I broke and I started laughing at this. After a while, I found this commentary quite entertaining. The
0: lack of attention, <laughs> they're paying That's
2: why it's so funny. What, <laughs> what happened? The, the best match of the night and they're being so disrespectful. It's fucking
0: insane.
6: Like
2: Jerry's giving JR Spanish lessons at one point. <laughs> It's like the Muppet Show is going on. It's Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Jericho. <laughs> it's an amazing match. It's
0: modern classic wrestling before your eyes. So Look funny. at it. <laughs> it's like there's an explosion happening in front of them. They're there looking at their their, their pens.
2: Like, oh wow, chatting to fans behind them or something.
0: Sort of it's like they're watching like I don't know, Aurora Borealis. And like, how do they get the figs in the fig rolls anyway, <laughs> Jr. <laughs> Unbelievable.
2: Michael Cole,
6: shut up.
2: And we do actually get our second part of the grunt of the night in this match. Uh-huh. This is. This is in my top three grunts now, I think. This is good. Like, there's an entire sequence. We I couldn't choose So what
0: are the other in the top two, if you don't mind me
2: asking? Top three grunts, uh, it's going to be, um, uh, obviously, the Glarge. Gay, yeah. Greatest grunt of all time.
0: GLARGAY!
2: Not even going to argue about that, anymore. Anyway.
0: I'm, I'm going to guess, is that The Undertaker? Bleh, no, it's, it's,
2: it's... Yeah, it's not a specific instance of it. It's just his generic... He does it sometimes when he goes for a tombstone. <laughs> he does it when <laughs> he bounces on the road.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna find out.
2: that corridor of a man a like g- echoing robot
0: noise. and so this is joined that hollowed list
2: yes um honestly there's a bit here um where they're doing these amazing like constant i don't even know what it is but eddie has this um stood up submission lock in oh the jericho. category special submission yeah was. it was beautiful fucking gorgeous move. absolutely beautiful and jericho manages to get his legs back onto the floor and reverse it and using his back, he lifts Eddie up himself. Into and when an electric he,
0: chair, drop, yeah, yeah. And when
2: he does it, he goes. But honestly, the fucking, the minute that surrounds either end of this grunt is just nothing but Jericho screaming. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, Jericho, uh,
0: the noise, it was like he was bursting out of someone's chest. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was real, yeah. Where's my title shot? That's funny, I don't know if you know many people who kind of stopped watching wrestling, you know, after season mm. one, when, when a lot, most people I know did. Yeah. And these days, they ever kind of go, oh, he's still watching wrestling. Yeah.
2: Well, is Shane McMahon running it now Yeah, I've down? had that conversation. And
0: you're like, actually, no, he was recently defrauded of millions of dollars as part of a failed attempt to buy a series of magazines. Oh! Oh! Fuck.
2: Who is in charge? Triple he, H. Fuck off.
0: Yeah, no, Triple H is... is that uh, prick's is in, in charge? He, Triple H is in charge, for real. He's, yeah. he's actually married Stephanie, and Shane McMahon's playing cricket in China or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you see that
2: man selling hot dogs there, yeah? That's Kane. No! <laughs>
0: But just in time, who comes out? The man who always gets put over strong here in the Earl's mm. Court, probably because of the connection he has with the lads down in Camden Market. It's only bloody Earl Hebner. He's come back and he stops Vince from making the three count. And he uh, Vince goes to punch him and misses and he hits like a, he hits the turnbuckle and he yeah. breaks he's like, ah little, Like Tom from Tom and Jerry like <laughs> ah! <laughs>
2: Really like that. I was really hoping like It would have been awful, but I did kind of hope that Earl Heaven was going to come out and go like, This here trial, this is Earl's court. (laughs) For fuck's (laughs) sake.
0: Hey, Big Show. You remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot. Foley does a spot on Triple H impression. Yeah. He holds a triangle over his nose. (laughs) And he goes, I'm not uh, going to be here tonight. Uh. I'm not going to get into it too much now, obviously. But the fact that Foley says that Triple H is here because of a disagreement, as opposed to the fact that he was dropped 50 feet in a car from a mm. forklift. That's stupid. Foreshadowing, spoiler alert for
2: Armageddon, folks. The storyline doesn't really get a great conclusion <laughs> there. Wouldn't make him Triple H as well. <laughs> taz turns to JR goes, that's a pretty good impressionation, JR. <laughs> impressionation! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! After a very hot start. Him and
0: Cole are just destined to be together.
2: Seriously, you it's know? perfect. Mispronunciations.
0: And it was
3: her idea to come up with a match that had...
10: No disqualifications?
1: Wow, yeah,
3: that's big. And...
2: No count out.
1: That's right. Uh-oh. Meaning the only way to win this match tonight is by pinfall or submission. And they build up the whole thing, you know, and then
0: Foley's kind of like, and I've got a big announcement to make about this match tonight. Everyone's into it. And then he goes, the big announcement is that this match will be... Passes the microphone to Deborah. No scavcation. No cannon.
2: Oh, like every other Fatal 4 way in existence, you mean.
0: And she still managed to take the oomph out of yeah, that line. Yeah, that
2: was her job, was to say four words... Fucking ridiculous. It's re- why bring her I mean, so forced in. When you
0: do it out and then you like give someone a microphone and say like, and now you, she doesn't even hold the microphone, like, no. you should put it to her fucking head. Yeah. Like can you be any more obvious that you don't want this pairing? No enthusiasm whatsoever. Like Austin backstage. <laughs> oh man, Deborah's great. I think she should be the commissioner and Foley could be the lieutenant. <laughs> As somebody who does a bit of stand-up, right? You don't leave your fucking last line to someone else. No. And that's what Foley does is he gives away his like his last line to Deborah and both parts.
5: Kurt, the commissioner's decision is final. You're just gonna have to live with it, champ.
1: Just right, have to live with Kurt, it, champ. Decision is final.
10: Kurt Angle, whether he likes it or not, is gonna have to commend the WWE title. Against Stone Cold, The Rock, and Rikishi,
0: and this time as well, he's like, "Yeah, Kurt. Well, we've got some news for you." He passes the microphone to Deborah, who says, "The Commissionals' decision is final." It's and you. then
2: the music just plays, and then McFoley goes, "And that is final because that was his catchphrase, and she got it wrong." You missed out the best part of what Deborah said as well. She just goes, "So you're going to have to live with that, champ." Looks like you're looking for a fight, Dream. <laughs> <It's> the same <laughs> kind of monotone. Looks like you're
0: looking for a fight, Dream. <laughs> it's the Women's Championship, a rematch from Survivor Series, as Ivory takes on Alita. She's coming out with Stevie Richards. Stevie comes out and his tie is slightly askew, and it's killing me. <laughs> Slowly. Steven is booed out of the building. Yeah, Like, I gotta say... People always go, Vicky Guerrero, man, she got like this nuclear heat. And she does. I think if you get heat to the extent that the people in the the arena can't hear what you're saying, Mm. that's like that crazy, ridiculous level of heat. But Stevie has that here. Definitely. He is booed probably more than anyone here tonight. It's crazy. He starts talking about how much he thinks that the UK is lacking morality. The very place that they filmed... The Fool, Monty. Well,
10: that's true, funny movie. Never seen it, I don't go to the movies. That reaction is exactly why we are here tonight. Allow us to offer you a lesson in morality.
8: What are you talking about? Nudity
10: of any nature is wrong. Having a pub on every street corner (laughs) is wrong. Nothing wrong with nice, warm ale. And worst of all, having a monarchy that stands idly by and lets it happen is not only wrong; it is totally unacceptable. I'm gonna hit page three. The tabloids.
2: No country which has something that's called
0: The
10: Full Monty.
2: <laughs> that's his one Sheffield reference. like, Oh, I that he- is Sheffield. I heard The Full Monty was filmed here. And like, then he just sort of pauses for a second. And he's like, And that's about all I know about Sheffield. I'm pretty sure... I heard he- you make cutlery here a few years ago. I know I can get a breakfast
0: called The Full Monty and the local greasy spoon, but he's <laughs> There's way too many beans. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> he also talks about a lesson in morality. Having pubs on every corner is morally wrong. <laughs> and he, said, he takes a pop at the monarchy. Yeah. Like, he says, they stand idly by and allow it to happen. He says nudity in any form is wrong <laughs> and unacceptable. And he literally says, your royal family is powerless. I'm hoping the lights to come out and then Charles be there pointing in the air, <laughs> throw a chair at him like, "Look, it's Prince Charles, it's Prince Charles." <laughs> Ivory hates Lita's trousers. Yeah, she gets a great problem on her. Like she, she's going down the wrong path. Yeah, I fucking love it. It's great stuff. Lita gets a nuclear pop as well.
2: It's that brilliant like self-righteousness of like, "I will save you, Lita, from this path you're going down." Like, yeah, I'm in this for your best interests, buddy. Kind it's of brilliant. Thing
0: fast action to start things off Lita clocks Stevie Richards right in the mouth early on Ivory however gains control and these two are just like probably the two best pound for pound women wrestlers on the roster yeah like amazing Ivory throws Lita into the ropes and then just turns to Stevie and goes talk to her and Stevie goes
6: look at my eyes I can save you I can save you Lee.
0: <laughs> the original
2: Xavier Woods so like he's right. trying to convert her yeah. like on the spot like mate hey, I'm in a match talk to me later you know JR refers to him as White Socks as always and Taz has clearly never heard this before he goes <laughs> White Socks
1: that's a great name you came up there JR White Socks I like that
0: we thought Taz here on commentary tonight was like when Stuart Lee is pointing out like <laughs> Richard, Richard <Hammond>. the Hamster <laughs> Hammond with top with top Gear with 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 Clarkson, you
8: know? uh, white socks. Can you imagine? Not having black
6: socks. Not having socks from from Primark. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Michael Cole, shut up. Perry comes out without Terry, and like, right? Perry comes out without Terry, and it's clearly obvious that they just didn't spring for a ticket for her. Yeah, that's it. They're not going to do visa. Not, they don't obviously think it's important enough for a lower card guy to have their manager for one match for a four for five minute minutes, match or whatever. Yeah. And Taz like, oh I got the inside scoop, though, JR. I was talking to Perry in area, and he said to me, he says, Taz, Terry ain't gonna be here tonight. And it's quite simply put, because tonight this match is gonna be so like the match is fucking started and there's yeah. still <laughs> the, the match is gonna be so
2: brutal that he doesn't want Terry to see it. I don't think a single person was sat there watching this going, Where's Terry? I need to know what happened to Terry, like Mate, No it's, one cares. He's gonna say, right?
0: If Perry's actually shoot doing that, right? You're gonna get an earful from the missus. Because if you're going on a big, big fucking, a big trip to the big conference or whatever, the, the corporate getaway, and if there's a bed and breakfast nice for two, hotel, and you don't let your partner go, you are really gonna in fuck big trouble, big Mister. trouble in Little China. So Taz at the start says he thinks this one's gonna be a big Donnybrook. What's that? Well, Donnybrook is where the Leinster Schools Rugby Championship takes place. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's referring to that. Great times I had in Donnybrook as a young lad, cheering on the boys playing the rugger. But I don't think Taz is talking about
2: about that. No, doesn't no. he have another term that he tries to coin as well?
0: Rocket buster. <laughs> Rocket Rocket Buster, which, by the way, is (laughs) this next challenge of the blokes chorus
1: is the (laughs) Rocket Buster. You gotta pick up a rocket and (laughs) haul its ass up into outer space. (laughs) Well, the Rocket
0: Buster was going to be the name of Cowboy Kevin Madden's finishing move. (laughs) My God, I get the Rocket
2: Buster. That just makes me sick.
4: Where's my title
2: shot? Big Dive to the Outside by Perry Saturn. Yeah, he gets a, he, he lands on his back on the mat outside, and then he's rolling around, looks right into the camera lens, and goes. Ah! Yeah, that doesn't do <laughs> <laughs> Is that your grunt
0: in the night? I think
2: it may be, and I'm also going to say now this match, like I couldn't really just sum up the amount of grunts in it. It's so grunty, like. Perry is constantly wailing and moaning and everything. I think
0: Perry is is on course to be one of the all-time grunters. Well,
2: I was about to say, actually, uh, with us coming up to the end of the Attitude Era soon, you know, we're approaching the end of it now, I've started assembling my grunt hall of fame.
7: (laughs) 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 To which Perry Saturn has
2: now earned his way in. Basically, the rules are that you have to have at least one grunt of the night to your name, which Perry has just earned, and you have to basically... Contributed something, you know, outstanding to the world of grunts over the course of the Attitude era. Do you want to give us the short list so far? Yeah, so far, like I say we've got a few episodes left, we'll add a few more, but so far we have Undertaker for the robotic and generally he just goes Jeff Jarrett, obviously the founder of the greatest grunt of all time. Mick Foley, there's too many to mention. William Regal, he's (laughs) really solid villain grunts. (laughs) Valvinus, I didn't expect him to be such a solid grunt, but he has all the proper (laughs) BOOSH kind of noises. And OH SHIT when he's being suit (laughs) faced. And now, our rebellion inductee is going to be Perry Saturn. Well, when
0: Perry Saturn goes into the Grunt Hall of Fame, he'll lead his own wing. <laughs> uh, if you have any people or grunts that you think Adam should consider from previous episodes, I mean, geez, we have like 50 something episodes, hundreds of hours of content. There's a lot of grunts. We out do there. forget what the grunts are. Yeah. So, because someone was making a grunt compilation recently, we are like, where are all the grunts? We're like, uh. This, this,
2: this fellow contacted me on Twitter and was like, oh, I want like a video of all your grunts of the night. Can you send me all the time codes? I had to spend like two fucking hours going through all my notes and finding them. And Adam is deep in the world of grunts. There's a lot of grunts out there, folks. Just
0: when you thought you were out, they pulled you back in. <laughs> we get a little uh, screenshot showing us the next match which is going to be William Regal taking on Crash Holly for the European title.
2: That's William Regal. William Regal.
10: European title of special interest here, of course, here in Setfield, as uh, Steve Regal will be challenged by Crash Holly. The hometown boy, Steve Regal. Steve
0: Regal from nearby Blackpool. Taz and J.R. call him Steve Regal three fucking times in 20 seconds i'm like jr says it then there's a mad awkward pause then
2: Taz says it, and there's a mad awkward pause, and then Jared just fucking says it again. You can just imagine like uh, Steve Regal and Vincent in the headset, like, "No, it's William, goddammit." Dude, Steve Regal, goddammit, <laughs> uh, Steve Regal, <laughs> Mother-
0: it's written on the screen it's in, right front in, front of in front of you. <laughs> and you wouldn't mind. Regal's got a very silly kind of hello picture, yeah. so it's really your eyes drawn to it, saying William,
2: goddamn Regal. And it's the one guy who's in his hometown as well. It was sorry, his home country. Like you get his name wrong. You know what? Regal's had a fucking hard go of it, and he could really just kind of go. You know
0: what? <laughs> Fuck I've me. literally crawled up from nothing. <laughs> I started from scratch again, and you get my name right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful. It's, it's 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 been a treasure to come back here, to have my family here, to have all my friends. And and to come back to Britain, you know, a champion here in the WWF, what more could one ask for? Every week I've been in the WWF, I've gone out and achieved something. You know, within a short time, I became European champion, and a lot of people were shocked by that. So I come back here and I'm representing Great Britain, and and, and it's it's a wonderful feeling. Because, I mean, let's face it, here in, in Britain, we don't have many national treasures, we don't have any real sports heroes, and so I, I'm really glad that I can do that, I mean, who do we have? Lennox Lewis, he's not really British. Frank Bruno, oh. who's he? Oh. And that other fellow, the little fellow from here, um, Prince Prince Nazim. worthless. But it doesn't matter because I will represent the people here in Great Britain, each and every one of these people with pride every single week in the WWF. I will go out and I will tell the Americans exactly how to live their life. Being a Goodwill Ambassador, that's my job. I will tell them how to eat correctly, how to have proper manners. And the thing that I won't do, Michael, is tell them, you know, the things that you shouldn't talk about here, such as most of the people here in England. Terrible hygiene, terrible dental hygiene. And most of them are on the dole I'm living my life well, obviously. They're going to be scratting around at Christmas, haven't got borrowing money, haven't got the, you know, things for the children. It's <laughs> pretty sad. I won't come to America and tell people that I will represent this country with pride. That is my goal and that's exactly what I'm going to do.
0: William Regal backstage begins to, he acts so sincere. Yeah. And so faced. At
2: first, I was sort of thinking like, oh, is he going is it like a Bret Hart thing where here he's the good guy or whatever? It like... wasn't because he was like kind of,
0: just to think, he doesn't say it, but he alludes to kind of coming back. Yeah, it's kind of like you're just to think, you know, I wasn't here for so long. You know, I come back, and you know, after a year being away and to accomplish so much and to to win this European Championship, but he's like, he's like full on. You know, it's what I deserved. Yeah. He you know, kind of, it was proper...
2: So, he's... like, Well, that's that's face William Regal coming podcast through Podcast like. interview yeah. William Regal there. Like. And it really tricks you. It sort of, like, you know, draws you into thinking, hey, maybe he's not such a bad guy. It's kind of like, like oh, cool.
0: nice, you know, two and a half hour Q&A session with, with William Regal yeah. in a nice pub, you know. And, and then he's
2: like, like, of course, it's great for me being an Englishman to be a champion because... Obviously, England's not used to having too many champions, and then he go, "Oh, but he oh, keeps it's the okay. tone of voice. Yeah, he's
0: like, I mean, come on, Frank Bruno, Blech. <laughs> Lennox
2: Lewis. <Blech. laughs>
0: he, he hates all the black athletes yeah. in the UK. Yeah, he says Lennox Lewis isn't even really British. He he definitely is though. Yeah, man. I, I he he absolutely can is. confirm that. He also <laughs> has a pop at teeth and the dole. He's kind of, you know, don't want when I go over there and I'll be a, a good ambassador for. For the UK, you know, I don't mention the fact that all your teeth are rubbish, or you know, you scrounging around at Christmas, not got any money for the Argus catalogue. You know, uh, I remember one Christmas we couldn't get anything from the Argus catalogue, and it was it was dreadful. But I don't say that, you know? <laughs> and like the crowd are kind of like, hey, wait a minute, lay off a little, you. Mate, you know, don't judge Argus, okay? That laminated book has seen this family through some tough fucking times. <laughs> Hey, Big Show, you remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot. Backstage, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit chill in a doorway. Kurt asks nicely if Chris will interfere in his match. (laughs) So blatant. Would you come and fight my match and provide assistance? (laughs) And uh, he says it would be amazing if he did it because he's like, Kurt, you should have been in this fail four-way, but if you help me win this... We can have Benoit versus Angle. Mm. Everyone's like, boo! And I'm like, yay, actually. And also, like. (laughs) Chris,
2: could you interfere later so we can have Kurt versus uh, Chris Benoit? Benoit should have taken him up on that. He's offering you a title match if you help him. Help him! A
0: title match and a barn burner. Kurt is like, it would be a really great match. He's like, yeah, it would, actually. It definitely would. Damn you, heels being logical. We cut back to ringside. <laughs> Jim Ross and Taz.
10: His days as
0: Jenkin may be numbered here tonight at Insert at, Inser, at, a, at, at a Rebellion, I should say. Here at Inser, looks at his sheet, the Rebellion. Here, the, uh, they come coming up next on Inserit. Uh, a rebellion. <laughs> Come on. So bad, mate. mate. if you're ever stuck, look right in front of you. The
2: ring mat has got a fucking
4: ring. <laughs> you yeah, have
2: to look down and like,
0: pick it up a sheet.
2: Like. Three foot legs. You flew to another country for this show. You
4: can't
0: even remember the name of it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck it! We get thrown to... Man, this is a weird one. I've ne- never, ever... What the fuck is this? Ever. I'm pretty sure I watched this on Sky Box Office as a kid. Mm. I never remember this fucking Girodi Going up to our English broadcast colleague. Let's take it out, ladies and gentlemen, to our, our British colleague, Dan Berlinka,
10: who is up for this raucous crowd.
5: I'm having a great time up here with just some of the fans who come from all over the country to be with us tonight, but the first thing I have to ask is what
1: is your reaction to the European title match we saw earlier? I'm chuffed to Crash Wonder because I think Crash is Ace
4: and Regal seems to take the English for granted. Right, and what about you, sir? What do you think? And where did you come from today? Um, I came from Poland. I haven't really bothered about Regal, but it feels absolutely fantastic to be here. You know, watching on TV is one thing, but actually being here and being a part of it is absolutely fantastic. You know, it's brilliant. And I understand, you actually had quite a long journey to get here today. What's up? Thank you very much. But well, as you see, everyone's just having a great time up here in
0: Sheffield. all right This is my interpretation of it. Dan Berlenko. I heard it as Dan Malenka. Malenko. <laughs> like Dean's little brother. This <laughs> the you know people in holes in the crowd. Like <laughs> you know, he's like English white Jonathan Coachman, mm. and he talks with the masses, and we
2: don't get much out of him. I'm English, and I can barely understand what these guys are saying. Like, I guess they're just blowing up from being at the wrestling show. It's, but.
0: It's, so, it's so English. He's like, are you excited to be here tonight? Woo! What's up? It took us two hours to get here. <laughs> you should have taken the m one eight one, That would have been faster. Yeah, but we had to stop at Dalston Services. So, yeah. <laughs> it's tedious, unnecessary and they're in the really
2: shitty part of the (laughs) the camera's just zoomed into this little section way up in the nosebleed
0: and there's a bunch of people just kind of standing there awkwardly going yeah we're having a great time well they're having a great time here in Sheffield you've earned your money Dan yeah well done (laughs) coming up next it's Kane one more time taking on Chris Jericho
10: this all started as singly over a cup of coffee J-R this ain't about Coffee, that's for sure. Chris Jericho challenging William Regal for the European title. Uh oh. What's that? It's the big red machine. Kane shoving Regal ah! out of the way and going right to Chris Jericho. Ah! Oh my god, I want our touch Chris Jericho inadvertently! Accidentally spill hot coffee on Kane! Oh! God. Sorry, champ. I hope that coffee didn't burn you.
1: I mean burn me.
10: Those drastic measures there for a spill, wouldn't you think? I would think so. If the walls of Jericho him, are locked in, we've got a new champion Kane. turn. Jericho's gonna, Angle's gonna tap out. Hey, wait a minute, what wait, is oh, wait a minute. It's Kane, Kane on the top rope. One 2 j Kane from behind, clobbering Chris Jericho. Kane's got a hot coffee complex, oh! chunk slam. King. all this over a, a cup of spilled coffee? This all seemingly began over a cup of coffee.
1: You think this is about coffee? You don't want to see what lies under this? You want to see Chris Jericho? Well, the more you cheer for him, the more I hate him. The more you want to see him, the more I want to end him. After I beat Blackman and become hardcore champion, I'll challenge Jericho to a title defense. Then when I tear his face apart... When I rip out his pretty blonde hair, when I beat him so bad that his appearance is so repulsive that he too wears a mask as a shield. When I do that, it'll all be legal. Hey, wait
10: a minute, there's Jericho. What the heck? Jericho with a steel oh, tear. Oh my gosh. He's knocking the steps right back on the face. A key. Good man,
4: decapitated.
10: Did you see that? Jericho's showing no fear, knowing what the big red machine wants to do to the handsome young man. But Jericho, do you know what you've done?
2: This video package, because uh, we, we well, joke so much about the fucking coffee. Well, well, Taz literally like the last line before the video package, Taz goes, let's take a look at this and remember, this is more than just about coffee. <laughs> Then we get a package where the word coffee is uttered every 10 seconds. And Kevin Kelly goes, Kane has got a hot coffee complex. Sorry, I hope this coffee didn't burn you. The coffee there burned, Kane. This all started with a cup of coffee. Kane, this is about more than just coffee. You think this
0: is about coffee? (laughs) Shut up. I love how much they go back to the coffee in this. Yeah. Because they don't really
2: in later shows yeah again it's again because it's a UK pay-per-view you've got to sort of slam the brakes on the story progression a little bit this is like well play up the coffee part play up the coffee a little bit I do love that though because Mm.
0: like we've had a lot of like (laughs) we've had a lot of like fan art and goofs Mm. and stuff sent to us that people have done about the coffee thing yeah because I think this being about coffee 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 uh, we both have hot coffee complexes.
2: Oh, we're, we're big coffee men, yeah. Uh,
0: it was a really hard thing because at the Survivor Series 2000, we had alternate artwork. I had to literally flip a coin and pick between the two. Michael Scully did the one of the game being unmasked as the, mm. as the Scooby-Doo villain. But Elizabeth, she did an amazing one of Chris Jericho as the Starbucks logo with just his little face on it. <laughs> Put that out on Twitter. It's fantastic. <laughs> this is about more than coffee, folks. I will say, though, amidst all this coffee... This is the first time that Kane is really given a proper lengthy promo where it's
2: not just, I
0: am a
7: monster!
2: Yeah, it's Michael Cole directing questions at him backstage, so it's a bit more focused. And than... he's
0: like, I'm gonna, you know, like, I'm gonna disfigure him I, anytime I see him and how happy he makes people I
2: hate. It, it's really. I'm gonna pull his hair out, I'm gonna disfigure his face so badly that he will have to shield his face with a mask as well. And it, like... it works so, because the Cole is so small and Kane
0: is looming over him. Fucking The brilliant. idea of
2: Kane wanting to inflict, like, his disability onto someone else as well, that's great. Like, great might work from Kane here really at this good point. really really great
0: coming out y j on the microphone gives us a catchphrase fucking palooza yeah I think he had a running bet with someone to see how many he could do in like a minute welcome to England is Jericho it feels like there's a lot of Jericho-holics here in the ring tonight we will never, ever be the same
2: again. But again like the rock, considering how great Jaco is on the mic, very disappointing, quite phoned in, I thought.
0: Yeah, it didn't really kind of it, it felt like he he wasn't amped up for this match.
2: Yeah and I don't say that lightly obviously uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie I am really sad that I was kind of hoping with the whole the package being what it was I really hoped that Jericho was going to come out with like a couple of lattes or something like hey there champ got this for you Ooh, what's the deal
0: with it? it decaf no cream <laughs> 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 you know? or a coffee on a pole match, coffee at coffee on a pole I'm just oh, saying man. Or, like, there's a giant cafetiere and you have to climb the ladder and plunge the (laughs) cafetiere. My
2: God! Put your opponent inside like, the Paul Bearer glass casket. My God, look at the strength of Kane.
0: That's really fine ground coffee. How's he (laughs) pushing the cafetiere? (laughs) Michael Cole, shut up! There's literally a contender for the worst banter ever. When Taz and J.R. start talking about... There's, like, some boxer, and Taz is kind of like, oh, I think he's sitting up there in a, in a kid's chair because he's so short. You know I hate short people, JR. Because, <laughs> you know, Taz is short, isn't it? It's Taz funny. Taz is such
2: a massive brick shithouse. And then it? he
0: goes, what is it anyway? The
2: WBO? The World Body Odour? <laughs> now I know you've just, you've just glanced over that there for some highlights, but that actually was, like, a three-minute conversation on commentary. They don't shut the fuck up. And but... this
0: is, like, I mean, this match isn't just... Right, about coffee, and there's a lot going on <laughs> in the ring here. Worst banter ever. Kane's breathing is... Uh... Oh, the...
2: <sighs> he, to to walk under that hood for as long as he did. Seriously. He's a, he's a trooper. Yeah, he's got a proper pug face smushed up in there, yeah. I imagine. Uh, we've got the typical um, Kane's go-to choke as well, where he chokes... Y2J from behind on his back and lifts him over like that. I think he's
0: only done that with Jericho. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Actually, he does it later on as well against Raven, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a go to thing, but what I hadn't seen before is he's doing that, Jericho's over his back. Jericho Mm -hmm. actually starts to drag Kane towards the corner a little bit with his weight, and then Jericho runs up the turnbuckle and then flips back over on Kane to escape the move. Really cool little escape. Kind of how
0: Austin would, uh, sorry, Brett like escape from the sleeper or the the million dollar dreamer or whatever. Kind of of flipping backwards. Really cool. Uh, Kane really showing what he's capable of working with an athletic guy once again here, Absolutely. You know, he's red, but he's keeping up. Yeah. And you know?
2: he, he is dominating for a good portion of this match as well. We got the uh, patented Kane corner combat where, you know, he chucks a guy in the corner. <laughs> 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 a little while, yeah. Muller corner offense. Uh, then Kane goes to the top rope, Y2J knocks the rope, and you know, obviously Kane falls down, his balls go onto the turnbuckle, oh. <laughs> and Taz goes, oh, right in the Krispies, jail. The Krispies? I think someone, like, you know, on the, on the plane ride over, Taz was like, hey man, I'm doing commentary in England, I need some tips on, like, UK slang and things to say. Crispies. And someone was playing a joke on Taz and just gave him all these things, like, Krispies, nice pair of biscuits on her, like... There's no
0: way
4: Wait, he
2: thinks these are real sayings. Please, if there is anyone from
0: from the North who, <laughs> who might be able to point out if we're missing some very
2: obvious cockney rhyming slang... Crispies. 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 Of all the things that testicles don't represent, Rice crispies are like just... I mean, corn pops, at least. If anything, Or, like, you
0: know, Nesquik, a bunt when they kind of lump together.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
7: Where's my title shot?
2: Backstage, in a fit of pure fucking rage! Lita's just there having like an apple tango, she's just pouring- (laughs) Like, she- no, she's got a can of apple tango with the logo facing the camera, and she's pouring it into a plastic cup for no reason.
0: And Trish, who really doesn't have the kind of, the charisma at this point, to properly mock, it's only later I realised, oh, she was mocking Lita's promo
2: for earlier. Yeah, I didn't realise that either. Because Trish just comes in and goes, meh, dip and then Lita's like, fuck you, it just beats the shit out of her. Throws it, well, Trish gets tangoed first of all, she gets it right in the eyes, then Lita's fucking shoving her around, rips her top off. All right, what happens here,
0: what's so ridiculous about it, is the fact that what Trish actually says was, I'm so excited to be here, I'm getting so much mail, it would be a great place to win back your title. So mm. she was alluding to the promo earlier, but she says it so
2: quietly. Yeah, you can barely hear it. It wasn't clear that she was trying to rile Lita up. So Leah just looks like a psycho at this point.
0: Like Big thumbs up. I'm a big fan of the Trish and Lita feud. Mm, definitely. It is, but I will kind of give the Steve Austin, it is what it is. <laughs> As in, like, Lita, like, beats the fuck out of Trish here. Like, the fact she like, throws her onto a case and fucks her into a wall. Head first. But because it's 2000, they had like... And it's one thing that the Trish and Lita feud was not immune to. It was, like, she has to take her top off. Mm. Like, that's, like... An, an, an In the year 2000, like, literally every week, Lita ripped off Trish's top. Yeah. And, like, as awesome and as pioneering as Trish and Lita were, you know, every week they would rip a top off. They had, like, spanking matches... They had like the first bra and panties match. Yeah. They were really the guinea pigs for this kind of like sexualized stuff that they would go on to become like even more widespread. In, the, uh, As in, in the corp- Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of like, this is the ground they had. They had like kick-ass feuds that had to use that. Yeah. So it's kind of like you could enjoy the feud and close your eyes, but it's kind of like, that's just kind of, it was mired in that really. It was just mm-hmm. kind of the point there. And she ends up throwing Trish into Ivory's locker room. Yeah. Which inexplicably, Stevie Richards is sitting down
2: watching her get dressed. Were you as surprised as I am about how long this went on for? You keep thinking like, oh, they're going to walk off screen now. Or a TNA
0: might come help her. Yeah,
2: it just keeps going.
0: (laughs) She literally kills poor Trish. She throws her in there and then, yeah, it's just a big pull-apart brawl because Ivory is there, getting changed.
2: Stevie turns up and like tries to cover it up. And Taz goes, look at those
0: socks, JR! <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine Taz in a Primark in the socks section. <laughs> <laughs> look at those socks, JR! <laughs> Mate, fucking socks, you need to wear
2: them, okay? You'll get fungal foot infections otherwise. Unfortunately, in this match, it became apparent that Sadly, as much as we wanted it, JR is not wearing off on Taz. Taz, if anything, is wearing off on JR. <laughs> it's a war of attrition between I, these two podcasters. I, I wasn't paying attention. I don't know how this came up, but I just, like, at one point I just heard JR go, I ate beans three times today. Three times, JR? Well, I like beans. Why did you need to tell us that? How did that possibly come up in conversation? This show wasn't even sponsored by Baked Beans. like it Yeah, we checked. Like, yeah. It's not as <laughs> if JR was paid in beans. Like, maybe there's a few left over from the last one. Who knows? Don't forget when you're leaving the arena to pick up a can of beans on the way
0: home. <laughs> Folks, want to tell you about a can of beans I had earlier on this week. Oh,
2: tomato sauce, beans. Watch that, Terry. Well, I would like to get some beans as well. I've been listening to a lot of JR (laughs) podcasts lately. He spent fucking 20 minutes the other day doing a Terry Funk impression to plug the Croissantwich. That show is dog shite. The Croissantwich,
0: however, is not. (laughs) And Burger King, if you want to get on board the AE podcast train, I'm just saying, I had chicken fries and regular fries yesterday. We can totally plug the Croissantwich. Loyal customers. Hey, Big Show. You remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot. Right now, most of you may be watching this on the network, which uh, you know you can check out this, this pay per view on. And thankfully, on the network, Roland is is there in its entirety, and yes. you get to live out the you know the nostalgia, the limp biscuit. We'll talk more about it when we actually hear it. But me and Adam were watching my DVD version of this, and they've actually edited over the Rolling One. Quite well, I might add, mm. with the classic booger red You've Do done it now. now. You've made a big mistake. So, well, that sounds like it's sung by Michael Hayes. <laughs> Do you know that there was a really, really, really creepy guy in my school, right, in my class? Everyone's gonna know this. You ever been in a situation where you're in fucking the school or something like that, and there's like two of you who like wrestling, and there's you, and you're fucking grand, and the other guy. ...writes all the lyrics to the American Badass yeah. Undertaker song. All three verses on his pencil case. Ooh. And I, I remember once looking over as he was doing like... ...bad ass is always kicking assholes ass. And he looked at me so fucking intense. And he knew I was a
2: fan. <laughs> Dead Man ink,
4: baby.
0: <laughs> and he had no friends either. It's like, mate, I could be your fucking friend. Aww. So this this one has got a bit of a weird connotation, this song. Yeah. What's bad about it is that I associate it with Booger Red. Lame as shit. American flag on the tummy taker (laughs) Care Bear Undertaker as he's also known (laughs) who helps America after 9-11 come together using his care powers (laughs) shooting from his American flag tummy the stars and stripes Benoit comes out and he says like yeah I beat you bad backstage I'm the best technical wrestler let's see what you got You've done it now. You've gone and made.
2: For a fucking minute. Nothing. No one's there. No Undertaker. Oh, the, the music fades away. Benoit's like, oh, well, I'm the winner by default, then I should win. You've, You've done, done it now. Oh, here we go. You've gone and <laughs> made a big. now. No, still no Undertaker. it. Nope. just the music by himself. <laughs> Benoit then just turns to the referee and is like, so like, I win, I guess. Like, seriously, <laughs> three times? You've I mean, done it now. now. Finally. There he is. And I
0: will admit, if that's rolling, tweet in at a podcast. Let us know if that was a okay but for us three you've done it now's Kill in me. that space it's fucking hard going the highlight of this though is undertaker's coming out Son's bike because he's got a bum leg he's like limping out did you notice the lady in the front row the blonde lady in the kind of beige jumper she was going shit. she was going shit like delia smith at a football match <laughs> take her coat out let's be having you <laughs> come on she was fucking giving it socks yeah I don't think if my mum went to wrestling, this is how she would act, <laughs> off, you know. It's fucking brilliant. Ah, okay. Taz finally says soup bones.
2: Yeah, there it is.
0: Right, I've used a lot of soup bones. And I've I've thrown them in the bin, I guess. <laughs> Not that similar to Undertaker's
2: punches. You sure he wasn't saying soup bowls? That's how I always thought I soup, soup bones. I always thought it was soup bowls, like you know, like a big massive bowl coming at you in the face. Like, a bowl <laughs> of what? Cereal? soup 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 obviously what is it hot it's gonna spill all over you yeah but, well you, you asked taz not me I'm not i thought like you what I think soup bones are like
0: hard you know they're the ones that are left over you boil boiling for ages so they're all gnarled up how big are these bones though i don't know please someone taz ha- tweet taz <laughs> at taz whatever seriously dude help us out what the fuck do you mean
2: why are women tomatoes? I don't understand.
0: <laughs> Do you call them tomatoes when they're in the UK? That I don't understand.
2: Just want to say, feel free to cut this out if I'm misremembering it. But can you please include the audio of Jr. after Angle has won? Because I never expected that a random four-man main event at a show in England would be where you hear Jr. at his angriest ever. The Rock and Austin awesome fighting
9: on the outside with radical! Oh, I can't
6: believe, I
10: can't believe this. believe this.
8: Up
6: healthy that's how. The help the and and Oh my God, Kurt Angle is doing it. God damn it, I'm I am mad at him Believe
2: it, son of a bitch. He's actually losing his voice with anger. I, I love that. I That's what I love. Michael Cole, shut up. Hello, everyone, and welcome
0: to the Attitude Era podcast. Bono UKO Return-O Special Invasion Edition. We're here at Rebellion 2001, and uh, I'm Cowboy Kevin, joined alongside Adam. Hello. Hello. Are you ready for some fucking appropriated hometown shenanigans? Yeah, baby, home turf. Are you ready
2: for some more mayhem in Manchester? Don't put it like that. Because I don't want to watch Mayhem in Manchester again. Apropos of nothing, that is probably
0: the most appropriate secondary title we can give Rebellion 2001. Not to give it
2: away straight away, but.
0: (laughs) Not not a hot show, Kevin. This is a fucking great. I've lived in Manchester for a few years now. It's a fucking great city. Mm -hmm. I fucking love it. Don't even get me started about the footy, mate. (laughs) Alright? I've been to the football museum. I've seen George Best's car. No, not the one he had when he was a star. The one he had in 1989, The one that he wasn't allowed to drive anymore. I've I've eaten all the footballs, okay? One minute and
2: five into the recording game.
0: My blood bleeds red or blue depending on whoever it is I'm pretending I know what football is. (laughs) We've had a lot of fun with these UK shows. Yep. I'm going to ask you right now before we get into this, what is the special sauce that makes the fact that when we saw there was a rebellion coming up that you and I were like, Ooh,
2: Ooh. like a little treat for ourselves? Because it's like when Marvel Comics would do like a What If comic or whatever and it's like, <laughs> yeah, this is just going to be a wacky one. None of it counts, but just read it for the fun. And- so <laughs> one of
0: those I actually read recently and it was like, what if in Batman... That the Joker was Alfred, (laughs) and there's literally a bit where Alfred is in the Bat Cave, and it's like, "I used to be an actor," and it's like, "All it took was a little makeup, for fuck's sake, a couple of silly faces, and before you knew it, I'd given Master Bruce purpose in life." And it's like, "Oh, of course." Except all those times the Joker kidnapped Alfred. (laughs) Of course, we all remember from the 60s Batman show when Alfred was kidnapped by the Joker. It was a traumatic experience where he subjected him to all manner of tricks and japes. Mm. He was the first man to be traumatized by
2: actual tricks. You really don't want to talk about Rebellion, do you, (laughs) No, I kind of... Football, Batman. It's Batman's coming home, baby. Where's
4: my title shot?
2: It's Rebellion
0: 2001. There can be only one. World Wrestling Federation champion. The two biggest stars in all of sports entertainment. Go head to head,
10: one-on-one, mano a mano. There's never been higher stakes
1: in the history of sports entertainment. Rock, bring your little carcass to the ring right now. One-on-one, face-to-face, man-to-man. You know damn well you can't beat The Rock. I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. I am the World Wrestling Federation champion. What? The Rock! Austin, if you've got the guts, if you've got the balls to meet The Rock for the WWF title, I said shut up, stay out of The Rock's way. Austin versus The Rock.
10: This has got Slavernocker written all over it.
6: Yeah, Rebellion.
0: Rebellion. You guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Rebellion. <laughs> I like that they're reusing the theme. Yeah. Call it laziness of the uh, use of assets. Oh uh, uh, no,
2: I it's it is what it is. It's associated strongly with rebellion. This to rebellion is what da, 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 is to WrestleMania like. And of course that
0: means that if we're looking at analogies, Linda McMahon is a recently ousted from Straight Edge Society Luke Gallows, who did appropriate Really? <laughs> yeah, Luke Gallows had this for the one or two weeks after he broke from the Straight Edge Society. He, we came out to bone, Luke <laughs> be my Valentine. Will you be my Luke <laughs> And I remember as well what was great about it it was like he did go to see a punk, and he's like, I don't want to be with you anymore. And guess what? Tonight after I whoop your ass, I'm gonna go get a beer. Bone, <laughs> chicken, There can be only one. What? I am the Highlander. What? I don't dare, son. <laughs> you do not start British Isles-based pay-per-views with the phrase, there can be only one. Yeah, legit. You know, they, they literally thought here, oh, no, we're not going to go with the... Uh, oh, welcome to England.
2: No. They went with, oh, we'll go mystical. We'll go with the Highlander. Welcome to Scotland, here in the Manchester Evening News Oh, arena. you don't want to be saying that round here, mate. No, you don't, mate. You'd hate that. Highlander fans.
0: (laughs) Scum of the earth they are. They'd fight you if they got half a chance. Of all the previous UK shows... I mean Mayhem in Manchester is very much like was a house show that seemed to be filmed by accident yes. and then like I don't know someone was like shit we have to release it <laughs> but all the other ones did yeah they had that attempt of a self contained story Yeah, be it the hardest of the hard men or exactly. get this Shane McMahon or you know like it literally tried to for the one night tell the little story Yeah, like the time when Bradshaw and Kurt Angle took turns doing elbow drops on the Irish flag back when they came we haven't forgotten what you after don't you look at me there, British, with your eyes. After after we get our revenge on you, then it'll be <laughs> after that, then the next is Bradshaw and Kurt do doing elbow drops yeah. on the Irish flag, which, you know, we've died on. <laughs> so that was well out of order. But tonight it just felt, yeah, we were very much just getting
2: ah, it's the house show. It's just a show. Are they embracing it or is it just laziness? I think it's just laziness, I think that like, at the minute they've got so much shit going on moving pieces in the WWF, it was like, ah fuck we promised like 8 months ago we were going to do this fucking show in the UK. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Rock and Austin's like a really good feud. Why don't you send them over there? Well, like, it's basically
0: it. like is like the WWF is like the divorced dad who's promised like their kids this <laughs> awesome sweet sixteen, and then they got work and they got the the Fujinara contract to worry about, yeah. and they can't even. That's Kurt Angle turning heel the
2: fucking night before this. But the Rock and Austin main event is like, look, but I got you that video game that you wanted. It's like,
0: not the it's not for the right system, Dad. Ah,
2: uh, well,
0: you didn't even get me the expansion pack now i can only play multiplayer perfect dark
2: <laughs>
0: i hate
5: you hey big show you remember me don't you i'm the big shot
2: did you catch the historic statement regarding the WCW title match though? Was it saying it was the first time it was defended in the UK? First time it was defended on Skybox Office. Oh, give me a break. Another huge first for the Attitude Era podcast.
0: All right, it was defended on TCM, okay? Yeah. You know, what are saying it's saying up is like, yay, Cartoon Network's going to continue 24-7 and then they would go, but only on cable and then they'd fucking, the lion would roar and all of a sudden all these weird old WCW fuckers would yeah. What? <laughs> you're in our town now boy <laughs> that's not steve austin it's goldberg <laughs> like that that was my right <laughs> yes that's literally my experience oh, I, I wonder if it's that cage but set up lower like, like across it, the win yeah apron. maybe but it's a weird one then there's a few here points here tonight where you realize that wbf when they come over here in 2001 They've got maybe two or three people as a hookup. Mm. Like, someone who's got the ring, but, like, you hear the bell, and the bell's wrong. The bell's like a cheap tin bell. Yeah, it's... Like. <laughs> There's, like, the indie show I went to, and someone just held up their phone and went... Ding, ding, ding! For
2: fuck's sake! Better than this!
0: Yeah, I guess. You know, when a match ends or starts, you don't want your first reaction to be, the fuck is that like? And the match starts or it ends, the fuck is that like? Someone <laughs> hitting a mug with a spoon. Ha right? <laughs> ha <laughs> <laughs> Christian works the shoulder But Kevin is getting worked By a sign that says 100% British beef Yeah What is that all about Is it a BSE gag <laughs>
2: I don't know what to tell you, Kevin. Do you remember Mad Cow Disease? Yeah, I do. But was that that was quite a few years before this one? Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, do you have any memories of it at all? Because I mean, obviously, you and I
0: we're Foot and Mouth guys. Yeah, like, yeah, we're Foot know. and Mouth
2: kids through and through. Yeah, like... we
0: grew up with images of you know livestock being burnt in ditches. Like,
2: have you still got your Foot and Mouth kids badge at home, <laughs> Kevin? Because I've still got all my stickers. I've isn't? got Foot and Hand and Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now, Foot and
0: Mouth, obviously in the, in the memories, but I well, some of my earliest memories are being freaked out about Mad Cow Disease. Yeah,
2: but do you have? any memories at all literally same as you just vague memories of being freaked out like images of burning Stark on TV and Ooh, just hearing- Michael Portillo
0: eating some beef on the bone
2: <laughs> Like, you idiot. And just hearing the phrase mad cow disease like 12 times a day in itself was scary. When you don't understand what it is as a kid and you're just like, oh, there's mad cows everywhere and they've got to burn them because they're mad. Like, Oh,
0: that's too easy. Isn't it? You know it's bad when it riles up children. It'll yeah. rile up like really like daily mail readers. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. yeah, children and daily mail readers go, mad cow. <laughs> we got to do something about this. I remember... Being really freaked out because it wouldn't—I couldn't understand it, like what it was, and what it meant. And it wasn't in Ireland, but all I knew is that there was a lot of worries that it would come to Ireland because of the the trading, and it was very. Everyone was terrified around where I was because in Westmeath, with podzol soil, you can't grow cash crops, you can't grow vegetables. So it's turf or livestock. Right. And only half of them had the turf, so the other half were very very upset and i remember like being at a family gathering when i was like four or five it must have no i was like six or seven It had to have been because it was around like 94 95 i remember seeing like my cousin at this family gathering and did it ever happen to you when you meet a cousin when they're like eight or nine and then you meet him when they're like 12 or 13 Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like they they've they've turned into charmeleon (laughs) <laughs> you got a little bit of an attitude on him. Yes. It's kind of like Oh, there's the guy who I played Street Fire with. Oh, yeah Do you remember Sensible Soccer? And I made all my team named after sweets. You know, and we had a right laugh, didn't we, when I was four. And then he turned to me and I asked him a BSC. And he's like, Oh, BSC, Kevin, it's this horrible disease. And if you're even in the same room as someone eating the beef, your organs will melt. <laughs> and I ran out of this family gathering with tears. Going, ah! Jesus because i had been in the room with air, there was beef everywhere <laughs> it was a south dublin celebration rare beef was the i've I been so scared i literally i don't say i was triggered but as soon as i saw that 100 british beef i was like what have i got in the fridge i hope i've not bought any <laughs> beef.
2: still knocking around it is Michael Cole, shut up. And then later on in the night, there is a match between Vincent, Vincent
0: Shane, the rematch the from rematch yeah, rematch
2: from WrestleMania, Vincent. I should say
0: the re re rematch because the previous rematch was the one that ended with Shane and of course the Alliance course. turning heel and yeah. all that shite. Yeah.
2: So it's yet another street fight between Vince and Shane in the main event, and it turns into the usual brouhaha of Alliance guys interfering, WWF guys coming out to make the save. And I did like this
0: as well because we had the the calling card of 2001 which is people coming out in recap packages doing their moves set to are they gunshots the yeah. D- <laughs> yeah except when Regal comes in to Lobo the Undertaker he gets a <laughs> bee-
2: <laughs> which I love <laughs> zooms in on the Undertaker going cross-eyed
0: like oh, there <laughs> it is <laughs> alright I, I love the low blow in the old video games because ding
2: yes ding, that re- is so perfect But I want from now on a mod from a wrestling game because it it goes. And if you could put in like the neck crank. Get that for a (laughs) Lobo.
4: Whoa!
0: What did you do to them, big man?
4: Where's my title
0: shot and the Hurricane character is really really fun and it's good to see him get over in front of this crowd I do like when he dons the cape as well in the match to give himself extra jumping powers grown man wearing a cape come he- on hideous I'm too tired to
2: complain
0: I would like to see Jim Ross in a cape
2: yeah like, seriously like some sort of barbecue themed cape or something <laughs> like I think
0: magic Jim Ross like is all I want to see like he's dressed as a <laughs> wizard I think it'd be really brilliant and all of his incantations could be like, "Your know, good God Almighty!" <laughs> be brilliant. At 32 minutes and 10 seconds, we get our nay of the night. <sighs>
2: As Scotty Too Hardy makes a horse noise. Literally got that written down myself there. Oh, really? That's well not your gr- is that your grunt of the night? I've got two grunts, so That's I'll, okay. let, I'll let you have the neigh of the night. The neigh of the
0: night? Well, after Billy had the, what was it, fucking
2: the, turtle? The moan of the night. Oh, those
0: turtle banging a shoe of the night. What the fuck it was this freak? <laughs> what the fuck is he sleeing this like? Used to be about grunts, used to be normal. Now it's gone weird, man.
2: Love you, Billy. <laughs> it
0: used to be about grown men grunting. Now it's about turtles and shoes and horses. It's weird, man. My search history is all out the wazoo now. You don't believe what they're recommending me on Prime. Hurricane goes for the worm, which Paul Heyman says is the slug. Mm-hmm. And uh, as Hurricane tries to do the little dance, and even though I know Hurricane could probably do an immaculate worm I bet he could he does a very good job at pretending that he can't even do the basic starting up and he's like kind of do the chicken dance like no dad not like that
2: proper worm
0: (laughs) but you know there were kids in the audience who would have been like he's doing it Uh, is that that the worm
6: no mom that's not it I hate
1: rebellion
2: Scotty looks scary post match as well. Like, Just a
9: little,
6: like, hello, children.
2: Like, he's losing his hair. He's like hot dog red, and he's literally like, ah, I've won this, the match. Just little wave. Like he's yeah. looking at a boy in the ring going,
0: Everyone in the WWF roster floats, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see the worm? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey, big show. You remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot. It's DDP!
2: This is brilliant.
4: It's me, D-D-P. Over
8: here in jolly old England. But you people don't seem so jolly. You seem really depressed. But that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Why? I'll tell you why. Because when you people are as low as you are, there's only one place to go, and that's up. Now you see, just like me, that I like me, you like me, and now you like you. Because
1: of me,
0: D. D. P.
2: Diddly-D. It's me. D. D. P. You want to talk about Tim Curry's Pennywise. Oh. That's the way he like, will say a word and then. He, he like turns the head real slow. <laughs> they all float down here, Sarah. But in
6: England.
0: <gasps> they're all depressed. That's good that you brought up a good Tim Curry because at the moment all I've got in my head is like when Billy comes round, right? We have this like kind of tradition now, when we do a recording weekend, Billy comes round and Billy will curate a list. Of the best memes and internet bin water that is available and we all sit down have a nice big laugh when we're all tired after recording yeah and it's a lovely time well this time joe got in on the action from how to and she had some videos to show us and i'm now obsessed with the low energy classic of tim curry on the worst witch halloween
3: special Halloween,
0: your dog could turn into a cat. Tim Curry clearly wasn't there when they were recording it. Yeah. It's like in a separate room. Come in here, Mr. Curry. Put on this cape. Anything can happen on Halloween.
2: Legit. You might even see a cat. <laughs> when it came on and I saw the title of the video, like I leapt out of my chair because I was like, Ah, Tim
0: Curry, Frankenville! Like Halloween is so very weird. Better than a stereo.
2: <laughs> yeah. Boo.
0: Ah. Ah. So DDP talks about how England is depressed.
2: And that's not a bad thing. (laughs) It's a A good thing. (laughs) That you're all depressed. You're all depressed. That's a good thing.
0: Because it can only improve from here. I think we need to really sort out that House of Commons all them naysayers who won't get on board with oh you thought you wasn't going to do a Brexit joke well fucking strap yourselves in let's get Diamond Dallas Page in the honourable gentleman from North Jersey has some words about Brexit you guys we have to get on board because even though it seems like a nightmare hellish scenario it can only get better from here <laughs> <laughs> Order, order, Mr. Page You are a most rambunctious fellow But you are not obeying the rules of this house And he's like oh.
7: <laughs> oh,
0: so We get the diamond cutter And then a five count from the referee Then a pin, then a kick yeah, DDP did write this fingerprints are all like literally i when i when that happened i got you know the other thing um they make fun of it the simpsons where it's like the youtube scratchy productions it's like the two of the relic like and the typewriter with the camera spins around it's like, Burn oh, me yeah. me <laughs> i just imagine ddp like <laughs> a diamond dallas page production by diamond dallas page no heat at all we get a 36 stone choke slam by the big show yeah and uh yeah it picks up the win and then we get a fucking awful cringe, awful ruined the match, ruined everything, even ruined DDP's character.
1: That wasn't a bad thing. That was a good thing. Because now I get to get the hell out of this country. Oh, I want the
0: audacity of that. <laughs> so we get the music hitting then and then uh, it's a little bit awkward Adam, isn't it, for old DDP? Big Show's music's playing and he grabs the mic and he's like
2: that's not a bad thing I can get out of this town now oh. but he doesn't even get to fit Like the, the music cuts out when he picks up the mic and he's like
1: I may have lost the match that's not a bad thing well it's the Big Show that's a good thing oh fuck it man it's not a bad thing it's the Big Show
0: oh bad oh. do you think he maybe thought in his head that he'd have the bling Bling, bling. As his little gap <laughs> to get the promo and Fucking awful. <sighs> nine to the round table chat here. Kerna going full out. I mean, this is like... I'm trying to... If we watch this show... Not in sync. I would have loved this, Mm. but just watching this, knowing what had come before, it sucks. But I still the comedy of this is undeniable. Where Kurt is like, yeah, look, we're on a we're on a round table here. After Austin's banging the table, Kurt starts banging it as well to mimic him. Then he's like, yeah, this is it's a round table because you know Steve, you're like King Arthur. What Shane McMahon is like Merlin which was met with silence by the crowd as well. The crowd does not get this. And then Kurt's like, I'm Galahad because I'm brave. And we need bad, we need bad guys as well. So the rock is Sir Lancelot. Now this is the point in time where I always kind of go, okay, you're talking about fucking, you're talking about English kayfabe here now, which I know fuck all about. And I assume was like whipped into you. Like the Nicene Creed was with me, Mm. you know? So what the fuck is this? Lancelot to heal? What? What? Who are who are the rounds the round table? How does this work? Are they real? Are they fake? Was there a King Arthur? Is that literally a story of complete legend? That's
2: legend. I, oh, I think this is how little I know about so it. So were you
0: were you like taught this in school? No, or no. Okay.
2: What I've gleaned about the King Arthur legend comes mostly from the Monty Python Holy Grail movie. All right, because that's what I got as well. But like, I don't. I would feel ashamed of that because it's obviously a big part of English culture. But I don't feel so bad because the crowd, I think, are the same as me. They're silent. There's no reaction to any of this. It was clearly meant to be a, like, oh, we'll do some hometown references for England. <laughs> yeah, and they'll, yeah. They'll fucking love it. This like. is
0: totally Raven is happy that Doncaster lost in the yeah, league today. Yeah, exactly. like, You know, what? You know? But
2: no one gives a fuck. Like. <laughs> like
0: some, someone sat down and looked through books and were like, yeah, we'll do to the round table. And this could be a funny promo. And they wrote down all these references, which... No one got, because you didn't get it, Joe didn't get it. Please, someone explain to me if Lancelot's meant to be a heel, because The Rock, Kurt says, is
2: Lancelot. I think Lancelot fucks up the quest for the Grail and ends up wanting to get with Guinevere, who is King Arthur's Lady, and Deborah is Guinevere, as Kurt says. But The Rock's never wanted to get... You know, if he'd have just, like made any stenders comparison instead where he's like, Austin, you're obviously Phil Mitchell, like and I'm like the Grant Mitchell of the situation. Like that would have the crowd might have popped for something like that.
0: Yeah, and this is all missing the most important thing to get any of this fucking round table shit over, which is lutes and harps, and that's the only way it's gonna get over. Mm-hmm. Bravely brave Steve
6: Austin <laughs> rode forth from broken skull. He was not afraid to
1: jump. Oh brave Steve Austin! <sighs> He was not afraid to be run down at Survivor Series <laughs> Brave, 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 brave Steve Austin What? <laughs> he won't <wronged> job to <laughs> Brock Lesnar He took his ball and he went <laughs> <laughs> Be that as it may
0: It was what it was For fuck's sake Always let a cooler, a cooler head prevail <laughs> Riding up and down Cabin. the roads with Rick Root. <laughs>
6: I've got an happy day and taste of half stone cold, stone cold,
0: <laughs> That's how you do a Knights of the Round Table segment.
2: That would have got over. People would probably know the Monty Python song more than the actual story of the Knights of the Round Table. Like...
0: Michael Cole,
6: shut up!
2: JR
0: accuses Paul Heyman of being a peeping Tom.
2: Okay. When they're low energy like this, all sorts of shit slips by. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not getting clever or personal at all. They're just making shit up like
0: APA like a nice little ale every shut now.
2: Shut up. <laughs> like shut up. Hey, JR. That's you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we love Ale. With your ale always pounding ale, <laughs> love it. Man. Holy shit.
0: fuck's sake, man. I <laughs> uh, seriously, if the if they're a campaign for real ale, if Camera want to have an always pounding ale t-shirt. Yeah. The Ale Protection Agency, you know, I'm in there drinking. Hang on, this doesn't taste like a real ale. Camera. They come in there, they sort that shit out. I, I love a real ale. I'm not gonna lie, I adore a real ale.
2: Me too. But these are the weakest UK references they've ever come up with. Like Jr's, just his heart's not in it. They've got nothing but. Ale and not even fish and chips makes an appearance. Like, they did
0: that last time, didn't they? I'm
2: tired.
0: Plus, mate, having an ale and fish and chips, that's a one way ticket to a fucking bad England toilet time. I learned that my first week in this fucking place, all right? You don't never mix the two, all right? They're lovely separately, but they fight when they uh, get together in the same room, those guys.
4: Where's my title shot?
0: No wrist tape on Bubba Ray Dudley, and I've written here. You just know there's some story there.
8: <laughs>
0: Stacy was. Using I was just thinking that way. Like, <laughs> yeah, Stacy used it to, like, I don't know, do a scrapbook or something. Could you believe the disrespect of that Jezebel? Oh, man. JR buries the hipster Dudleys with their poser lensless glasses
2: really yeah
0: he's like well they wear those anyway paul and paul's like they obviously they have them on the on the announce table because when you come back paul's got like bubba's glasses the rest of the night like and he's like they help them see better jr like they got no lenses in them if I, saw, I didn't catch this one, this would have crushed me as a child. Yeah. The Dudleys were my guys. Yeah. Because they're were, they were like Biclops in, uh, in The Simpsons, you know?
2: Yeah. Ah, for all those kids with glasses, we've got a hero we can rally behind. That's the moment of being like, you know, the monkeys don't even write their own songs, don't you? <laughs> it's not true, shut up! Those aren't even Bubba Ray's real lenses. No! Literally,
0: Kevin Kelly and Jonathan Coulton got bumped tonight for Chavo and Hugh. To get
2: their seats on the plane.
0: Kevin loves an ale. Yeah? And Billy gave me a special Manchester-based Kevin Kelly reference I can't even use now. Oh,
2: no! 2K is gonna be the K. <laughs> I'm gonna give it back to you. Billy gave you that, didn't he? He did. Alright, I'll, uh, I'll be speaking to Billy tonight.
5: Hey, Big Show, you remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot. Twist of Fate and a
0: backwards 3D to Farouk. Matt pins Farouk. We're down to the Dudley boys and to the Hardy boys, but oh no! A wild spoiler appears!
10: Twist of Fate after the Dudleys double team and the APA have been eliminated.
0: So Matt pins Farouk. One, two, three. <laughs> Literally just enough beats to realise that is the Dudley Boys. They're winning, and the crowd—it's the greatest noise ever. Adam, I've never heard a crowd collectively go, "Hey, wait a minute!" aww damn it! This is another thing that if that happened,
2: I was in the audience, would have started. (laughs) 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 Just a big wet patch appearing (laughs) in your trousers, like. I'm so glad that we were similar children that we can joke like. This,
0: this. would have been, yeah. This would have been the moment that the, the plastic bag would have, yeah. come out. Like I always remember the difference between me and my brother is like my brother when he went away to camp for the first time, she packed his precious childhood teddy bear just there, just in case he got lonely. And when I went to camp, I got three Tesco shopping bags just in case you have a panic attack and get sick. That should last you a
2: week, shouldn't it, it? It didn't, but oh, it was for a nice God's thought. For sake. Oh, I got it. 3D to Matt Hardy JR says Jeff Hardy Oh no It's 2001 mate Come on
0: His hair One of them wears a hat now Literally Jeff. He's literally like Do you think if I wear this tonight You get my name right Hat like, with Jeff on it like <laughs> <me>. <laughs> It's like when Homer tries to get his name recognised He's got all the like the big Hello <laughs> my name is Jeff Like He comes in Who the devil are you <laughs> I told you man I'm Jeff Hardy Hello. Hello. <laughs> Next up, hometown boy, William Regal, taking on Tajiri. We're going to get this one at Survivor Series, but let's just have it here once again, because I reckon they figure that Tajiri's over enough and Regal is dastardly enough that he will not get cheered. And I was reckoned we'll get the nice big promo from Regal. To mm. get cra- they were already booed him as soon as that music hit. No way. Mm. Not a single pop.
2: No. Nope. There was no work for Regal to do. No. Because his character is so fucking good. That's how strong of a heel he is. You don't have to worry about him going to England and getting cheered. It's not a factor.
0: He's coming out, he's referred to as being Tony Blair's role model. Like,
2: Yeah, Paul is saying what a great English uh, hero I he is. I love
0: this because it's 2001 when we believed. Yeah. You know, and this New just... labour. Yeah. JR is like, oh, I apologise, ladies and gentlemen. He did not mean to say that. He's like, mate, give it a year. Yeah. Literally a year. Just you wait. Oh, man, thank you for spending your dough money to come (laughs) and see me.
2: That's fabulous. He buries Man United.
0: Buries David Beckham. I wrote down David Breakfast by mistake, but it's David Beckham like, you know...
2: Tajiri's music. Oh, wait, hang on. Did you oh. not get the last Manchester reference? The last Manny You reference? If, if you ask me, everyone in the bloody arena tonight should all be sent to Strangeways Prison. What is Strangeways Prison? It's a Manchester based prison. Is it? Is that the one down on Bury Road? Yeah, it's just up the road from where I live, From oh, there. That's okay. Strangeways, and it's been referenced in lots of things before now, is Manchester's prison.
0: Do you reckon that they definitely thought it would be a supervillain named prison when they started it?
2: <laughs> it so is, isn't it? Isn't it is not it Arkham Asylum I
0: seriously I'm sorry Victor Freeze But you're being sentenced to Strange Way Prison (laughs) You're not putting me in the cooler We are We just sentenced you So On your way uh, No bail Bang You know I liked all that. I thought he maybe could have dropped a, a Morrissey reference there at the mm-hmm. end as well, you know, kind of going, you switch Morrissey.
9: <laughs>
0: get to fuck!
6: get the
0: fuck! Ladies and gentlemen, a riot is brought down. The building is on fire. Please go to the protest event that has been set up and <laughs> against this event.
6: Michael Cole! Shut up!
0: I've often mentioned on how to people learned it about you know, Austin learned he was wrestling was fake when he was going out the door. Roddy Piper didn't even know it while he had his first match because he just got steamrolled. Mm. Like, and Regal found out about wrestling by going in as a kind
2: of a, yeah, go on, let's all try fight. What a fucking weird way to get into wrestling. That's that is so weird and like not even real. Like that's. <laughs> it reminds me of. <laughs> Why have you only given me three hundred pounds here? Well, the ad said you could pay three grand for three minutes. You pinned him in two. I least you get three hundred quid. So, um, later on, Regal's like, oh, I missed the part, but that was my problem.
0: What's your name? I'm
2: Stephen Regal.
0: That'll never get over. William Regal.
2: Stephen Regal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in his little jammies, like, yeah. Oh, that's
2: a wonderful singlet. Did your uh, did your husband make that for you?
0: <laughs> I will. All right, yo, if you ever get the chance. Go see Regal live.
2: Go see Spider Man One. <laughs> like...
0: Absolutely, <laughs> Sam Raimi just gets the character in a way that these modern guys ain't.
2: Let's uh, put Hannibal
0: Buress in. That'll get. Yes, it'll get over. But go see Regal live. If you ever get a chance, he'll tell you a million stories, mm. and it'll always be fascinating.
4: Where's my title shot?
0: Austin suplexes The Rock onto the table, and we get a couple of hope spots for The Rock. It's like Austin's in control for all this yeah. one, you know. And then you know Austin keeps shutting down The Rock. He does a luthes and then what can easily be described as the silliest elbow drop Austin has ever done. Because you know he runs against the ropes. He goes hey,
2: de, 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 de. yeah, hands in the air,
0: giving beers to everyone in heaven. Whoop, yeah. and now going
2: back. Whoop, yeah. and if you let me go, flip, reverse it. What? And then he does it again. A triple. He's like a weeble wobbling back and forth. Like
0: anytime I could buy more time to extend the match. Sometimes I would do that for hours, man. I just go back and forth and back and forth until I started to feel real sick,
2: man. Any parts of the match without dialogue were considered for slow motion, <laughs> to tell you the truth. Austin locks in a nice long headlock, and The Rock Reverses gets a sleeper of his own! Not just a headlock, Kevin. Oh! Austin hits a Glage sleeper. Dang on the rock. it! Doesn't make a noise, but it is like. He- you know, it's it's the furthest thing from an homage, like, but he hits it. But then when The Rock hits his own Glarge sleeper, and it is a Glarge sleeper yeah. because it's bounced off the ropes oh, into yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, little tribute. Oh, I thought it'd be like kind of
0: oh, uh,
2: you know the, the soft, the moan of the night, the like,
0: moan like you know. Many conspiracy theorists believe that they forever poisoned the well of British wrestling. ...with what happened here tonight in Birmingham. So I think when we're looking through this pay-per-view... ...I want to bear in mind kind of the bulldog standing now... ...as opposed to maybe when we first were introduced to him. And Mm -hmm. also kind of maybe... ...if there isn't a case of people making a bigger deal out of this... ...like how disrespectful could a wrestling show be, surely? You know, and WWE's making its bread and butter now... ...by, you know, sitting its roots deep into the UK indie scene. For better or for worse, most people will say for worse... The UK is important
2: to WWE. It is. Have they fucked it from far back as 1997, Adam? Yeah. Well, maybe we are making too much of a big deal about this. Maybe it's not all about the Bulldogs. Let's see. uh, How do we open this show, Kevin? As a lad growing up in Manchester, England, David Smith
10: dreamed of making his family, friends, and countrymen proud. The road to that dream led to the birth of the British Bulldog. Carrying the pride of his country, the Bulldog became an international superstar. In his first homecoming, 80,000 fans at Wembley Stadium shared the realization of a dream. I can't believe it! One of the greatest wrestling matches of all time has just taken place here at SummerSlam, the new Intercontinental Champion, the British Bulldog. Davey Boy's legend grew when last May in Berlin, Germany, he became the first ever European champion. But despite worldwide popularity, the British Bulldog has been branded a rogue by America. Tonight, Davy Boy is home again for one night only, to defend a title, a country, and a young boy's dreams.
0: We open with a montage of Davy Boy in Wembley, 1997.
2: Jim Ross calls him, with a home country hero. It's like fucking black and white footage, piano music. Like, not to sound disrespectful, but this genuinely is like a tribute package for his death. Like,
0: when we were like a minute into this, and you know, we watched this early in the morning on a miserable yep. fucking February day. Like, this we had was... proper
2: British mentality. It was raining outside, and we just like... spent around
0: an hour talking about how everyone hates this, just to kind of get the <laughs> ground, get the groundwork going. And then I turned to you within a minute. I wrote down exactly what I said to you here, which I said, "This is." dramatic pause magical because mm. it fucking was yeah it was so magical it made me feel like feelings for the British Bulldog that I thought as an Irishman I am not privy to <laughs> it
2: was genuinely moving it was so I mean this really seriously so sincere so reverent to Davy and his status and this is also this man we've been seeing is basically a heel on TV with the Hart yep. family and Owen Hart like cackling together. Like... And they
0: they put over the European Championship as mm-hmm. well. They're like in, in Berlin, he wrestled this amazing tournament, you know, to become the first European Championship. And he's coming home now, the pride of the country. Yep. And I like how they put the spin, yeah, the fact that he's been heel. But JR puts the spin on it here where he says, even though in the United States, he has been branded a rogue by his oh. association with the Hart Foundation. Which is like the most romantic way to explain that someone is a heel ever.
2: A rogue. A rogue. He's a rogue class. I mean,
0: if this was a DD campaign, I did consult this with mm. Joe and some of the people from the Subculture Podcast who are all DD freaks. And they, I mean that word endearingly. Of course. Uh, a freak is not a class in d and I've tried. <laughs> uh, but they point out to me that Bulldog would not be a rogue. The rogue would most likely be Pillman due to the unpredictable antics and, That's good. and buffs. That's good. Uh, Bread, of course, Paladin. Yes, just honourable, straight up. You know, some knight's armour this is, you know. Uh, then we have Jim the Anvil Knightheart. Warrior class, obviously. Yeah. He's your tank, He's a you brand. know. High risk, high reward. Is there a jester class in d d No, but I would say own is a bard because... Bard close enough. It owns pranks, give a general buff to kind of keep the whole gang going. That's and, true, yeah, you know, like a bard would. You know, and I think Bob Hawley would be a bard as well because you keep me seen <laughs> on the road, Bob. And of course, that brings us to the British Bulldog, who is not really a rogue. Sorry, Jim Ross, you don't know your D&D. Mm. Uh, that's just the way it is. Pointed out to me that he would be a monk class. Monk? A monk class, because monks in D&D refers to a character class uh, that, and this is 2nd knowledge as well, so forgive me, but apparently it's a character class that dedicates itself to either mental or physical perfection. Okay. Physical perfection. Bodybuilding. That's right the there. bulldog through and through, yeah, right there. Legit. Y- you just got yourself a Heart Foundation D and D campaign, folks. You're welcome.
6: And I'm the dungeon master.
1: Oh, for- <laughs> 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 nope. I rolled a twenty, hit man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H gets a potion
6: of healing. <laughs>
0: literally the worst thing that's happened to me is finding out i can do that voice yeah
2: i'm worried that you're gonna spend yourself too soon oh, here, Kevin. No, and we're not gonna no. be able to finish this episode like come on i
5: need two cups of coffee this morning <laughs> huh? hey big show you remember me don't you i'm the big shot
0: vince mcmahon is very jazzed up
9: Whoa! Welcome, everyone, to one
0: time Welcome to Birmingham! <laughs> and episode one ends. Vince McMahon picks up the orb and Naboo. <laughs>
9: what
0: was <ailment>
2: that? I don't know. Was he just so fucking amped up? Like he needed to get out some adrenaline otherwise he was going to be rattling all night. Vince McMahon is suspicious that his colleagues have not got the
0: requisite energy for this. And therefore, he's dialed it up to 11. Yeah. This is like me halfway through the Brawl for All episode with you and Billy. Lads. Come
2: on, lads. Woo! Come on. Hey,
0: now. Lads. Round seven, come on. Whoa, Bradshaw and the Godfather. Here we <laughs> go, baby. <laughs> the other thing which immediately took me by surprise was the ring announcer who immediately was like not the usual timber and cadence that we've associated with WWF shows in 1997 Mm -hmm. this is Karsten Schaefer who has got kind of all the presence here of like a cartoon mouse who's announcing like the king of mice uh, he's, he's a long tenured employee here it's just that this happened a few times in 97 where they have went outside i think they did it in berlin as well they used karsten and they just got someone who's like right karsten is here because he grew up in the uk so mm-hmm. he's in the uk wrestling scene he's connections he speaks fluent german he did all the WWF commentary for germany he even translated the magazine he did all the dvds he was their german guy up until like a year or two ago he had like a heart attack before yeah. money in the bank i believe so like it's obvious here he's one of these guys, like a lot of the people at the time. Like Tony Chimel, where you find out recently, like he put together 90% of the rings that you saw. Yeah. You know, it's shit like this. Serious workhorse. Yeah, like. so uh, again, I think I don't think it's fair to think just because this guy's not the best ring announcer that it's an out-and-out burial because he's not a ring announcer. He's a Harvey Whipperman, Brooklyn brawler, a thousand jobs without which... They, like If Carson Shavers not there, I pretty much guarantee the show wouldn't have probably worked because mm. he probably did shitloads for them one guy did all of german language for like fucking 30 years yeah
2: it's impressive so with that massive disclaimer out of the way with can we now get on with burying <laughs> okay yeah please like, it really i know you said cartoon mouse but to me it just felt like oh your headmaster's doing a school fate or something and he has to announce the tombola and like. here
0: to announce the winner of the tombola Honky Tonk Man!
2: That's it. It's that slightly Nigel McGuinness esque kind of ah yeah. eh kind of noise. was like, on the way to the ring now, Hunter Hearst Helmsley!
0: I love when people don't have the, like, the big quality that you need. You need that bass.
2: Like You need the big, grandiose yeah. kind of and, like, quality.
0: Even when Lillian Garcia was like, first starting and she was quite ropey at it she still had the default like she had a big voice Mm -hmm. one that could conceivably fill an arena yeah she
2: put a growl into it yeah
0: you can tell but here it's like you're you're, it's like when todd grisham once when i forget if someone like was sick like like uh, lillian was was away Mm. and they had todd grisham do the ring announcing one on raw and todd grisham has got a small little voice like it's time for the main event yeah you know like him doing a big voice is like a part of a shtick if anything it's not <laughs> it's not so, it's like getting todd Pettingale to go out there and do yes. ring announcing and like when someone tries to make a big voice like, i never forget that episode of rod todd gresham was like
6: he's triple h oh ho,
0: ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs>
2: bless it like
0: people are like, walking out of the ring going nah, i'm not going out of the ring if that's how you're announcing <laughs> fuck, fuck that fuck that so it does take away from the presentation here tonight Yes. <laughs> Do Love standing by what appears to be a duvet cover. Uh-oh.
2: McFoley, England. Promo.
1: Oh, baby, have mercy! I do say, Hunter, my dear Jack, I fear that you and I are in for a bit of a row tonight, and maybe after the match, China and I can do a little bit of grooving. Oh, I do say it will be jolly good fun. I know, I know, I'm missing two teeth. Actually, they're gone, but I don't miss them. Ho, 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 ho. Jolly good fun. Ha, ha. take off there on Austin Powers. No down.
2: Oh, no. No, 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 no. Mick, don't do it,
0: Mick. No, no, no. Oh, God, he's doing it. My reaction to this was, I'm sorry too, Mick.
2: Yeah. He's
0: uh, just knackered. It's excruciating.
2: Hello, mate. I'm here in the UK. It's me. Dude, love no.
0: Mm. what other things from Ingerland can I think of mighty Mm. Austin Powers no come on as we went five minutes into this pay-per-view without fucking resorting to Austin Powers like and if anyone should be quoting Austin Powers here tonight it should be the person who shares the name I'm talking about Stoke
6: old Steve Austin Powers goddamn son that is very
0: uh, uh, (laughs) shagadelic If I ain't got my mojo in me, I ain't worth the damn. <laughs> well, hell, it son, it's like it was. I you know, took my mojo and I went home, man. It, it was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> this was an excruciating promo. Dude, even by Foley standards, looks fucking seven days deep into a rind of not showering. Yeah. Like, would you give a wash behind them ears, Mick? Jesus.
2: The state of him.
0: And uh, Jerry Lawler is here for you tonight, Adam, and the people of the United Kingdom with a whole
2: bevy of his special... English material The King's English he calls it And he says we can look forward to hearing all the King's English later on tonight And I genuinely worried that he was going to get given a segment later on I mean as
0: far as he concerns he he does I tried to get as many instances of the King's English as he mentioned them on commentary Mm -hmm. He does it around half a dozen times Although I will say after the second or third time he stops calling it King's English And accidentally calls it a And now it's time for a King thing The king thing
2: <laughs> It's a king thing. So uh, wearing pointy hats, yeah, it's, it's a, king a king thing. thing. <laughs> this bloke is
0: a burk! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, I'm here to be your, your English translator if you need any help understanding what any of these
4: are.
0: Well, I, I do Cinema Swirl, which is a podcast which is mostly, like, a thin veil of claiming to watch movies against the backdrop of me finding out what words like Burke and sparking out
2: mean. Okay, so you're already familiar with Burke.
0: I've heard Burke, and I Burke is... I hate to answer a, a question with a question, but a Burke is like a wazuk, isn't it? Yes, a little bit. Oh, well, of course you know Burke.
2: You watched Trapdoor, didn't you? Yeah. The main character there, Burke,
0: Burke. Yeah. Which is pretty much, like... If in america there was a show called Trapdoor with a cute little claymation guy called dick <laughs> i mean it is like he's he's kind of like an unreliable sort right yeah
2: you're, you're a silly old sausage if you're a burke uh,
0: but there's no malevolence to a i am i right no
2: you it can be an affectionate thing like oh you spilled your tea you burke i'll get you a towel i'll or, clip you around the ears you burke all right easy up yeah right, it's not like git which has got a bit more like venom to it
0: now of course dudeness is all around because we're here in the Heart of Dudeness. I'm talking about
1: England, it's just an England baby, England, 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 and the care of (laughs) ghosts!
0: And as soon as Dude Love very, very slowly shimmied his way around the ringside area with some of the lightest fucking high fives in existence, yeah. not only is his offense weak, his high fives are even fucking weaker. Adam, I'm ready for the not on broadcast television offense of both Dude Love and The <laughs> Rocket Own Heart here tonight. I'm talking palm strikes. I'm talking cat pounces. I'm talking the dreaded double karate chop.
6: Hee <laughs> Michael Cole, shut
9: up.
0: So Vince is like, dude, love is a fan favorite. (laughs) Bless. He's very good. Like, I think it's because he speaks like kind of, very clearly in like fan friendly like exp- like explanatory sentences yeah he's never going to go off on a tangent to talk about something from like the 80s that you don't know he's
2: not going to jim ross you a lot he's not
0: going to tell you the name of a move that you don't understand it'll be like that move or what move yeah that's true he's very accessible very much so king with his lapel mic gives us another king thing pillock yep what a pillock pillock is one that i use a bit in uh because i used to co-opt william regal um promos back in like 2001 regal call someone a pillock yeah you bloody pillock <laughs> i'll give you the thrashing of a lifetime <laughs> And you the
2: other one you dirty little toe rag oh yeah that's good and
0: uh, the most trouble i ever got in with like a teacher for like kind of like saying something and you, know, you know i, I got trouble all the time as a bad boy <laughs> but no, the most trouble i ever got in terms of like a, <gasps> you cannot say that like i call someone in class once a dirty toe rag <laughs> They're like, give me your pencil, you dirty
2: toe rag, And they're like, Kevin, my! my. <laughs> That's when you learn that rag was a person in the Bible of, like, the most ill repute. I'm a <laughs> goodwill ambassador to the people
0: here. I'm just trying to be nice, you know, be a physical commissioner. That's all, you know. Where's my title shot? We get the abdominal stretch by Triple H. He's using the
2: goddamn motherfucking ropes. you using the ropes? Kyoto's like, you the yeah, goddamn God, ropes. Jesus. Yeah. Kyoda is like one of the most dominant forces on this show tonight He is
0: Hebner a Capital Carnage Yes he yeah. is Earl Hebner at Capital Carnage like hey Steve Austin Boom stunner <laughs> Red card Ice cream bread Dun it, dun, 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 dun. Come you, here. you, 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 you're out of here Hey Sable, come here baby You and I are <laughs> gonna get married now Gets on a fat hog
2: and drives off Hey boy.
0: Vince McMahon, I swear on my kids' lives You can go fuck yourself <laughs> The English fans are interviewed
2: Yes Here we fucking go, this is what we came for
0: Shawn Michaels is not but a scrawny little girl yet yeah? And British Bulldog, he is Englishman He is the Englishman Sean gone rip wrist yep, one, two, three. We've had nothing good come out of England, so fucking Frank Bruno, a piece of shit, man, I fucking you know, I had to wake
2: up today at half ten. You know, and one guy burying England. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why'd you include him? What's that? Like, <laughs> kind of a heel. Maybe he was just trying to work the crowd like William Regal would. Like, I'm
0: sorry, yeah. Is, is Frank Bruno meant to be this, like, kind of. Like, I thought he was famous.
2: Yeah, he was a big time boxer. He like. hosted it it's a Knockout. Yeah, he did. He it's was a like, referee on it.
0: Yeah, it's like Takeshi's Castle. And then you get to the end, and Frank Bruno's like, oh, you got to the end. He's putting on the gloves. Ding, ding. Like,. So yeah, Frank Bruno, is he like some sort of like uh, hate figure in the UK? I don't Academy know. Sears? I
2: don't get it. I think William Regal buried him in one of his like promos where he was talking about, oh, Frank Bruno, he's rubbish. I know all of you are scratching around looking for money, your dole money, in the Argos catalogue. Like, I think he buried Bruno. Then is that when he buried Tony Blair? Where he's like, he is a bishop of muppet. <laughs> but I thought Frank Bruno was at this point in time. I thought he was still like a bit of a British icon, like a hero. Like, yeah, right. I think this one guy is just a misery guts, mate.
0: Oh, well, this is the only
2: time that Bruno gets shat down
0: on commentary. I will tell you, folks, when looking at the '97 fashion on on display here, there's a few things that come to mind. The little earrings. The oh, le- yeah. The leather bandanas.
2: The curtains. The curtains, baby. Yeah.
0: Fucking hell. Silent
2: drapes be damned. Those are some fucking... <laughs> those are gelled in place. They ain't making any noise. <laughs> We put the call out on Facebook and Twitter to ask if any of our fans had actually attended this show. Oh, back yeah. In the day. We got a few here, and there's a, a couple that said they were actually in the arena, not necessarily remembering it too well because they were quite young. But Jason Cox said he was there. He was seven years old. Doesn't remember much, but you can see him holding a Bret Hart flag on the hard camera, which is sweet. Ah. And Lisa Richmond here says that she was possibly the only Sean fan in the building and everyone hated her that night. Yeah, we do cut a few times
0: to women or, like, groups of, like, kind of teen girls or yeah. whatnot.
2: And they're like, we love Shawn Michaels, he's sexy, and he's like, boo! Like it's sh- literally a boy that gets right in a girl's face, he's like, what are you on about? Yeah, there's a bit where this poor
0: woman is like, I think that Sean will win. And then the guy just back goes, why? <laughs> why? because she's like fucking wrestling what's the fucking problem like <laughs> man the, the go on the gatekeepers here yeah yeah keep, keep Shawn Michaels fans out of wrestling yeah because <laughs> then maybe Shawn Michaels won't be here we won't have to see him wrestle his excellent matches anymore <laughs> like you know I love 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 how and I mean, I'm sure it's happened to me because you know I've fucking went off on so many wrestlers like for for no fucking reason in other yeah. episodes. Like you get caught up, don't you? But it's so silly. Like even like John Cena and Roman Reigns are such strong things where you get like. This thing in your head that them not being there at all. Like, it happens with Lesnar as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you think, oh, them not being there is it going to solve all the problems in wrestling. Like yep. it's, it's not like, yeah, you know. there's a lot
2: more going on than just them. It's
0: so easy to get worked still. Fucking hell. Bulldog has got a big presence with the fans here. Many of them who have signed their chests in very small, like, Bic biro. Yeah. And then we get the big home-home finish
2: here. Little boy, right to the camera. British Bulldog! I really wanted there to be that lad there just going, British Bulldog's going to lose whether he wants to or not. Oh, man. I tell you now, this was just fucking... This was pure.
0: Anytime you go back to the 97 fans in, in the... Like, I get, at worst, it's going to be beyond the mat vibes at best. It's just like a fucking... Uh, looking back in time in one of the most pure ways possible. It's a time capsule, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we all were wearing them, those leather hats. We, we all, all had that haircut. We all thought curtains were the way to go. Like, hey, big show. You remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot. Recap of Grand Zero where the headbangers and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Yeah, they won a match, didn't they? They, they go, won the
2: tag belts.
0: And then the Headbangers, they went out into the crowd and they had a few sodas. Ha ha
2: ha. Great stuff.
0: Oh, these kids getting all hepped up on soda and Marlon Manson records, you know? Headbangers, who the previous couple of nights ago on Raw had the main event slot. They took on Brett and Bulldog in the main event. Fucking hell. Which is very much a, like, of out alright lads, here you go, and... I mean, it was it was not the match you'd expect, like, you know.
2: Bret Bulldog.
0: I mean, they got a match out of them, you yeah. know. But, you know, they didn't botch as much as they usually did. But, okay. again, it was, like, when they came out at the start of the match, Thrasher has the belt and he turns and he goes, Can you believe we have these? Uh, <laughs> no. I'm like, no, no. i <laughs> No.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Adam? Legit, I don't get it. I, I still don't understand why they put the belts on those guys. I'll tell you what, though.
0: Big pop for the headbangers Big here.
2: pop. Huge. Yeah, I did not expect that. They love them. They, they love them. They're super over. There's
0: a reason why the headbangers were in Warzone. Yeah, that's the type of thing, right? Yeah. They are a strong gimmick. Yeah, you know? I guess. It's why they were back on Smackdown in
2: 2016 it's a strong gimmick Adam I made a very bold prediction at the start of this match because we yeah. got the King's English we got King talking about all of his English phrasing we got some King things going on I was 100% positive he was going to talk about how bangers are sausages over here and that these guys are the head sausages
0: and because of those Pericos wear their white pants as you pointed out earlier they like mash
2: Bangers and MASH in this match, folks.
0: Bangers and MASH. Duh, 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 duh. Bangers and MASH. What's that? Oh, I'm doing
2: blankety blank. But blankety-
0: for fuck's sake, Kevin. <laughs> Let me hear that synth drop. What are you on about? About your
2: fucking culture, lack thereof. You do just put bangers and MASH into blankety blank. No, you saved that for more highbrow things. Lily so. Savage wouldn't stand for it.
0: Fuck oh, it. Someone was tweeting the other day, and they're like, what's one thing in wrestling that always makes you pop, no matter what, like, regardless, or something you just love about wrestling? And for me, and you can detest this, you've been with me in live shows literally any cartwheel oh
2: yeah literally I think it was Debbie Keitel we saw at Eve recently did a cartwheel and I remember you so loud just went
0: yes like up on the <laughs> ring
2: apron <laughs> so happy fucking great like.
0: I mean I, I honestly think like it explains the Stacy Keebler fandom as well from season 3 because Stacey Keebler was, was a wrestler who once she ran out of her three moves like car wheel time baby you know i saw kurt angle wrestle cody Rhodes, and kurt angle busted out a car yeah, wheel as if she crying <laughs> <laughs> never retire oh man <laughs> which one would you like to get the most or the least in terms of a tag finisher because do you know the story about vince and the tag teams in the 80s no go on well, apparently vince used to like like to go drink with the boys back you know, when he first nationalized and all that to kind of fraternize and one night, it, him went to a bar, he got pissed, and it was like, you know, ah, the heart attack's not that tough a move, or the devastation device not that tough a move. And then all of the tag teams decide, right, we're all going to do our finishers on Vince in the bar. Like, Brett tells the story of doing like the heart attack, and Vince like hit his head on a fucking pool table. Yeah, oh, so, you know, and then Vince afterwards is like, No, I'm cool, pal. And then like, I put him home. He's like, Well, <laughs> it's
6: time to do the doomsday device on Vince Smith.
0: <laughs> so, I want to know in your mind if you're had a few, mm. you know, you had a little bit of the yeah, bubble, yeah, whatever. Yeah what's the least one because I've taken the 3D from older boys I'd
2: like to take the 3D I think that would be an experience
0: that was the scariest thing that ever happened in my life really yeah and I, I I was given like Texas pile drivers by older boys right like when I was in boarding school the first couple of years like some of the older boys when they find out you like wrestling and you think oh great the older boys know I like wrestling, maybe we can just talk about something. They come up and go, You man over here, and they'd start doing moves like
2: Yeah. And
0: it's like, Oh, what's the matter? Don't you like wrestling? And oh, okay. And they would do a lot of horrible moves to the wrestling fans who then very quickly stopped liking wrestling. Now- I was I was given the three D and legitimately what didn't prepare me for the three D was the height. Cause I just got picked like We're you the three D and I thought, well I'm just gonna land Flat on my front. Yeah, you're gonna get lifted up. That's gonna be f- fine. The, yeah, but I was only 12 at the time. So mm. when you, your man lifted me up, and these are big fucking rugby SCT Leinster fucking mm. players. Some of these guys played for fucking Ireland, like, and they picked me up. I, I literally got vertigo as soon as I went up because I got up so quick and then I went down so quick. I felt like I'd looped around. Right. So like I laid on the ground. I was just like in shock. Like just like, Jesus. Oh, I, I, I went up and down so quickly. And that really, really hurt. Although that same man gave me a, a pile driver, and then came to me. <laughs> came Once rumor got around that I was going to go to the nurse because my neck was still sore, he went over to me and, like, six o'clock in the morning when I was asleep, and like woke me up. I was like, if you tell anyone, I will fuck you <laughs> up <That's> like. <laughs> so uh, that was my experience. I'm glad. That's what I, it's like growing up
2: in prison. He's <laughs>
0: supposed to go over to boarding school. I didn't get. I'm glad though. I would say i'm having the pile driver as bad as it was i would say spike pile driver's got to be the worst God, of
2: course it does like, you know jesus
0: christ because has any tag team ever done the spike pile driver that's not a scary tag team that you would not want them to no, do that it's no. always
2: a horror imagine if too cool whipped out the spike pile driver. You're playing
0: wrestlemania 2000 or no mercy you take it on the stooges and they start whipping out the double pile driver can you imagine
2: jerry briscoe and patterson giving you a double mm. pile driver so what's it for you then adam I, you see, I was gonna say I would like to take the uh, the Hardy Boys trademark, because that guy called it in tough enough. And like, like. they both just land on you because it's like all I've got to do is lie there yep. and let them land on me. Whoa. But if I remember rightly, in the exist to Inspire book audio review now available on patreon.com forward slash AE podcast. Not one, not two, but four episodes the Exist to Inspire megathon. Fucking seven hours or something like that. If I remember rightly, they do the Hardy Boys trademark on a guy called Smelly in that. And they <laughs> they give him a concussion, so yeah. maybe I shouldn't take one of those. heart
0: track like. seems pretty long. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe the heart attack. The heart attack. I think. What's
2: the uh, the new day's tag finisher called? The Midnight like, Hour. Midnight Hour. I wouldn't mind taking, to be honest. I mean, with it depends
0: you. which variation. I feel safe in Biggie's arms. Like he wouldn't drop me. Like. Oh yeah, B- Big
2: Biggie holding me. Kofi jumping onto me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Although anything
0: we go on and right in your face, that's
2: you know mm. that's a little bit
0: scary for maybe me.
2: Maybe a pile, maybe onto a pile of pancakes in that case. Like a
0: Concerto Man, easy peasy. Like,
2: what? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, fuck that. No, no, mate, it's fake, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Michael Cole, shut up! Coming up next, Flash, you are so funky, you don't even need any fun cats Nope. They're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Taking on The Patriot. Oh. And I will say, The Patriot is someone I've been watching a lot of on my screen. And Adam, I think The Patriot, it needs to be pointed out, because I watched a few bits of Raw before this, and The Patriot was dropping grunts. And anyone who's a grunter, I'm always interested in, and you're particularly interested you're in... damn right. Well, I'm talking about the recurring, predictable, preset grunts, the Patriot has got jeep.
2: Yep, that that, is it's a, a default. Signature. That is a signature grunt it's now. It's a like. speed dial grunt. Yeah, you could program that into the 2K games because it's so recognisable. Like.
0: Jeep. Jeep. Now, it's up there with...
2: Burr. You know who it is when you do it. Like. Yeah, or, yeah, you, yeah, you know you what's know. coming.
0: So, Adam, I think it's worth pointing out because you have a few people here now who are part of this group. And this... This group, it's not necessarily faction action we're talking about here now. No, because no, 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 The, the ranch is a small and covert elite group of people. But you're talking about an association, a league almost, of grunt hunters. That's
2: right. Whooshing. We're hunting grunts, baby, and I need everyone's help. It sounds swashbuckling, Adam. It's not. It's not a pirate thing. It's more of like a Indiana Jones adventure. Oh, kind I'm, I'm swashbuckling
0: like, in terms of like there's no limits. There's nothing but you
2: and open adventure and discoveries to be made. You've got your ranch, okay? You let me decide if we're gonna be buckling any swashes over in the Grunt Hunters faction. I'm like, sorry, I'm
0: booking my pirates versus cowboys for rest thirty-seven. It's not. <laughs> it's not working. I'm sorry. Like everything's big in Texas, but look at their armada. Wow, we're gonna need so many horses. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm always on the lookout for grunts. If you want to be part of the grunt hunters, then send me your favourite grunts, anything you come across during your... Wrestling watching, let me know on Facebook or on Twitter. Like, and could it be that the most elite group here now we actually
0: have some grunt hunters who are out there, and we know because they've got hashtag grunt hunter in their
2: Twitter bio. There you go. Yeah, they've got the little trophy there and everything, mate. Do like, you want is there an associated emoji you want to put with that? Yeah, it's to, a trophy emoji, trophy but like, emoji, yeah. but grunt you, hunter. You've got to be given it like you can't just go put in this yourself. Like,
0: well, you can't be first, but you can be next. Use the hashtag grunt hunter. <laughs> uh with a little trophy and also at Biblops and at a podcast any any because a lot of people are watching alongside with us so exactly we're yeah as we go along it's which is lovely. really fun where's my title shot this is something that i agonized with i've told you about this when i was editing ground zero mm-hmm. There was a bit in Ground Zero where we went to the kind of who is the Patriot? Oh, yeah, his
2: special package.
0: Yeah, like if the Patriot was uh, his own entry on Encarta and he's one of the special ones, so he got a little uh, FMV in the yes. bottom left hand corner, like. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to find it all about Dale Wilkes. Now, I hadn't, after that package, said Dale Wilkes there, the Patriot, a former Heisman Trophy winning athlete. And I had to cut it out because he didn't win a Heisman Trophy. Right. His friends that they interviewed won a Heisman Trophy. Right. But his friend was like, oh, yeah, when I was winning this trophy, Dell was like, yeah, we would get, like, you know, pizza or whatever. Like. So he
2: basically won it too, like...
0: So, but there was a genuine moment where I was like, ooh... But maybe I shouldn't cut it out because, like... (laughs) No, because, like...
2: He needs it. Like, who would would care? Yeah, no one would care. I bet no one would have corrected you. I get
0: three tweets from the people who are, like, kind of the the proper sports hawks here Mm -hmm. and help us out with, like, when there is, you know, legitimate sports stuff to talk about. And they'd be like, he didn't win a Heisman Trophy. That was only run by Dick Butkus and Willie O'Neill. So I I didn't... I was, like, really going to keep it in there. And I thought, no... I will somehow make the Patriot even less impressive sounding. So I cut it out in the end. Billy was asking about the flag code last time. That's right. How we get around it. We had a lot of people from from the old United States Mm. tuning in to let us know what that was all about. The issue with the flag code and the reason why it's not something that is enforceable or someone's going to go to prison for, it's not because it's like protected because it is a a show or a piece of performance like that we said no. or is it even the fact that it was like some people said oh you can do things like call it an american flag and have like 53 stars on yeah. it or the wrong number of stripes That's what some people suggested as well but no it's it's the clues it in the name it's it's flag code not flag law no. the code is just a code yeah. and an, an expectation of kind of like how citizens should act so it is technically not against the law to go out and burn flags and people were quick to point out American flags get burned in protests all the time because
2: freedom of speech baby
0: Because I'm an amendment to be and I'm an, an amendment, amendment
2: to, to be, be an and I'm hoping
0: that ratify right 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 me. me There's a lot of flyburners who have got too much freedom <laughs> I want to make it legal to give him Uncle Slam <laughs> The Patriot here, a.k.a. There's limits to our liberty. <laughs> hey, Big Show, you remember me, don't you? I'm the big
10: shot. 58 minutes in, we got to farther the nice Certainly has a big size and strength advantage over Flash
2: Funk what was that <laughs> now was that an air haunt or was that JR up to his old tricks on commentary well, JR up to his old
0: tricks on commentary you mean perfectly normal non-fart regular insulate, heavy, heavy cable and tape being laid down that's all it was in AW let's listen for ourselves yep <laughs> Right, and that, unless this, obviously the bit afterwards where it sounds like he's choking on a fart. No,
2: no. No, That no. was just the after effects of the cable being laid down.
0: Yeah, to, to use another King thing, leave it out, yeah? <laughs> That's all it is, it's fine. Did you hear what they were only doing to your country's fucking national pastime? Oh God. They called the beautiful game Sissy. Oh man, yeah, they're talking about sissy soccer. Soccer, like, mate, what the fuck? Like, you know, soccer is pretty hardcore. They don't wear any of that pattern. You know, yeah. they go, they're just kicking each other as hard as they can in the head when they go out there. You know, <laughs> that I'd watch. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when I first watched back in the day, Eric Cantona was the man. I thought, oh, okay,
2: He's doing the punt. Yeah, I thought
0: this is like you, you drop kick That's not what this whole sport is. <laughs> You know, once Cantona was gone I was out of there Him and Paul Inslide That's what I wanted to see <laughs> Beating up the fans Like
2: Flag We get an amazing spot here It's another Grunt of the Night, folks Wait Flash Funk has got Patriot in the corner And he chops him And it's the kind of spot Where like, you know The more you chop someone The more they fucking hulk up And they start feeding off the energy Because like, I will
0: say Something that's very misplaced here tonight Is Dale is still all fire and glory And there's nothing from the crowd
2: So well, he's that's just it. like Where's this energy he's going to go? trying his best To have a babyface face cover back here with a crowd that don't give a fuck about him
0: this is vietnam right here
2: he's trying to rally the troops and people are
0: not feeling the patriotism <laughs> at all
2: this was a misjudgment So Flash is chopping Patriot on the chest here and Patriot, every time he does it, he gets in Flash's face, hawks up with his hands and he goes, Jeep! (laughs) Slaps him again. (laughs) Jeep! You just
0: keep thinking about that Jeep they're going to get you, down. Oh, bless. Boo! We like regular cars. Boo! We want to see a guy talk about a Mini. Yeah, come on. (gasps) And I'm not really sure what this next one's going to be. Leeds of the Dune. Once again, taking on the Codwins. again. We got a promo here from the Leeds of Doom backstage.
1: As the World Wrestling Federation goes around this country on tour, tonight is the biggest
6: event the UK is ever going to see. Right here in the UK, Birmingham, you're going down, Godwins. We don't forget easy. The buck in the back of the head, slop dropped, slop thrown on us. You're going down advice payback is gonna be you know what hell? little birdie in the sky let a whitewash right in my eye but i'm a big boy i don't cry Geez, i'm glad cows don't fly but that's the only thing i'll be glad about when we get in the ring with you godwins it's over you don't like it we don't care yeah, what a
1: I'm not ready to get changed into my wrestling tights right now. And I don't want to put on my knee pads because they're a little bit sore. You're just going to film me from the waist up. But because I'm so animated, you're going to see that I'm wearing Zubas.
6: Yep. Well, I understand that you're around mountains now. And because we're talking about the goblins,
0: it sounds like we're talking about goblins. <laughs> goblins? Literally, he's like,
1: Goblins! You come out here. You took our gold. You try and take all of our people.
0: <laughs> yeah, the goblins. And according to them, they're going to get the Bloomsday Babice. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little birdie shot
6: in my eye. I'm so glad cows don't fly.
0: That was literally his promo. Okay. Michael Cole, shut
6: up.
2: You can estimate the match length by the Legion of Doom's Mm. body oil levels. You turned to me at the very start of this match, and I was like, I've seen the Legion of Doom and the Godwins fight so many fucking times. You turned to me as soon as you saw the Legion of Doom, and you just looked at them, and you went, this match is going to take 20 minutes. And i, I said like, fif- oh, 15
0: to 20 was my window oh what
2: a funny joke kevin no no you were deadly serious and you were deadly accurate this is a long ass match have we got
0: a bell to bell time there i don't have a bell- it-, it
2: was Hang at on. least 20 i think this is the problem though adam this is
0: between feeling like and actually we're <laughs> gonna that. find out it was a six minute yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> can we just say right now before i find this you are definitely of the opinion as am i that this felt
2: like 15 to 20 minutes. I'm gonna say, if I had to guess accurately, I think 21 minutes, I reckon, for this. Okay, final answer. (laughs) 10 minutes?
0: No! No way is it (laughs) 10.
2: No way! Disregard all of this criteria. Bullshit! 10 minutes! Bullshit was this 10 minutes.
0: Why have I got, like, so many notes? Nothing happens!
2: Nothing happens. Where's my title shot? Oh, yeah, another King thing mad cow disease (laughs) oh that's just proper british slang that is mate i
0: mean i honestly i the getting kids to eat beef after mad cow disease i told the story before
2: we're back to the beef chat Uh, uh, before back when i was a kid
0: and i was like i was eating beef at some buffet and my cousin was like you're gonna melt Ah!"
2: yeah
0: so yeah i mean it was i was like 97 there's like two or three years removed from your man eating beef on the bone on TV to prove it was okay. And yeah. everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs>
6: getting
0: sick in the street. So in mad cow disease, recent memory, the scars have not yet healed. The trust with beef, the beef on the bone, it's, it's not yet healed. Yeah. So immediately Vincent Mann goes, okay, um, King, that is however a very serious issue. And we have been given assurances by our contacts here in the United Kingdom. That that is an issue that is dealt with. Yep. And under control. For now. <laughs> yep, yeah, but seriously. But like Kent Brockman, like, you know. After- <laughs> <laughs> and then
2: Jim Rostra was like, order the chicken tonight. Jesus, Jim. Jim! We're trying to sweep this under the rug. We're trying to sweep the beef into the children. It's- <laughs> Not this way. Stop it. Fuck me. What is this? B- JR,
0: if the fucking cowboy with the barbecue sauce brand isn't team beef, who the fuck is? <laughs> is it just me and Marco and the Beef and Dairy network and no one else? JR here. He's like doing both of his jobs at once and proving that he shouldn't because it one underscores the other cuz he tries to put over the Godwins mm-hmm. like, you know, for being like, oh, these are old boys from bitter Arkansas. Ain't got no resting gear on. But then he's also putting over the offense that they're doing. So we get this magical sentence there. Godwins, they don't wear regular wrestling attire. You notice there, Henry, Phineas, they got those old Forson's work boots on. Fujimaru armbar there by, uh, <laughs> by Phineas and Godwin. Hey, Big Show. You remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot. JR <laughs> chats about the media not wanting to speak to Vader yeah and i like this this is jr trying to build a little bit of character here do a bit of world and Vincent man shuts that right down because jr's like we all know what happened in kuwait and you may notice you know that vader was not speaking to any of the members of the british media that have assembled here tonight they are very apprehensive to conduct any interviews with big van vader that's cool and then vincent Mann goes well actually in fairness now that more evidence has come to light i think that what went happened in kuwait with mr vader there was a lot more to that story, and Mister Vader was not entirely at fault. So Vince has obviously changed his mind. That's why we don't get the Kuwaiti bit in his yes. time tron anymore. So I mean, Richard I... and Judy with Vader are just saying, "Is it fake, though, Van?" <laughs>
2: Kevin is leaning back with his legs folded, and then right Vader now.
0: goes over, and he's like, "That's fucking fake." And Judy's just like Undertaker, like completely silent, eyes closed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We're well, for the book club on her knee, like you know. <laughs> jerry lawler accidentally gets his words mixed up and says do the brett man <laughs> he didn't say do the brett man oh, he says does the brett man that was it <laughs> everybody in calgary do the brett man all the folks at the stampede do the brett man everybody <laughs> renegotiating their contract do the brett man if you're a stinking sniveling hyena do the Brett man. He <laughs> got no time for hosers. You see Brett on Raw is like, there's a word we have for people like you, Steve. It's called a hoser hoser and he's like i've been waiting a long time to say that like oh hoser hoser is a canadian ne'er-do-well
2: oh i know right
0: i know hoser i like that
2: i want to use hoser yeah. yeah i don't know if it was one of king's things then maybe i'd understand it a bit better
0: like hoser reminds me of hosen which is the german word for trousers, trousers. yeah with, like two hoses that you put your legs into like it's hoser funny. dozer
2: is a trouser can like what can, can of trousers? <laughs> can of
0: trousers. That reminds me. Of Silent Hill Two. There's a can. That you open up with a can opener. And it's full of uh, light trousers? bulbs.
2: Oh, light bulbs Light bulbs. Yeah. Oh, wacky my... game. I know.
0: I thought they were eggs first. <laughs> can of eggs. Ah, uh, no, I don't know. Better open a couple of few cans of eggs with the boys.
2: Like. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Lawler.
0: This is the real Full Monty McMahon! What are you talking about? I don't know. You don't know what the Full Monty is? I, I think he doesn't like... No, he
2: literally doesn't.
0: I mean, he's attacking this with the fury and passion that can only come from a post-industrial Sheffield. Yeah,
2: that's true. they will
0: never forgive him for closing down the cutlery works.
2: He's a right Robert Carl Bret Hart. Is, he like...
0: is, isn't he? He'd be the last of the Hart Foundation to strip, wouldn't he, like... <laughs> <laughs> but Nightheart and Pillman, they'd be like the edgy lads. Like, go on, lads, we got the idea. We know this, uh, we uh, don't yeah. to take it off, like. Michael Cole, shut up! up. I don't know, there's something very grim about this. Vince McMahon again interrupts. He's like, Sean Michaels, whoa, can you top this? Of course I'm gonna top it, McMahon! It's Bret Hart wrestling in the semi main event! <laughs> I oh.
2: fucking hate this guy It's
0: dark sided Like as he's talking In this promo The fucking colour fades From the screen Like it's <laughs> Literally Literally does. like Pleasantville
1: I'm here to take All
6: your dreams And all your happiness And it's going Right inside
0: Shawn Michaels' mind <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus
0: Where's my title shot? We got a great sign In the front row Very dominating Sporty Spice for life l y f e uh of course the spice girls <laughs> as we all know were the nwo uh you know they the, were why well, the interview did a really harsh parody of them though didn't they like you know <laughs> and yet hogan pretend to be posh spice this is armando gucci Boochie smooshy and of course then as well you know the nwo very disrespectful i thought when kevin nash decided to go and do that like parody of jerry halliwell after she retired like you know
9: <laughs> it was very very disrespectful
0: like you know and Jerry halliwell was in the great workhorses of the spice girls like you know and then bischoff said you could roll her in shit and she wouldn't draw a fly like it was so disrespectful like to the spice girls uh, does that make bischoff richard e grant <laughs>
2: <laughs> was he their manager in the movie? I, I think
0: he was, he, he was some
2: sort of a heel like. Yeah, he was he was definitely in it Eric because Pitcher, he yeah. went to the premiere and then he tweeted that video of himself afterwards like it's everything you could have wanted it to be. <laughs> I don't... shouted, I cried, I sang along with all the hits. I fist pumped in the air. <laughs> I've just come from the recording
0: of NWO sold out 1998. It is absolutely Confusing Sorry. I didn't know whether to cheer Or to boo Everyone was heel It's yeah. everything you thought an NWO pay-per-view would be You simply have to come along with me In a garbage truck to watch it.
2: <laughs> As Richard E. Grant, all breathless And excited And he goes
0: I've just come
6: <laughs>
2: Adam
0: <laughs> uh, We got a sleeper and Earl Hebner, folks, try and figure this one out with me.
2: Sometimes Earl gets a little bit full and we need to vent off the gas a little bit. So he's doing the thing where he's lifting up Davy's arm and it goes down. One, does it again. Two, goes for the third one. Davy gets his fist and he stops. Excuse me, Earl? Will you calm down? At
10: the age of 15 years of age,
0: a man who was a. Earl Hebner is a noted Ric Flair enthusiast. Uh
4: Uh-huh.
0: The story about Jay Lethal talking about being in TNA. Incredible. Where he's like, you know, Ric Flair would just be like, Lethal, you son of a bitch! give it to him (laughs) and when he finally got to work with flair Mm. hebner was the one who told him and Lethal was like yeah the earl got really excited because he just came into the locker room and he was like "Woo!" we're like (laughs) dancing dancing around around, like strutting guess who you're facing tonight daddy and it's just something about earl where he has this like he seems like the most fucking low energy guy and Mm. he is the most fucking weird like whatever your opinions on him the man's fucking weird right
2: yeah he is we can all agree on that
0: The bill of goods is not give away what this guy actually is. (laughs) There's, There's a lot going on underneath the surface. Hey, Big Show. You remember me, don't you? I'm the big shot but I will say One Night Only has got some oddly
2: compelling wrestling on it it was actually a pretty decent show one of the better UK ones one of the better ones it's just a shame that it ends with that absolute doomsday nightmare scenario that is
0: one of the saddest things I've seen in wrestling just like genuinely
2: I actually had a knot in my stomach I felt sick watching it it was so upsetting
0: and it's one of the things as well where it's it's not like it's because it was just a straight up tragedy in terms of like someone got hurt or someone got injured because those times are always difficult to watch in wrestling or someone's involved Who's went on to do some very regrettable things? Yes, yeah. this was just straight up. No, this is as designed. We yeah. are telling you a story with our bodies that is the most
2: miserable. It's fucking mean. Thing. It's mean. It's fucking nasty. This ending.
0: And uh, you know what? I get it. You yeah. know, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're,
2: n- you're not actually a Brit, so you can just look from the outside you know, and speculate. Yeah.
0: You know, I get it, guys. You know, so uh, you know. Uh, oh, I'm very very heartbroken English so and so much tragedy you've had to deal with. <laughs> <so>. oh. uh. <laughs>
10: Nah.
0: And the sympathy is gone. Nah. <laughs> that sympathy with the gunship going up a Connell Street All right. Bridge? Huh?
4: go right.
2: no, on right. now. Huh? I wasn't there.
1: <laughs> you I weren't? Had,
2: I had nothing to do with that. Thank you very
0: much. Oh, what did you think of this episode? And as always, if you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, make sure you leave us an old rating or review. Do you ever hear anyone who's after a little bit of a podcast recommendation in their life? send them our way season one all of the original run of the attitude era season two the rocks return season three the invasion and currently season four the prologue as well as that a whole smorgasbord of bonus episodes side content and you can also as well on our main feed get some examples of our patreon exclusive
2: premium content got a couple episodes of smackdown crawl on there and you can also check out the entirety of journey into darkness book report the rock says book report and the five and a half hour hardcore truth book report oh baby if you like what you hear then make sure you check out patreon for the rest of those texts. just a
0: five dollar backing gets you access to all of those there's over 55 episodes of the smackdown crawl whole bunch of texts, and as well as that you get access to our video episodes a full one available to watch for free photo slam search for that on YouTube and will be one of the first things that pops up and you're talking Feature length. That's the short that one's only like twenty-five. It's the shortest episode. that first
2: one was quite short by contrast, We're yeah. What,
0: 90 minutes to average on yeah, some of these? We've
2: just released now. Billy and me on our WWE adventure looking at some Wii motion control wrestling games. Part duh! We've just released part two, which is an hour and a half long. It's hey. available now on the Patreon feed. You can see a little preview of that over on Facebook.com forward slash attitude era podcast, where you can find tons of clips of Classic episodes, current episodes, and little bits and pieces of previews from our Patreon content.
0: And hey, if you want to do style and profile wearing a shirt from your favorite audio files, the site for you is teespring.com forward slash AE podcast. A variety of designs and styles available in all different shapes and sizes and colors, sexes, materials, all available from teespring.com forward slash AE podcast. Shipping worldwide Well until next time When we're going to bubble on through That bad blood Oh yes
2: I I fucking Deserve my boy Kane to be here After this miserable night
0: Someone's looking forward to a journey into darkness Oh baby get your slow Chemicals ready and have some Ben and Jerry's To hand (laughs) it'll be bad blood Coming to you next until then it's a Goodbye from me Kevin and me Adam And we'll catch you next time on the Attitude Era Podcast